mean, let's be honest. It's Geek Out Loud number 250. It is the night, as we're recording this, of the release of the final Star Wars enumerated trailer ever, to our knowledge. We could not do this. Welcome to Geek Out Loud. My name is Steve Glosson. So glad, so glad, so glad to be along with you as we await a trailer, which will probably from this point be about three hours from now. That's that's my, I'm calling it. Thank you. So not only do we have to build up to this trailer somehow, we also will have analysis afterwards. And look, I've been very clear on the Twitter and on the Facebook. The analysis is going to be, ooh, 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 that's cool. Hey, look at that. That is so neat. Hey, all right, and then we'll slow it down. We'll wait for it to come onto YouTube, and then we'll slow it down, and we'll pick apart every little thing. You know how we do. You know how it is. We're we're Star Wars fans, and and to be truthful, I I am not. I, tonight is not a time. It's not a safe place to hate on Episode Eight, even though I don't care for it. I'm just going to be. We know that, but it's not a safe place. We're not going to. We're not going to do anything to bring down anyone's excitement, anyone's mood over there being. A, a a new trailer the final trailer of an enumerated film is hitting tonight and uh and and look it's it is it's kind of monumental you know i mean as far as geekdom goes and as far as uh geekdom goes for us um we uh we like this kind of stuff we enjoy doing um these kinds of things and and getting psyched up for uh, yeah, 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 for the trailers and stuff like we, and then that way we can uh, <laughs> we here. So okay, let me break down how things are going to go tonight. It right now, literally, there's 18 minutes and 10 seconds till the kickoff of the Jets versus the Patriots on Monday Night Football. Uh, Monday Night Football will begin, and we'll continue to monitor Monday Night Football throughout the evening, uh, making sure that uh, we know what's happening and what's going on and everything, and waiting for that trailer to drop. Let's see if we can get some Monday Night Football audio up here. So we'll have everything ready to rock and roll. We're, we, are, we are eye on football right now. And meanwhile, we have other geeky stuff to talk about. We're going to uh, hopefully talk to some of you. Uh, we're going to have some of our friends drop by. 
And we're going to cross over into at least one podcast tonight. Riley Blanton of the Star Wars Report will be going live a little bit later on, and we're going to join them in progress. Actually, they're going to join us in progress. Here's Y'all, look. Here's the thing that's happening tonight on Geek Out Loud. I know that for the past year and a half or so, we've kind of limped along. You know, it's been feast or famine uh, with the Geek Out Loud stuff. I get that. You know, I understand that the Goldiverse has been in, in disarray. I know. I understand. But when it comes right down to it, this is this is something we've been doing now for nigh unto 10 years, ladies and gentlemen. Um, in fact, I'm going to say even more than that because I remember in 2008, you know, getting all jazzed up about the Iron Man and, and watching things happen. So here's where we go. Uh, in April, in, in October of 2007. So you're talking about right now 12 years this month, 12 years this month. Happy birthday, Geek Out Loud. And, um, in, in, in 12 years time, so much has happened. We've seen children grow up. We've seen, um, we, we've, well, we've seen children grow up. We've seen people get married. We've seen people like make love connections and break up. I don't want to get too personal with things, you know, but I mean, like, look, there's been some real stuff go on throughout the geek out loud. I've had my ups and downs. Maybe you've had your ups and downs. We have had tragedy as the Goliverse family. In 250 episodes of Geek Out Loud, though, we've covered it all. We've covered it all! From uh, Star Wars to superheroes to wrestling to heroes to Smallville and everything in between. And so tonight, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not the big dog of Star Wars podcasts, and that award will always go to Rebel Force Radio. But y'all, I feel like that when it comes to a safe place to geek out, that we were the first. We were the first place where we came on into into a podcast situation and said, no hating. We're not going to be jerks. If we have criticism, we're going to word that criticism in a in a in a thought out, well thought out way and manner. We're not just going to to be jerks about everything. And if someone doesn't like something, that's okay. And if someone likes something more than you do, that too is okay and but we're not this is a safe place to geek out except about you know star trek and twilight so um look at this christopher lutz got married have a three-month-old listening now um uh let's see what else we got cody murphy uh graduated high school college law school and has been a practicing attorney since goals started Cody, we might need we might need to get in touch with you, Cody. Cody, I may have some need for you. Um, so yeah, look, I, I so what I'm saying is, um, we we've been through a lot together in 12 years. And my someone had mentioned let, let's get to the Goldiverse page. You can get there by going to geekoutonline.com/group. Geekoutonline.com/group. There, the Goldiverse Facebook page. And someone had mentioned, I believe it was Justin Wiseman, had mentioned, hey, is Steve going to do a live show tonight leading up to the, to the release of, of the thing? And, and I'll be honest with you. My answer was no. My answer was not at all. And in fact, Jimmy Tucker, our Big Honkin' Show remote producer and content provider, knows me so well. He posted a little meme of, uh, of looks like the Simpsons with a... Um, Eight magic eight ball and says outlook not so good. Jimmy says my Jimmy said my guess would be outlook not so good. And 
and I what and my wife was like, "You need to do that. That'll be so much fun. You need to do this. You need to do this." And I'm like, "I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know about this. We got people. You know, we got things going on and, and people. You know, dying. We got all kinds of stuff to worry with." And 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 then today, I was like, "You know what? This is episode 250. This is um, this is Star Wars. This is the." This is the, uh, the, 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 the foundation, has been for my entire life, the foundation of my geekdom. This is the final enumerated trailer. And there's no other podcast in the podcast sphere that would ever sit down 20 minutes before kickoff on a Monday night football show where they're supposed to be showing a trailer, which probably won't happen till around halftime. There's no other show that would sit down and do this and just talk to the people, have friends come on, reminisce about different things, uh, and 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 talk about other things that I've wanted to talk about that have nothing to do with Star Wars while we wait for a Star Wars. There's no other show that would do that. There is no other show in the podcast sphere. Now, there's going to be, tomorrow, your feed is going to be full. I don't know why. Excuse me. My arm has now broken because I'm patting myself on the back so hard. Uh, I need to calm it down. Need to calm it down. Take a sip of coffee because that's going to calm me down. Taster. Hey, Buzzbox Coffee, everybody. I, I I would recommend Buzzbox Coffee to you. And if you want to try Buzzbox, get in touch with me. I've got a link. Um, <laughs> look. Here, what here, What am I saying? What What am I saying right now? What is the uh, What What is the What is the deal, Lucille? I'm saying that if I'm saying anything at all. Welcome to Geek Out Loud, and welcome to the anticipation of the final trailer of the enumerated films of the greatest saga of our days, that is Star Wars. And welcome to you who may have just found this for the first time. Oh, I got to finish what we're talking about tonight, how things are going to roll. We're going to go, We're Riley and the Star Wars gang are going to come on, Star Wars Report gang are going to come on Geek Out Loud for a little bit. Then uh, we'll we'll see who else is available, who else is around. My phone is is ready to roll uh, for some of the usual folks. We're hoping Shaz Bazaar can stop by. Uh, my brother from another mother, Eric Schernevice. I need to reach out to Adam Bray to see if he can come in. Teresa is recording a podcast tonight, but she's going to try to swing by if she can. Uh, you know, so the, the usual crew, the usual suspects. I'm uh, currently I have um, I have tested my. I was texting my sister earlier and now. I'm texting someone else to come on, if he will, um, to uh, to do a little chitty chat chat with us tonight. So here's the thing: um, we we uh, do you wait? Do you have the time to listen to? Do you have time to go at all tonight? Going to be on for a while. So then Rebel Force Radio is going live and they are taking calls. And if we don't have just a pile of people on, like if it ends up just kind of being me that's on, I am going to attempt to call in to Rebel Force Radio and we're going to gold bomb their show. We're going to bomb them with the geek out loud and, um, and, and make that happen. So, that's kind of that's the plan for tonight, and uh, and and between then, between now and then, 
We're just going to have some fun. We're going to have a good time. Going to have a good time. Um, and we're going to watch the Patriots and the Jets, I guess. I don't know. Um, I'll give you random updates throughout the night. For example, uh, seven straight losses versus the Patriots have the Jets. And um, and Charlie Puth is going to be on the Genesis Halftime Show. Uh, so that's what we're seeing in the Chiron right now. Uh, before we move any further, want to give a big happy birthday. You know what we should do? Hold on. Daggummit, Glosson. You're never ready like you need to be ready. And we're also, we're producing everything on the fly tonight. <laughs> what else is new? We'll do it live. I'll, I'll, I'll record it. We'll do it live. Uh, there's this folder here. Um, big shout out to Justin Grant. Um, in fact, he has a birthday. And so we're saying, number one, happy birthday to Justin and number two, he is our featured Patreon supporter on this episode. Big episode 250. So let's be honest. Sometimes the superpower thing gets a bit strange, such as the case with Justin. He can eat anything. I don't mean that Justin likes to eat weird food. He can consume literally anything and convert said thing instantaneously into energy, which he uses to blast the bad guys. Or, depending on what he's eating, he can use the matter consumed to add to his own mass and density and become temporarily immovable. And for some reason, he can cause earthquakes in his general vicinity. But that may have to do with the ultimate aftermath of eating anything. Scientists aren't sure, but the bad guys are afraid. That's Justin Grant. Happy birthday to you, Justin. And uh, he, Justin is our featured supporter here uh, through patreon.com slash geekoutloud on the big episode 250 of, uh, of Geek Out Loud. I almost said the big honking show, uh, but this is not the big honking show. Here we go. This is what I was going to do here. Uh, of course, uh, this is Big Honkin' Show material. Happy birthday, Justin. 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 They say it's your birthday. It's my birthday too, yeah. This is the most passive-aggressive song ever. We're gonna have a good time. I'm glad it's your birthday. Happy birthday to you. All right, happy birthday to you, Justin. I do indeed hope you have a great day and a great birthday, and we thank you for your support of Geek Out Loud over at patreon.com slash geekoutloud. Um... Let's see what's going on here. Uh, Anthony Rice forgot to send his birthday into the BHS on the 12th of October uh, for his birthday. Um, and uh, let's see what's going on here. And um, can we talk about the new teaser for the teaser, Steve? I've not seen that. Let me, I just saw something here, the Geek Out Loud. And uh, we're going to pull up this link here to see what they actually showed. And uh, here we go. Let's see what we've got. Uh, not now. The final. Hold on. Let me back it up. Um, and let me turn this up. Oh, we have a dog in the room. Here we go. There's like an iceberg in space. There's the falcon. We'll talk about that shot momentarily. And there they are coming into the cockpit of the falcon. The falcon. The falcon. 
We recently watched all of the Star Wars movies, we being my wife and I. She'd never watched all of them. So we, and she has such a, my wife has such a great way of putting different things in movies in perspective. Like, I really do enjoy getting her take on films, not necessarily while we're watching it. I don't, I, you know, I, sometimes I don't want commentary while I'm watching the movie. Sometimes I do. Um, but, uh, but, but afterwards when we're, when, when we're breaking it down, she always has such a unique perspective on things. When we went and saw Solo, I was really kind of surprised at some of her takeaways from Solo. And so that made me say to myself, self, I'd like to see my wife watch all of Star Wars and get her take on these things just to kind of see if my feelings toward the newer stuff is, um, is just an old man, an old white man having problems, or if, or if maybe a rookie would actually, you know, feel the same way. Well, the rookie felt the same way. It was a really great time watching through these things, and she says she's one of us now, and um, but she doesn't know who Zam Wessel is, so I don't know if she's quite one of us yet. But uh, she also had a very hard. To, I had to turn on subtitles for Yoda. <laughs> had to turn on subtitles for Yoda, and. Uh, she loved the prequels, like the original trilogy. Return of the Jedi was her favorite of those. Um, I did have to lay down the law and say that our home is not a safe place to hate on Luke Skywalker. And uh, then we got into the newer stuff. She really liked The Force Awakens. And all of the questions that people have about The Last Jedi, she had. She had some of the same concerns. And so it was a little bit validating because I really tried not to prompt her with too much of my issues and my problems. But she... Um, she came around and she saw things my way, and that's always great when your wife sees things your way. So um, we had a great time watching these things together, and she's super excited to be going and and watching episode nine now, the rise of Skywalker, because she understands it and she's really looking forward to it. So um, where did why did I get started? Oh, so now we've got this new uh, teaser for the teaser again. Where did it go? Did I just shut down the window like an idiot? Apparently, I did. Stupid Steve. Let's open it right back up. I feel like someone's trying to talk on the on the show that doesn't want to be on the show. She thinks she'd be a good Jedi, but everyone thinks they'd be a good Jedi. So let's. Uh, this is what we're going to do. This is at Reddit uh, on on a Star Wars leaks Reddit, and um, I want to thank who put the link there in the chat. Matthew Blank um, put the link in the chat there at geekoutonline.com/group. And uh, what we see initially is literally a giant space iceberg is what it looks like, unless maybe it's on, maybe they're over water. I would say they're over water, except the, the TIE fighters that are headed to said giant iceberg are not, there's no reflection of them underneath them. And the ice underneath the, what would be the iceberg doesn't really match up to the ice on top. So anyhow, so we've got several squadrons of TIE fighters moving in there. And now we've got this great shot of the Millennium Falcon coming into view. Oh, I know what it was. Falcon, 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 Falcon. My, be careful how you say things. Uh, my wife could not get over the fact she's like, so does it not bother anyone that they keep pronouncing things differently? Because they would say the Millennium Falcon, then the Millennium Falcon. They would say Leah. They'd say Leia. They'd say Han. They'd say Han. And it just got all over her that even in the same movie, they'd pronounce stuff different ways. So, um yeah, in this shot with the Falcon, we're seeing a lot of classic ships just immediately over above the Falcon. Um, it almost looks like the Twilight. Like there's a ship there that almost looks like the Twilight. Uh, if that is indeed like a wing coming out to the right of it. If you pause it where the Falcon's just center 
of the uh, center of the screen there. Um, let me back it up just a little bit so we can get a fuller, wider shot. Um, and then it looks like there's some of those bombers like we saw in episode eight. Uh, there's some Karelian Corvettes up there. Um, I thought the first time I saw this, I saw, yeah, there's like a Mon Calamari ship back behind the ghost, which is to the right of the Falcon on the screen. Um, it may not be the ghost proper, but it's at least, um, it's at least, a a ship in the same design as the ghost. So, uh, we've got, uh, we, we've got that going on there. So really cool shot. And then there's a shot. Honestly, it is the shot of the new cast that is, look, it's, it's a great shot of Ray at the pilot seat, Chewie in the co-pilot seat, Poe's coming in to sit behind Chewie, Finn is coming in to sit behind Ray. Over their shoulders, 3PO. Um, obviously, this is them getting ready to go on their adventure, whatever that adventure is going to be in this movie. And um, and so I don't I don't know. We'll see what, what happens there. It, look, it's the shot of the Falcon with all of the ships around it that is just amazing. Um, so there we go. Uh, let's see what we got here now. Uh, you're welcome, Steve. Was that you, Willy Wampa? It was wonderful. Ray is the daughter of Maul and Kira. That could be. Could be. The big ice thing is some kind of asteroid. I think it is a reflection of water, but the mountains don't match. That's what I said. That's what, that's just what I said, Darth Hound. Some think it's a mountain. Uh, Michael here, Michelle here said, I screeched when I saw the ghost. Uh, my wife said, I didn't see a ghost in that picture. What were you talking about, ghost? Were you just messing with people saying there's a ghost in there? Um, and she's not watched Rebels yet. We hadn't got that far into it. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, looking... Look, it's like I told someone, I refuse to get excited, I refuse to get excited, I refuse to, But I can't help it because it just looks that that great. So um, let's see what the person uh, done. Uh, no, not yet but doing a show the whole night anyway so whenever you're available this is the segment we call steve text a friend uh while his wife dries her hair in the background because the door to the office is not shut and the dog is directly behind the chair fantastic uh so whenever you're available um and let's see, where else are we now? What's going on over here on ESPN? Commercial. There is a commercial taking place right now. Um, is my Skype up? Now let's see when 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 is Shaz going to be available? Because I know we've talked to Shaz. Um, when will you be available? And I've got to find his drop. Got to find the Shaz drop. Shaz Bazaar. Okay. Now, in truth, there's been a lot of things I wanted to talk about on Geek Out Loud for a while now, and I figured while we're watching the Jets and the Patriots play, uh, we can talk about some of those things. We're going to divert from Star Wars a little bit, and um, and, uh, and 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 talk about some things that I've been kind of have been kind of on the plate that I've wanted to talk about for a while. Uh, so we're just going to cover the gamut. And, you know, I mentioned earlier that back in 2007 leading into 2008 when when uh 
when we started Geek Out Loud, some of the things that were on the, it's amazing to look back then and, and consider what was on the horizon uh, going into 2008. Um, we were we were facing the beginning of something really special in the release of Iron Man. And, um, and I don't think any of us realized just how special. I remember, you know, kind of looking back at... Uh, or, or, or looking at, at different things that were coming out about it was Iron Man and it was um, and it was the Dark Knight that were both coming out that year as well as the Incredible Hulk. But Iron Man was the unknown quantity. You know, we'd had the Ang Lee Hulk film, um, which was not super well received, and people still don't really care for it too much. Um, we we'd had that film and we'd. We we were we loved Batman Begins in 2005, and so we were really looking forward to the Dark Knight. And there was this buildup that was going on, and they'd showed like you know footage at Comic Con. They didn't show anything for Dark Knight at San Diego Comic Con, and um, and so we uh, you know we we thought, well, was Dark Knight ready to go? And then they went to Chicago Comic Con or Wizard World Chicago and had their big presentation there. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. And and it was this cool kind of Marvel versus DC thing before all of the animosity about the DCEU and, you know, Marvel Studios and everything with fans, not between the actual two studios, but with fans. Um, and it was just a really neat time to be prepping and everything. But now for people my age... Um, there is this truth that we are um, geared toward certain concepts to go along with our superhero movies. And one of those things is a distinct superhero theme uh, for, for our main character. And, and really the reason for that is because of this thing. So Superman in 1978, John Williams gives us literally the perfect superhero theme. It's it's quite frankly a Superman theme that has never been topped in any subsequent version of the character. It doesn't get better than this. And so, oh, that was quick. <laughs> And, you know, and, and before that, you know, we had like your Super Friends theme, which you heard at the beginning of this, a version of it at the beginning of this show. And and we had, you know, um, we had the 66, no, 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 Batman, you know, stuff. And then Danny Elfman comes along with the 89 Batman score and once again sets up really a definitive theme for The Dark Knight. It, it's, a, it's a theme that... Even with Hans Zimmer's work that he did with the trilogy of Dark Knight movies by Christopher Nolan, he didn't quite top this theme.
course, this was all over the opening credits and everything, and then it just kicks in. You know, and and so then as you roll on through the through the years, and and we get a few more superhero movies here and there, um, we we get into the the two thousands, and and really, you know, there wasn't as as we got X Men. X Men had a theme, but it really John Ottman made it sound a little bit to me. I always it always kind of evoked the same kind of tonal sounds as the X-Men cartoon series. And um, and then you had the Spider-Man movies come out, the, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. And I remember watching that, and I'm like, did he just rip off his, his Batman theme for Spider-Man, you know? Not really. I mean, obviously, there's he's using some high strings and stuff like that, rather than the, you know, rather than like the basses. The cellos and everything. Um, and this sounds creepy crawly, right? Like, you know, you kind of get the... But it's so rhythmic. Now it's kicking in. remember sitting in the theater and I love Spider-Man. I love the 2002 Spider-Man, don't get me wrong, but I remember sitting in the theater um watching that thing and just thinking to myself, "Wow, this really sounds like or listening to the, you know, as the intro was coming on. Wow, really sounds a lot like Batman theme. Really, I mean, you know, I, I really felt like that that Elfman and I look, I'm I couldn't compose it. So understand that I'm completely an outsider looking at this thing, being all, wow, he couldn't do better than that. Guys, Danny Elfman couldn't do better than that? Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman, you can't do a better Spider-Man theme than that? You can do better than Spider-Man than that, Danny Elfman. Um, so, you know, but I really did feel like it, it, it evoked the, the same kind of feel as the Batman theme. And it never really stuck to me as, as a good Spider-Man theme. And that's just me personally. There may, I, and I know there are people out there who love it, and, and that's fine. I'm just saying personally... But I feel like that one of the things that we begin to feel like as fans, because, again, you go back to that original Superman thing by John Williams, not the original Superman thing, but the Superman thing by John Williams from 1978, it just doesn't get better than that. Even John Ottman and Brian Singer, when they did Superman Returns, they didn't want to lean so heavy on John Williams' material, but they realized when they were making that movie how good it all fit. And so they they ended up relying very heavily on it. Um and I think, well, I thought it went very well what they did. I'm a, I'm one of those strange people that like Superman Returns, um, and so when Iron Man comes out, you know, it it really was a different animal all the way around. Like it was it was a different thing than anything else we'd had from a superhero movie to that point. The, the, it just felt when you. Up until that point, outside, like Superman had been the most earnest adaptation of uh, a superhero yet until the Batman begins. 
Batman Begins seemed to kick in a track where it's like because here, but, but they still tried to ground it so much in reality. Um, I guess so that you'd believe the microwave emitter thing at the end of Batman Begins. Don't forget that if if it's going to blow up the if the microwave emitter is going to blow up the pipelines um, through the city, it's going to boil the water in your body as well. Um, and so you know it, it, but they did the same thing in the Dark Knight. You know you have this this kind of over the top sci fi comic booky thing. Uh, in the Dark Knight, it was the the sonar sonar the sonar with the um with the cell phones and everything. Uh, you, you, but he said everything else so much in reality that you just go ahead and accept all that stuff. Um, with Iron Man, it was a great dose of feeling real world, but also going ahead and leaning heavily into the whimsy and the fun of the superhero genre. And, and, and there was no one better than Robert Downey Jr. to play that role. I mean, look, what can, there's nothing that I can say particularly about Iron Man, the movie, it hasn't already been said. But one of the things that I think a lot of people came away a little bit disappointed with was the apparent lack of just a, a theme, a humble theme. The, the the most popular track to come off of the score, and this is the main score that was released. I know there's been some extended scores that somehow people have out there that, I don't know if they were like submitted for awards or whatever the case may be, and they leaked somehow. Um, but this is just the, the original score by Ramin Jawadi. Um, and, uh, and, and, and this is kind of the most, this was the most popular of the pieces off of that. It's called Driving with the Top Down. So because it's Iron Man, you've got that heavy metal feel with it, of course. And you know, it's cool and everything. You know, it's got a very electronic feel to it. Um, not just with the guitars, but you hear a lot of the synthesizer stuff in the background as well. Stuff like that, you know, kind of synth-sounding music. And the driving with the top down is because of what he tells Rhodey on the phone. You know, I was driving with the top down. And why are you out of breath? Because I was running. I thought you were driving... And you kind of hear the tune going. So there you have kind of the the tune that comes in there, but again, like you know, the the thought was there's not a lot of uh, uh, theme to this thing. But then I got to actually listening to the soundtrack in earnest because I wanted to do a series of episodes of the show where I just kind of walk through 
the different scores of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because there's some great music uh, in every single one of the movies. Uh, well, in the ones that I'm the most familiar with, there's some great music in there. And um, and so, you know, I thought it'd be fun, kind of a fun thing to do and give you content to talk about and everything. So I started really kind of listening to uh, the score a little bit more intently and, and that sort of thing. Um, and and that's when I was I had it just kind of going. I was doing some work and I had it going in my ear. And this track comes up. It's it's track seven on the CD, and it's vacations over. This is when Tony gets back from you know being a hostage or what have you. By the way, kickoff is about to begin in the uh, Patriots versus Jets game. We are still awaiting the dropping of the Star Wars trailer. This music swells up as they're finding him, as he's landing back on the on the uh, on the tarmac back in America, and you know he walks out and he Pepper. He's like, "No tears, you know, tears for your long lost boss." She's like, "Tears of joy. I hate job hunting." And he says, "Well, vacation's over, you know." And and as I heard that piece swell up like that, I'm like, "Wait a minute, that sounds like the whole driving with the top down." See, I was so casually listening to this and just kind of taking one or two um one or two pieces of music from the score that I neglected to really pay attention to the fact that Jawadi actually did use these motifs and everything throughout this uh throughout the soundtrack and 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 it and look that's a wonderful piece of music I love that piece of music when it swells up like that and it just kind of continues on you know and it You can hear the motif being used as a almost well, very sentimentally. Like there's a sentimentality that's going on here as Pepper and Tony are reunited, and Happy is reunited with Tony, and he, you know, goes to get a burger basically. Um, and it's and it's like, wow, this is really good stuff. Now I can't, I'm I can't David Collins this thing. I don't have the musical knowledge to to really break it down you know on his level and um but i can say that like this is the track that made me really begin to appreciate this the first of the scores of uh of the marvel cinematic universe you see so um and 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 then as you move through you know there's some other things like there is a track here called iron man which is almost a concert sweet version of um of of the driving with the top down but this is kind of him building up heading to he's finding out about gomira and what's going on in gomira and and now he's he's really suiting up as iron man for the first time sorry for the popping and stuff i've got some some loose connections i'm gonna have to fix up See, it starts out really just, if you remember in the movie, he's watching kind of what's going on on the news. He's heard about it from the uh, from the lady at the thing. He's been betrayed by um, Jeff Bridges. And so, 
you know, he's found out, you know, because she's getting in his face about Gomira. He goes out and he finds out what's going on with with his company. You know, they've been dealing behind the under the table, and so now he's back home and he's fiddling with his glove and he's just had enough. And uh, and so he's going to go. So this is all the kind of the build up to that. Probably should have done the Mark II track before I did this, but that's fine. That's fine. But there's a lot of this type stuff in this thing. And of course, now this is, you know, what was going on early, mid 2000s, right into the around this time with movie scores, just kind of this more sound than tune that was taking place. And so when you have a track named Iron Man, you're like, what is going on here? But then you begin to listen and remember what's going on in the movie. And you're like, okay, this is working. You know, this is building up to something. I may be completely wrong. Here we go. And so see, now we're getting into the suit. Now everything's starting. He, you know, he stepped onto the plate. He's... The, the arms are coming up and screwing everything on. Yeah, you see? You see the build up there? Like, it's really a great, even though it's just a lot of tones, it seems like, you know, and not a lot of tune, Jawadi does build to the tune. You know, and listen, here's the build up is just great. And it's got that guitar that comes in. And we've heard this similar motif in Driving with the Top Down. I am Iron Man. I am Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. I try to sing, try to make up words, but it doesn't work. And so... You know, this builds up to the Golmira stuff that goes on. Which ultimately, really, driving with the top down is the crescendo of all that. Because driving with the top down actually happens after Golmira. So then, boom, you roll into the next track, which is Golmira. If I didn't hit the wrong thing, I did hit the wrong thing. Sorry, hold on. See, it just continues because now we're into the action. We're into we're into the stuff now, you know, with, with the Iron Man. And so you kind of see, like you can really see Jawadi's vision for what he was doing with the score. I mean, it makes sense. As I said, you've got the kind of the heavy metal feel to what's going on. You have that feel of of the electric guitar. You have that electronic feel. You have all of this stuff going on as uh, as 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 the action on screen is happening. And so the score really does complement. It does what it's supposed to do. It complements the action on the screen. 
And but if you listen to it enough times, you begin to really appreciate, as I said, some of the motifs and stuff that carry over. Um, like when Tony's back and and he's trying to get out of the suit, and Pepper walks in and she says, "Are those bullet holes?" And that's what we have here. Are those bullet holes? And and again, that's that. This is a this this is really a product of its time. It's that tonal stuff that goes on more than the tune stuff, but then the tune begins to come in. The melody begins to to come in as well. The score is zero zero still. Eight minutes and 47 seconds left to go in the first. The Patriots versus Jets on Monday Night Football. This is the build-up to... You're listening to the build-up to the final Star Wars enumerated movie trailer here on Geek Out Loud. Episode number 250. Brought to you by your friends at patreon.com slash geekoutloud. Are those bullet holes? So from there, the score gets into more of the stuff in the end with the Section 16, the Ironmonger track, which is actually pretty good. Like, it is as menacing as you want it to be for as big as the suit that Obadiah Stane now had when he tried to mimic what Tony had done um, or improve upon what he thought Tony had done with this huge Ironmonger suit. The first thing you get is, like, when they're walking through the dark just before the Ironmonger shows up, and so you've got this kind of sense of trepidation and fear going on but then it gets really big and nasty does this part of the score and again i'm sorry for the pops and stuff I... those violins work up like that you know it's horror movie time I tell you what that stuff's popping like we got water in the line See now it's intense. Now the battle's going, and he's and he's coming on. So, uh, yeah. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. Um, we are going to uh, we're we're going to pause this conversation because it is now time to uh, go live with the Star Wars report. And um, so we'll put a pin in this conversation for right now. Remember Ironmonger, and then um, and then we'll uh, we'll come back once once we welcome the Star Wars report to the geek out loud. Now, listen, I'm about to take over. 
So I don't know who's going to be with me on this call, uh, but we're about to take over on on the uh, on the Star Wars report. So I hope everyone's ready for this. Y'all ready for this? I think what's happening is is I'm getting a lot of crossover signal because there's a lot of wires tucked on wires right now in my setup, and I think I may be getting some crossover signal, and that's where the popping's coming from. Um, Stuffy's not here to tell me any different, so I'm going to assume I'm right on that end. And um, and I expected uh, Riley to have already called at this point. He said, are you ready? And I said, yes, sir. And there's no call from Riley yet. So um, so that Ironmonger, it, it really builds up, and it just gets bigger and bigger and more and more threatening as you go with that track. Just like, see what I did there? How I just rolled right back into the music, rolled right back into what I was doing. Um, here we go. And we welcome and, you, and we welcome to Geek Out Loud, <laughs> Riley Blanton and Scott Rifen, Lord Scott Rifen. Rifen, how Where's much? My theme? How much I longer? Uh, your theme, Scott? Yeah. Uh, yes. I'm sorry. Give me give me one moment. I'm so sorry, I, sir. So I can't believe you brought me in and did not believe bring me my theme. Well, I didn't know you were with Riley. Oh. I'm on the couch. <laughs> He's like the Tonight Show. Well, I didn't know you were there. I, like, I'm in the guest chair, and then I move over to the couch with Ed. Scott, how long are you going to be there with Riley? As long as I can possibly be. Oh, gosh. All right, well, come on over to Geek Out Loud instead. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And now, the most listened to man in South Georgia radio, Lord Scott Rifen. That's right. I'm having some sound issues. I think I've got some crossover problems and everything else going on with my... How about that county commission, huh? What a bunch of dopes. Why? Because you requested it, here is my uh, transcript from today's <laughs> opening segment. Friends, I don't really know a lot about this Pastor Robert Jeffries, but I do know Star Wars. <laughs> Speaking of which, apparently on Monday so you, Night... So you read that, didn't you? I did. Apparently on Monday Night Football, they and the promotion of the new trailer, they're talking to some football players about what Star Wars means to them. Yeah, I so, saw that. Yes. Uh, yes. Wow, I, I thought about hitting up Julian Edelman for an episode of my Star Wars story. Wow. Uh, that'd be that'd be pretty amazing. Steve, how's it going, man? It's going well. How are you, Riles? I am doing pretty great. I'm pretty psyched. I haven't been this excited about Star Wars in a while, actually. Really? Like, yeah. Well, you've got other stuff going on, Riley. Let me tell you what you're about to find out in life. Oh, okay. Like, you just went through this, so yeah. You're about to find out. Look, Scott can't talk to you about this stuff. Scott's no. an, uh, Scott. Scott is a veteran at marriage. I'm going to give both you rookies. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to give you the rookie version of marriage. All right, hit me. You're going to find out that you don't care about anything in this world near as much as you care about your wife. And yeah, it's change. and it's going <laughs> to careful now. And it's going to take you a while to kind of find that balance again where you actually want to sit down behind a microphone instead of hang out with your wife. I'm still not there. I'd rather hang out with my wife. I'm looking. She's going to come in here in a minute and just kind of sit while I'm recording. It's going to be just wonderful. So um, so just prepare your heart, buddy. Right? It's it's weird. It's um, I, the, the podcast stuff didn't just died for a while. Yeah. It's, it's a thing that happens. Yeah, yeah, and, but yeah, yeah. It's also, yeah. Well, it's been an interesting like balance too because, um, uh, like, so she and I just started watching Fellowship of the Ring, mm. and she hadn't seen it since she was a kid. So there's been all these, these like 
specific moments and things that we share from the geek side of things, mm-hmm. but it's it's been curated. It's like it's not like a flood of everything, and and then there 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 are the things that we share, and then there are the things that are like. That's, that's too much. Clone Wars. I'm sorry. I love Clone Wars. We're not going to watch all of the Clone Wars. All right. It's not going to happen. Well, are, you, uh, are you guys going to share a locker too? <laughs> <laughs> Did you give her your class ring? All right. Look, no. Yeah. Good lord. Here's, here's no, the th- look, guys. Let me let me tell you how how let me tell you where it is now. Let me tell you where I'm at. Let me let me just give you the future. <laughs> let me give you a vision of the future Scott, tomorrow from Timothy Zahn. Scott Haley's <laughs> listening now. Okay. Good. Tonight we are sitting here and in the living room, and my wife says to me for about the upteenth time in the last two weeks, you know, I really would like us to move to a smaller house. Mm. And I said to her, I said, wait a minute, when we bought this house, we agreed this was the house we were going to die in. Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah, but that was 11 years ago. Things have changed. <laughs> and, and, and I said, wait a minute. 24 years ago, you said I was the guy you were going to die with. Has that changed? Mm, that's true. So, that's a great point. You, things that you thought were forever are suddenly not forever anymore. So, <laughs> nice. That's all I'm saying. Nice. Well, anyway... Yeah, no. I- any, to, to catch everyone up, I, in fact, as I opened up my show, I was mm-hmm. talking about that this month, uh, Geek Out Loud literally turns 12 years old this month. October 2007 was when the first episode of Geek Out Loud was released. And in 12 years' time, there have been so many things happen with just the listening audience. We talked about, you know, we've, we've lost people. You know, there have been people who've passed away that were, you know, just devoted listeners to... To geek out loud, and and but they've also had just a lot of great things happen. There's a lawyer that listens to me now. I didn't know that. I'd have been like, "Hey, man, I need some legal advice. Why is Scott Rifen trying to stiff me on you know my ratings or whatever the case may be?" Um, so, uh, but you know, Riley, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what those nice people said about you, by the way. Today. Oh, come on, uh, <laughs> Riley, um, Riley, ladies and gentlemen, is engaged to be wed. Engaged. It's true. Do you do you guys have a date yet, Riles? Uh, we do actually. I haven't announced it yet, but why not? <laughs> oh no! I mean, I don't want you to have to announce it now. No, we're looking at spring. We're looking at spring. Yeah. Mm. Oh, great! December twentieth. That's like December twentieth. Yeah, the yeah. day after episode nine, because everything <laughs> start, else will be over. I did then. start fielding what kind of like little small Star Wars references because I don't want to do anything gaudy, but I, like little geek references I can sneak in. There have been there have been some ideas have been planted. The biggest one so far is if I can uh, like sneak in like a Star Wars music uh, right after the wedding dismisses as everybody's walking out like the throne room. I was going to say I just do the throne it. room. Yeah, the throne room is yeah. nice and big and and good. That'd be a good one. That's that's kind of the leading one. I think that's the that's the most I can get away with. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty mm-hmm. excited that one. Well, have your mm-hmm. what you need to do is equip your your groomsmen with lightsabers. Ooh. Well, there we go. And so, and then they can kind of hold them aloft as you leave from the reception or what have you. That's true because we're not he, doing we are not doing a military wedding, uh, even though we're oh. military. So we, but we can do um, we could like Star Wars it up and just do the lightsaber arch. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Tip, tip. Mm, yes. Gro- groom's cake. Remember, the groom's cake has to be a ugly and b probably chocolatey. Hmm. Um, my groom, one of the few Star Wars touches I got to have in my wedding was a, uh, actually a Sea Island chef made a, uh, 
a Star Wars cake as the groom cake, and it was a it was Darth Vader from the cover of Steve Sansweet's uh, from concept to screen to collectible book. Mm-hmm. Nice, and ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Scott Riven letting that geek flag hey. fly here tonight. So glad to have him here. I've got to now Google that book. What? <laughs> I don't know that book cover off the top of my head. Steve Sansweet. No, it's basically no. from it's basically a stylized version of the Kenner Bader case. Hmm. What's it yeah. called now, Steve Sansweet? From concept to screen to collectible. From concept to screen to collectible. Oh, <laughs> hey, I'm a great Googler. Hush your mouth. Did he do? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know this. I know uh, this book. Now, did he do it in that style, like with the gold and the black? He did it in the two-tone, but it was more of a chocolate and less chocolate. That's mm. a really cool thing. Do you have pictures yeah, of that? I do. I bet they're in your storage room, in your storage building. Uh, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't love my storage unit? Well, when I saw the weight of a thousand suns balanced on a Star Destroyer play set, it broke my heart a little bit. <laughs> Mm. It's better. It has gotten much better. Oh, great. Oh, okay. well, we just got we'll a cameo. Just got a little cameo. Hi, Savannah. Oh, I was brought. Oh, hang on. What do I have? Ooh, a cookie. Savannah. Podcasting is so much better now. <laughs> oh, thanks. So anyway, uh, about uh, getting engaged in Star Wars, it's it's pretty great. It's like there's this whole thing at Dragon Con where people got mad because I was on a panel and I'm also in the military. Um, yeah. And, and like and you're white. normally. I know, right? I mean, normally, I, that, I would have let that kind of stuff bother that like people were weirdly protesting the panel I was on. Mm-hmm. And I, it's just like, whatever. I don't care about any of this stuff. Anymore. I can't believe we let that military guy be white on a panel. What's uh, wrong with well, us? Now, hey, calm down. What They they didn't like... Is it because they were anti-military they didn't like you on the panel, Riley? They, they somehow, that was one of the prevailing reasons, but hey. They somehow thought that he was going to justify the Empire... And their behavior. Yeah, that was it. Meanwhile, Riley's leading the charge that children shouldn't dress up as stormtroopers. Uh, No, no, that's Uh, not. That's not me. That's. uh, That's not me either. (laughs) Hey, before you guys came on, I was talking about the Iron Man score from two thousand eight. By my Ajin Majran Rami Dum. Yeah, Ramin Jawadi. Yeah, yeah, the the Game of Thrones composer. He's great. Yeah, he he did the original Iron Man score and. I've been listening to it a lot lately because I kind of wanted to do a series of shows about the uh, the music from the MCU. Now I can't Dave Collins it because I don't have that you know uh, uh, knowledge. But, Only Dave Collins can truly Dave Collins it. But as I listen to this score, you know more and more to kind of get my mind right for to actually talk about it, it's a really good score, guys. It's not like it's not Superman level, but it's mm-hmm. it's good. It really is a, a good score. It's very much that mid two thousands, mid early two thousands, you know, mid alts kind of a lot of tonal stuff, you know, a lot of noise, yes. you know, before more than metal melody. Um, Zimmer esque, yeah, yeah, percussive, very, yeah, percussive and tonal. A lot yeah. of that Marvel stuff was, um, especially the scores, has been criticized for not being kind of theatrical enough and being kind of uh, I, not as big, I guess, as as some older I, superhero scores. I criticize a lot of it for not being melodic enough. Yeah. But I, I think that's just, I, that's film score in general these days mm-hmm. to me. And that's also a lot of the earlier stuff. Now, Craig Armstrong has a great, the Incredible Hulk score gets overlooked a lot. Craig yeah. Armstrong did a really good job. He gave the Hulk a theme and everything. 
Um, but you are a shill for Hulk. Too, I am a shill. That's okay. Yeah, I'm a shill for Hulk, but still. I mean, you know, I'm just cards on the table. That's all. And and I think and but then you've got Patrick Doyle's Thor uh, score that was really good. And yes. and and it. Yeah. I mean, the Asgard stuff felt wonderful with that. And, and then of course when Sylvester comes in with that Captain America score for the first Captain Sylvester America movie is a rock god. You know, yeah. it was just it was. Um, it was wonderful. I mean, like you know, that was we got a very hummable theme from him, and uh, and then of course the Avengers stuff that you know that went through Sylvester, then it went to Elfman and Tyler, and then back to Sylvester. But um, you know, you had some you had some things in there where in that especially in that phase two, they were really trying to kind of stick with a single composer, uh, and and they 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 handed the ball to Tyler Brian Tyler a lot, and he yeah. and he yeah. was doing a lot of stuff around that time. He'd done Watchmen. And uh, and there were some other things he was doing at the time, but throughout throughout that that phase two of the Marvel universe, with the exception of Winter Soldier, Brian Tyler's fingerprints are all over everything that goes yeah, on, including the fanfare, right? In which I liked the fanfare, the first fanfare. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, no, when no, they the, is the first one you count that as ba 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 ba. Yeah, I mean, it was just a nice yeah. little thing, you know, as it comes on, and um, and then but then when they released the newer one. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, well, this the old one was terrible anyway." So why do we even care about that one? You know how people no, do. I like that one. I did too. I, I like them all, but I'm just saying. I was just like, uh, "This was the first. This was the first thing there." When I think of like, um, yes, I don't know why I'm. Boom, 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 boom. Yep, that's what I did. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. <laughs> I think the um the. Sometimes, like with Captain America and, and Thor to a lesser extent, but especially that first Captain America, there were only a few moments. There weren't a lot of moments to really let that main theme live. Like, I feel like, and that's more of an editing thing than a than a score thing. I really right. like the, the work that he did to, for the actual theme. Well, I remember what I have a I have a version. Everyone there? Did I lose somebody? No. Yeah. Um, I have a version of that Captain America score somewhere. That's like a concert version, like a sweet version of the of the Captain America theme, mm. and so it kind of hits Ooh. all the motifs of the score. Um, sweet, by the, sweet, you mean S U I T E? That's right, mm-hmm. exactly. And S W E E T. And and so it it really works. That was one of my disappointments with um, Winter Soldier. I love Winter Soldier. I think Winter Soldier is the mm. best superhero sequel ever. Um, but uh, I was disappointed that they didn't didn't use that. Captain America theme to its fullest. I actually you know what. Oh, sorry. You know what, I was going to say, you know what's funny about that? That uh, that's best secret superhero sequel ever, ever to you. My still my favorite MCU film is that first Captain America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's the first time they really said, "Oh, by the way, you know all this stuff in the uh, in the Marvel universe? It's really there. Mm. You just got to look for it." Oh, here's here's Thor. In the background, you know the the, the right. tree. Yeah, yeah. Here's oh, by the way, here's the original Human Torch. Mm-hmm. Professor Horton is right. around. Yep. Guess what? Here's the Stark Expo. Yep. There's a you know, and all these and, and there's you know the first thing of course that pulls up is that big Hydra logo or Hydra icon on the on the hood ornament. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I just jumped up Hydra. So like <laughs> there, that that movie is still just every every these all these little things that we read about in the comics all these years there's these little hints of oh yeah by the way this is a whole universe and all this stuff's really here yeah you're going to get to see it one day 
Well, and I love the I loved using. Well, I mean, they call it the tesseract, but the cosmic cube, basically. Yes. Uh, yes. You know yeah. that being that being what the Red Skull is after, because you know one of the earliest stories I remember of Captain America is the Red Skull with the uh, with with the cosmic cube, and he basically the way I remember the way that story ends is he basically. Um, somehow gives himself like this golden armor or whatever and ends up at the bottom of a river because of it, you know, like it's the be careful what you wish for thing with the, with the cosmic cube. And, um, and so I just thought it was so great, such a cool way of just little things like that, that, you know, most people just don't even think about my little geek brain was like, this is so neat. Yes. So absolutely. I agree with you. I I think they did a really good job with that movie of, of those little bitty drops that, you know, aren't necessarily even Easter eggs. They're just kind of, no. Things that are connective tissue for the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. And it's just kind of, oh, by the way, this is here. Yep. It yep. really exists. We're not making a big deal out of this, but it's there. And uh, I walked out of that movie, and I got to tell you, I was I was floating uh, for two reasons. One, it was the first place I'd ever seen a Coke freestyle machine. But also, <laughs> wow. because... <laughs> Because that was before all the flavors got mixed together, and you can't even get a decent glass of water out of one of them. Oh, now. come on! No, you just look. Just run the water for a second. And I then know. It's cleansed. I know. It's purified. Hey, um, by the way, I Rogue Comics had a question earlier that I thought was interesting, and I was gonna. Oh no! Just mentioned oh. about Wedge being back. <laughs> oh, we haven't really talked about. That. Yeah, they're they're bringing him back to kill him off. All right, next, <laughs> and we're good, and. <laughs> and they're bringing back Lando to kill him off. Well, you- listen, it's it's closing out the Skywalkers. It's it's really it's got to reference all the films. So uh, mm. I'm saying Captain Panaka is back. Panaka, you <laughs> you of course she. He's just gonna stand there. They're the big offensive at the end. He's gonna just go. This is a battle. I do not think that we can win. And then and then and then and then, and then, uh, then Rick O'Lee will be like that little droid did it. And then he'll be like, we're setting up. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. So, yeah, but no. Remember, remember. Uh, at Garrison was saying something. Chief Man was saying something to me about this this morning. Uh, about he said uh, he'd read that JJ had actually been consulting some of George Lucas's original notes on Return of the Jedi mm. before this whole thing started yeah. up. Hmm. That's the first time I heard it. If that's the case, uh, G Man's usually pretty good on his sources. Yeah. Um, if that's the case, then you know the, the original plan was to kill Lando. Mm-hmm. Blow him up in Death oh, Star. Oh yeah, too? to blow him up in the Death Star. Yeah, they don't make it out. But then you'd have to. But then with that, they would have blown up the uh, the the Millennium Falcon. No one wanted that. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I remember going well, what about into now. I, no, I remember going in the Force Awakens. This is what I said going in the Force Awakens. If they kill yeah. Han, I understand that's fine. He Han, Harrison Ford always wanted to die. It's going to break my heart to see Luke or Leia die. But if it happens, I get it. But if they blow up the Millennium Falcon, I'm going to be ticked off. You know, they might. I, uh, they better not, Scott. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Listen. But if they do, it's going to it's going to elicit a huge emotional response from you. <laughs> it's not going to be the emotional response they want. <laughs> it's going to be the people are booing Roman Reigns. Where are my wrestling fans at? Where are they at? Ah. Um, and so. Not here. Yeah, so uh so yeah, hoping for a CO Bibble appearance. It's unthinkable. <laughs> it's unthinkable. I mean Jay, because before we jumped on the call, Steve, we were talking about like what elements of the prequels would, would might come full circle. Um whereas, you know, if it's a full circle kind of film that brings in all the story elements, obviously Palpatine's sort of the go to thread through the prequels and then 
uh, obviously the, the original trilogy, but I wonder the, the, you know, of course the Hayden Christensen things come out. I, what are you thinking as far as what elements JJ Abrams needs to bring in to kind of make this a final chapter or at least, or is that all marketing? I, I sincerely think that JJ Abrams has before him a, a, a more daunting task than he had with the force awakens. Mm. Um, you know, The Force Awakens, we, we were primed, we were ready for the return of Star Wars films, you know, the enumerated Star Wars films. There was excitement in the air over the Disney buyout. There was all this stuff. And, Riley, we were there together for yeah. The Force Awakens. And and you recall, you know, sitting in that theater, sitting in Alamo Draft House when it was all over. Yeah. You know, everyone looked at me, and what do you think? And I said, and once you went back and got your jacket and found out everything was okay, and we were able to talk about it... Um, you know, it was like you the the you're the, the, you were the first people I said this to. You said, "What did you think?" And I said, "What do you think?" And you said, "Well, I really liked it." I'm like, "I'm glad you did," mm, um, yeah. because I had to process what I'd seen. There was just something that didn't quite do it for me, and I don't know if it was the melancholy of seeing Han Solo die. I don't know if it was Wait, Han Solo died. Yes, that's right. Um, oh. I don't I don't really know what it was that. That caused it. I, it took me a few times of really seeing it and processing, and be like, "Okay, I like this. Now let's move forward." Um, and so, but, but but I think that that uh, that the pump was primed for people to like the Force Awakens, and I'm unfortunately, you know, and I said to my audience, you know, before you guys were coming, you know, you talk about me before I came on the line, before you came on the line, Riley. <laughs> Um, you know, I said that, you know, tonight as we wait for this trailer is not a real, you know, we're not going to hate on the last Jedi or anything like that. But the truth is, um, that that was such a divisive movie to fandom that what the, the task before JJ to go back to your original question to bring everything full circle, he's got a very daunting task and not just for people to like, but I think that the story elements were a little bit messed up. And and Abrams probably wishes he'd have just kind of done the whole trilogy, you know. But 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 let's also throw in you talk about this being a tougher task. Remember, JJ Abrams has a history of opening the box but not really closing the box. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, I'm talking about Lost. Yeah. Uh, you talk about he thought he was going to open the box here in the trilogy and walk away. Uh, did you ever see Mission Impossible Three? Yeah, that he wrote loved and directed. It. Loved it. Yeah, great movie. But at the end, they never really said what they were even after. That's true. Yeah, it was a they great. Never, yeah, the rabbit's foot. Yeah, the rabbit's. What is it? Well, maybe one day I'll tell you. What? Yeah, yeah. I've been waiting two hours. So JJ has a history of not being able to answer the questions. And the only thing we want this movie to do is answer the questions. (laughs) So uh, you're right, Steve. It is tough for a lot of reasons. But that to me is the biggest of all. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I don't disagree with you there, I think. And, and, And like I say, I don't think it's a matter of just wanting the right fan reaction. I think it's a... This is a mythology that has to be wrapped up. This is a mythology that has to... You know, this is the modern mythology, um, and and it was introduced, you know, some forty years ago to us all, and and it became a touchstone in popular mm. culture and culture, um, yeah. you know, and and so to say we're going to put the end cap on this story, and I know there are many other stories to be told, but no one expects the Mandalorian the Spanish Inquisition. Right. Well, no, no one. Ex- oh, sorry. No, I never, I never saw that one coming. No one expects the Mandalorian <laughs> to be the 
to be the mythology, you know, the myth building, myth yeah. expanding, you know, myth moving forward vehicle. Nor did they have Rogue One or Solo. Those were those were basically movies. Everything else is a side story. It really is. And but here yeah. is the the mythology, the ultimate hero's journey, the all this stuff that comes together now in in Episode Nine. That you know, yeah. I, not only do questions have to be answered, Scott, but I feel like there has to be. You've got to have an ending that's at least happy as you know half as happy as Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and totally. You know, and and we can't be leaving on a cliffhanger. So no, well, no, no. He's got to wrap it all up. Yeah, I um, mean he he's got a he's got a tougher job when you think about it than Lucas did with uh, Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. which was tough because he had, he had a lot of stuff out there hanging. A lot of it he just let walk away. That's true. And that you you know what? And if and if JJ does that with some minor things, I'm okay with that. I think you know, I don't have to have the bio, the biography of Sifo Dyas and everything to kind of no, fully understand I really what went needed, on. No, no, Sifo Dyas. Do what's that? <laughs> I know, but I really needed to know Sifo Dyas. I would have liked to, to drive me nuts. I would have liked to got it known him, but I knew enough about the plan, you know, and, mm-hmm. and what Dooku had done and what the Emperor had done and in Sifo Dyas's name. And um and so yeah, I, I think that, you know, that there are some things that we don't I, I'm fine if we never know where Snoke came from. You know, mm. Snoke is yeah. Snoke. Yeah, I don't think we're going to know a lot about where Snoke came from. And well, the thing is, they were always pretty clear about where Snoke came from. He was always there. He was a politician. He was in the Senate. You know, they they, they were never not clear about Snoke. It's just people wanted it to be something else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's like theories. I I, I pulled up a video. This is way back in the press uh, stuff for The Force Awakens before it come out, and um, someone asked a Q and A about. Uh, is um, Plagueis going to show up? And Daisy Ridley kind of leans forward and says, looks over at Jage and says, is that? And then stops. <laughs> Which, <laughs> course, everyone's like, is it Snow? Yes, she must be Snow. Of course, this is nobody finds out. And two films later, we definitely don't find out. So it's interesting to think of, that's one way to connect him to the larger Star Wars story. Mm. Um, and so I could see J.J. Abrams wanting to go that direction. But I think it's not the most important part. The important part is how Ray fits in with the Skywalker saga and what the heck happens to Luke. Those are like the two, I think. I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Luke Skywalker is dead. Well. <clears throat> <laughs> but he disappeared, which means he's going to retain his identity in the Force. Oh, sure. But I mean, I, did, did you not get the, no. uh, the Allegiance was- comic the other day? <laughs> no, I don't. It's, I don't read Star the, Wars comics. It's the first line of the comic. Luke Skywalker is dead. Long live. Oh <clears throat> no, it doesn't say that. Yeah, but you know what? I I don't know that J.J. Abrams going to find himself beholden to the comics, no matter what the story group says. Yeah, what? or yeah. Um, or the Last Jedi, for that matter. Um, well, you know, it, it's funny though. But you know, Steve was talking a little bit earlier about how uh, Last Jedi might have messed some things up for J.J. Really, when it first came out, one of the reviews I read was somebody said. It's the least consequential of all the Star Wars movies. It's the least, you know, the, the one where the least really happens. And I thought that's crazy because Luke Skywalker dies. I mean, that's not, that's not nothing. And but the more I thought about it, I mean, the pieces really don't get moved that far on the board. Oh, not at all, not and at all. So it, it, I think it would be really easy for JJ to pick up uh, those pieces and put them back where he needs them to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, we already know we're, we're going to get a little bit of something about the Knights of Ren. If nothing else, there'll be. 
maybe standing in Kylo's throne room or something, you know, um, mm. like yeah. like the Emperor's royal guard or some such. But you know, we we know that there's going to be the Sith trooper stuff. They're they're going back to the side of some Death Star that's been blown up and down. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, you know, everyone assumes it's Death Star too, but you know, there's no guarantee that it's not. They're not going to Yavin Four kind of situation. I feel like based on the you know, if J.J. Abrams really wants to carry out the symmetry of storytelling of a George Lucas, it would be indoor they'd be going to. That was the last yeah. place we saw the well, Emperor and stuff. So. Yeah, I agree. And they had kind of a they had a, a Tatooine planet in the first one. Yeah. The salt planet certainly looked very hoffy. Right, right. And so yeah, you go to an Indori or a forest planet. Yeah. An Indori, yeah. Indorian. In- Indorian. Indorian tip yip. Indor- there you go. <laughs> New service now serving at uh, Galaxy's Edge. Mm. Yeah, no, they changed that. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, Now it's just the chicken thing. <laughs> yeah, because people are too stupid to have fun at a amusement park. I said it. Oh, yeah, they changed the names. Yes. Yeah, they sure did. They sure did. Steve, are you, are you, uh, are you looking forward to uh, making it out to Galaxy's Edge? Is that something on your radar? Not really. Um, I just, no, I I want to, you know, but it's not on the radar right now. Like we don't know when we'll be able to go down, but we know, we know we want to at some point. Yeah. Yeah. You're fine. It's in beta. Wait, wait till Rise of the Resistance opens and yeah. Well, you know, and I'm just going to be honest with you. There is a part of me that's like, come on, there's more to Star Wars than the sequel trilogy. So than the um, Andorian tip yip. Um, we want to go. I said it. I'm sorry. I said it's not on the radar yet. We don't know when we'd be going. See, it's already started. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can't. It's inter- this started. is serious stuff. You can't just come in here interrupting things. It's serious. I, I told you. This is real not- life. <laughs> <laughs> I warned you guys all at the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. So I got to figure out what's going on with my sound. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I was just curious because it is. I mean, it's it's great. It's beautifully designed yeah. and stuff. But there's there's a reason uh, that it's gotten mixed reviews. It's just not finished. Right. It's and it's not what they. We're it's going also December thirteenth. Yeah. We're going December thirteenth through fifteenth. Thanks for asking, Riley. Oh, <laughs> I thought you'd already been. That's right. It's not, no, I haven't been. It's uh all right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Rifen, I thought you'd already been down too. Oh, okay. I feel no, better. no. Oh. Mm. No, okay. we're we're waiting until everything's done. Okay. We're going to go for our anniversary trip. Well, there, nice. should, there shouldn't be but about a 10-minute wait in all the rides at that point then. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Getting there. That's snarky. I saw, I saw, a post, I saw you post on Twitter, Scott, the, uh, the comparison, even I think it was a week ago, pretty recently, between the uh, Avatar Flight of Passage and Smuggler's Run. And I think it, it amazes me. Uh, it's like two hours still for Flight of Passage in the middle of the day. We're still under an hour for Smuggler's Run. Yeah. Which, it's a dang shame. Uh, it's a great yeah. ride. I love smuggling. Well, I, I don't think it's yeah. a dang shame. I think it's a great thing that you don't have to go and wait forever in line. That's true. Yeah. You well, know what? what celebrating. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what uh, I think Andrew Lupi was like. Why do you want to wait so long and ride? <laughs> like, I don't want to. I'm just doing a comparison because I know how this goes. New ri- I mean, when the Frozen ride opened, it was four hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the uh, Star Wars ride opens, it's like, eh, 50, 55 minutes, 90 on a bad day. Don't worry about it. So basically, the size comparison of the frozen displays at Walmart to Triple Force Friday. Well, yeah, yeah, very similar. Yes, mm, that's a good point. But yeah. you know what, guys? That's fine. Listen, I yeah. I like Star Wars the most when it was just kind of a when we were still fringe fan, you know, on the I'm fringe kind of, of things. 
I'm okay with that, right? I'm exactly okay with that, Steve. I think I like the idea of we don't have to be the big game in town. Uh, Let's just fly under the radar. Listen, Star Wars Wars will always be a cultural touchstone for for American and worldwide pop culture. It'll always be that way. and and for those of us who are into the minutia, you know, like we will eventually get back to the days when when they do Star Wars Celebration, people aren't waiting all night to get into the panels. Yeah. You know, it'll be like it was several years ago, Riley, when we just kind of walked in at the end of the line into the Mark Hamill panel and just got seats yeah. up in the upper deck, kind of thing. You know, and and you know we'll we'll get back to that again, and 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 it's just a matter of time and and things kind of cooling off. There will be continued content like there was with the Clone Wars, and there'll be more movies, you know, more Star Wars stories, and Mandalorian Season 2, and of course this Kenobi show that's coming up. So we know we're going to get plenty of content, but I don't think that it's going to ever be able to have the same hype that it's had with uh, with, with 7, 8, and 9. Drop the mic and walk away. <laughs> so I love I don't know if I've recently told that story on the podcast. I, I still love that moment in time of, of Star Wars Celebration 2012 in Orlando of just Steve Glosson all day, really, just riffing on the fact that... <coughs> Riley, all weekend. All yeah, weekend. That's true, yeah. <laughs> but it was like, it was amazing. It yeah. was just like, you were right on and you didn't even know. No, was I was just, I was trying to get everyone else hyped up for it. Which, but you which know celebration what? is this? This was which one was it? Celebration six? six? Yeah. Yeah, six. So, okay. I okay. I didn't know you guys. Yet, no, you didn't. Mm-mm. But I was there. Yeah. But I didn't know you guys. Well, they were talking about the closing ceremonies. There's gonna be big announcement, that sort of thing. And the announcement ended up being celebration Europe would be in Germany. <laughs> and, and everybody was like and I was like, really we waited in line well, for this. Everyone was that way. And what we found out just a few months later is Disney had sold. They were doing seven, eight, and nine, and I think that Lucas initially wanted to announce seven, eight, and nine at those closing ceremonies, mm. but didn't but they, have the but, deal stuck. But he didn't have everything in place, yeah, and and decided yeah. not to. And then in the subsequent weeks, went ahead with the Disney thing. In fact, so, uh, if I if I may, Steve, here's a little flashback in time. It's going to be George up on the screen. He's just going to go seven, eight, nine. <laughs> <laughs> save that for posterity <laughs> nice wonderful well well guys i've got to i've got to run and and yes. bring some other people what? in yeah i've got other people coming on geek out loud but thank you guys so much for being on no, geek I, out loud thank wait, you but it's the couch i don't i don't i don't have room on my couch yeah. <laughs> for everyone sorry scott it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, Scott, it's, hang up with Riley and call me back. He's got like Mark and people to call. Yeah, yeah, we got. We'll, we'll make. I will give you. You'll get Scott here in like, you like got... five minutes. He is, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I didn't realize he was done with me already. Star Wars Report. StarWarsReport.com. Riley, tell Bethany I said hello, and I can't wait to meet Savannah. Oh, I'll tell her. I'll, I'll tell both of them. All Thank right, you. we'll see you, man. Right. Talk to you later. Bye, guys. Okay, now let's try to bring old. Uh, Old Dave Jones in and see if he's he's available. I, I'm anxious to talk to Dave about some things here, and uh, and see how he's doing. We've got the old Skype still hasn't allowed us to mute the ring on Skype when Skype's going on. So I apologize that you have to sit through the ringing Skype tone, uh, the Skype ringing tone as it were. I now need to bring back up the football because everything uh, went down for a minute. So uh, where are we at right now? Ten minutes left in the second quarter. Uh, which is about 10 minutes left in the second half. And Dave is not answering. So um, 
we are we're trying to make things happen here. Are you there, buddy? I'm here, man. Hello, Dave Jones. Welcome to Geek Out Loud, my friend. Thanks for having me. Man, I'm so excited to have you. What are you talking about, brother? <laughs> How's it going? It's all right, man. It's, uh, you know, busy, but, um, you know, it's uh, doable, as oh, they say. Indeed. So, hey, let me ask you something. Uh, are you looking forward to this trailer that's coming on tonight or what? Of course I am. Okay. Well, I mean, I that's... didn't know, Dave. I didn't know where you stand. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I am definitely looking forward to it. Um, I think, you know, you and I have talked, and I don't want to go into all that. Well, you I want said to. it. No, I said at the outside, uh, outside of the show, Geek Out Loud two fifty. We're not going to hate on the Last Jedi here. Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, we're going to accentuate the positives. We're going to Paul Heyman this thing. Hey, I like it. So, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's one of those things that. Um, you know, I've kind of made my piece. Yeah, uh, yeah. Especially, you know, I enjoyed Solo so much, and uh, it's one of those things that, uh, to me, and and this is just me, and it's not a popular opinion probably, but uh, to me, it was, you know, my favorite offering that Disney has done. So, of course, being in that mode after Solo and stuff, uh, very excited to to see what's next and see the close of this thing. Um, of course, you know, I, I, any excuse I can have to go back and watch uh, the original six of the saga, of the Lucas saga, I'll take, you know. And uh, adding seven and eight to that and uh, Rogue One and Solo uh, kind of leading up to it. And, of course, Mandalorian uh, coming, too. So a lot of it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan, you know. In, in some ways, I, I absolutely 100% agree with you, Dave. Um, in other ways, I'm, you know... Yeah, sure. Uh, well, I mean, I think I guess. Uh, oh, excuse me. I guess I mean, uh, you know, we used to say this on Mark Out Loud. We'd say, "Oh, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan because there's so much content." That's true. You're right. Yeah. And so you can kind of and and good lord, there's so much wrestling now. But um, as it relates to Star Wars, there's so much different types of Star Wars coming out that. You know, I, I could I could sit back and I could be like, well, this is too much and it's muddy in the waters where I could, you know, pick and choose what I enjoy and enjoy it because um, whether I like it or not, it's going to continue to come. So it's like, you know, take a moment and enjoy it. And um, I have and uh, certain aspects of it. And uh, I even uh, watched uh, Resistance and enjoyed that. So it's 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 what it is. It's it's uh, you know, there's some things that. Obviously, uh, you go, what if, mm-hmm. but you know, that's, that's life, right? Um, that's what all the people say. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? And the, and the people also say, amen. Um, that's right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so well, no, but- I am, I am excited. Um, <clears throat> I, I did want to ask you about, uh, the Knights of Wren. Oh uh, yeah. And, and that's. That's something to me that had my attention from the first time I heard it in episode seven, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And 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 we they showed up in the Force back that Ray had in the Force Awakens. Um, we don't really know anything about them, really, do we? Mm-mm. And I Mm-mm. think they're going to show up in this movie. I mean, at least they've made an action figure of one. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've, that's my understanding too, and maybe we'll know by the end of this evening. But. Uh, uh, rumor 
is that Matt Smith, who played Doctor Who, is going to be one of the Knights of Ren. Oh, so. I, you know, I keep forgetting that Matt Smith is going to be in this movie. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, cool. It's supposed to, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look and see if there's anything. I've got the uh, Ultimate Star Wars book here. There's really nothing about the Knights of Ren in it, so to speak. Maybe under the Kylo thing there'll be, but this was... This actually was printed a while back. I don't. I have the updated one at my work office, and I need to bring in. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't see. I don't know a lot about them, and I haven't been devouring um, the uh, the the expanded material like I used right. to. You know, either because we're getting so much new Star Wars, mm-hmm. and um, and so. Uh, and it's just like when the prequels came out, I kind of, is when I really kind of stopped getting into the novels and everything because like we were getting so, and then the Clone Wars, we were getting so much Star Wars that I was able to pick and choose what I got into. And so I just haven't really read many of the comics. I haven't, um, you know, haven't really delved into a lot of the novels lately and everything. So I don't know what's been put out there about the Knights of Ren. Um, I think it'll be, I think it'll be interesting. I feel like they've been hands off as far as, well, I, comics i mean maybe stuff here or there but nothing yeah but i also think that's because it's a concept that outside of jj abrams um Mm -hmm. it was a little bit forgotten you know because they didn't play a role at all in the last jedi that's not a criticism it's just the fact they it's not like kylo had time to go gather the knights of ren because the last jedi takes place you know on the heels of the force awakens so right you know it's not like kylo be like i'm going to get my knights of ren you know he had to (laughs) He had to, you know, smash his helmet and do his thing. So, right. Um, and and that's one of the things I want to ask you about because this is something I thought about today, Dave. When I knew I was going to get you to come on before I even asked you, I knew that I could get you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I, when I when I thought about when I thought about I wanted you on, I did think, and I should have texted you earlier, and I apologize for not doing so. Um, I, I thought one thing I want to ask you is because we have talked a little bit about the Last Jedi and everything, but you are a just across the board by and large, a sci-fi fan. Mm-hmm. You, you're yeah. a fan of just sci- straight-up science fiction. Yeah, and hard the, science fiction, fantasy science fiction, right. all of it. Yeah, and so, and so we know that Star Wars leans more into the fantasy side of things, the fairy tale mm-hmm. side of things. Um, but The Last Jedi, one of the main story arcs is the whole running from the First Order, getting low on fumes, they can track us across hyperspace thing. To you... If if that were if 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 this were a movie about an evil empire mm-hmm. chasing down a small band of rebels, and this was kind of the plot, you know, of this movie, whether it's a sequel to something else or not, you know, isn't that a pretty good science fiction premise? Oh yeah, okay, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's you know, there's there's been tons of that kind of thing with the evil empire and. Uh, you can look at Dune. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a kind of a hierarchy, uh, different different houses in Dune, and you know, I guess Dune probably leans a little bit more towards kind of Game of Thrones in space type thing. But but uh, I'm talking about just a specific plot of we are running from the bad guys and we're low on fumes. What are we going to yes, do? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that yeah, almost I, feels I like that. Star Trekky in a way. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're the only, you know, that <laughs> that's the thing about Trek is like they're always the only uh, starship in the system that can help. <laughs> <laughs> they're the only one that's anywhere near there. No, number so. one, we have we have escape vessels we're going to use to get down to the surface. I didn't tell you because it was none of your business, number one. 
<laughs> oh, Riker. Hey, are you fired up about that Picard situation? I, I'm very fired up about it. I think it's going to be really good. I'm I'm so excited to see it. I, I mean, you know, I had to have – that was another thing. Like um, when Star Trek Discovery came out and, and – you know, I'm, I'm, I'm complaining to my wife. I'm like, why are they doing a prequel? Why, you know, and she's like, look, this is what they're doing. You got to decide if you're going to be on the, <laughs> you're going to be on board with it. Or you're going to be. So my wife gave me a pep talk and I yeah, realized everything was going to be okay. She did. And she, listen, she loves last Jedi. Mm. She thinks, she thinks it's good. And, and uh, listen, there's parts of it. I, I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah. And you know, if I can, um, if I can focus on this, those aspects going into this part three, then I feel like, you know, maybe, heck, maybe by the time of, of uh, episode nine, I'm going to think, my gosh, what a trilogy. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's hard to see right now because we don't know where they're going. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do think, I do think uh, Last Jedi is a beautifully shot film uh, as far as the look of it. Um, effects and stuff are there I, I just you know there's there's parts of the story that you know i think you know i would have been surprised if if ryan johnson didn't think there would be some kind of you know schism and fandom somewhat with the decisions that were made so i don't you know, i don't think he i don't think he expected such a, a big divide in fandom over it i i didn't you know and 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 I am on the side of of things that you know, as I've said, I I don't really care for some of the decisions made, for right. a lot of the decisions made with the Last Jedi. But I also don't begrudge anyone who enjoyed it. You know, I don't I don't sure. feel like well, you don't get Star Wars. You know, <laughs> I feel like well, you're seeing something I didn't see, and that's good for you. You know, yeah, I, I'm glad that you like it, and and so please keep the banner of Star Wars flying because I'm having a hard time holding the holding the flag right now. Um, I thought some of the environments were really cool. I would have loved to see more of that salt mineral planet. You know, they were on crate. Yeah, crate. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would have loved to seen a bit more of a battle on crate. You know, other yeah. than, you know, I understand that we're like putting them in the worst case scenario. You know, these these ships don't even have guns, much less, or you know, barely able to fly. And so, um, so I, I get it. I understand what was going on. Um, I just it, feel like you know, I, I would have liked a little more. Yeah, and it, it was—it's one of the reasons that I was so surprised when, um, when uh, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on her name right now. Ray? Uh, no, not Ray. Um, Leia. No. Rose. Rose, thank you. Gosh, thank you so much. When Rose stopped Finn from slamming into the, the uh, what was that? That that weapon that we, yeah, they the were big, firing. Yeah, the big doorbuster. And I'm like, well, that's your only hope, and you just stopped him from doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? Well, because it's not about destroying what we hate. It's about saving what we love. Well, you can't save what you love if you don't destroy what you hate first. Well, that's, you know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes what you hate is trying to destroy what you love. And to that's, save what you love, you got to destroy what you hate. That's right. It's I mean, a, listen, it's first, a circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, her. I, I appreciate the sentiment, but, uh, you know, she, yeah. I'm not sure that was the ideal time. to. Rose is just trying to get that kiss. She was, uh, she was. Yeah. That's, all, that's, that's, all I want is your extra time and your ding 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 kiss. That's what Rose was singing. <laughs> I want the first order. So now, are you? Are you? Um, I know you kind of. You were kind of into the aftermath books a little bit. Well, 
Is that correct? Like I'm, I'm talking about like right when they released. Like you, I think you listened to one of them, didn't you? Or I listened to one and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, was there any indication on there? Because I've heard some different things, and I have not um, dove into those because mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh no, it's not Thrawn trilogy." Right. Oh no, you, you were know. that way. I was. Yeah. Nice. Believe it. Yeah. <laughs> My, my only aftermath is Grand Admiral Thrawn. Thank you very and, much. And Jor's Kaboth. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Jorus Kaboth. Yeah. Um, so I, I was definitely like that at first. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, is there any indication in there? Because somebody told me there's some kind of program set up where the Emperor had some kind of way... There was something, some failsafe where he sent part of the Empire to the Outer Rim or something, and um, um, okay, po- yeah, okay, go ahead. Something like that, as I recall, it, Dave. It's really hard for me to recall because I, I did struggle through the second one, especially the first one. I listened to if I'm being if I'm being 100 percent honest, and I don't know if he's listening right now or not. The first one I, I listened to because Erish really was pushing it, and 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 it was getting a lot of bad reviews and everything, and I felt. Like, you know, come on. I, I didn't know. I didn't realize where fandom was going. And so mm-hmm. I kind of stuck my toe into trying to write a good review and trying to take up for my friend, you know, and all this other stuff. And um, and so, yeah, but apparently there was something that was going on in there. And I just don't uh, remember that. I'm not. And now I'm being accused of bashing okay. of bashing uh, Aftermath. And I'm not. But to help answer your question. I, I want to bring in Erish and see if he's if he's available. He may be too mad at me now. I I'm, I wasn't trying to bash aftermath. So, Erish, are you are you with us, Erish? Erish, are you there? Uh, I don't know if I want to join this conversation. Uh oh, ladies and gentlemen, Hi, my brother from another mother. What's up, guys? Erish Chernovice. Oh, I'm getting the turn feedback again or the crackly again. Uh, I'm sorry, wait, let me turn my TV volume. No, it's not you. It's my fault on my end. I've got some bad cables or something going on. So, Erish, listen, I wasn't bad bashing... Dates. I, I wasn't bashing Aftermath. I know. I, I'm kidding around. I was just trying to be honest about it. But Dave asked a serious question. Was it? Was there something about the Emperor's contingency plan or something with doing with the Outer Rim in those in books? The, in the third book... Okay. Yeah, um, a big part of Empire's End was, uh, and, and that's part of the reason that they're on Jakku, is uh, he had uh, he had an observatory there, um, and it was part of uh, part of his overall contingency plan. And mm-hmm. There's stuff in the comics too, and mm-hmm. that has shown up in. Um, that was in the uh, uh, the video game also. Um, it's slipping my the, the Battlefront, Battlefront Two video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got these like red sort of droid things that show up. That like they have a like a screen for a face. And they have his face on it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they yeah. like deliver orders from him. Like his, uh, you know, his I I am dead, and these are my orders. That you must follow, kind of thing. <laughs> so that's an incredible Palpatine you got going there. <laughs> well, yeah, those have shown up in the comics. They've shown up in the video game. They were in Empire. There was one in Empire's End. Um, 
so it'll be curious. To, there was one in Alphabet Squadron, the Alex oh, Freed cool. novel that came out earlier this year. Yeah. Um, so it'll be curious to see if that, if those play into Rise of Skywalker at all, because like if anything, that's really sort of like the Emperor's thing that's been planted through a lot of the canon outside of the movies. And I yeah. just got to preface this right up, right off the bat. I know nothing about episode nine. Wow. Okay. I don't want to know anything about episode nine. I've sworn all my colleagues to secrecy around me. Wonderful. So with five minutes I and 20, 20- I want to know, I don't need to know before the movie comes out. I want to go in like all of you, just being a hundred percent fan of this and like pumped and excited for everything. So with five minutes and 25 seconds left to go with the slaughter, five minutes oh, and 17 no, four now. minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. Well, you're, you're a little ahead of my streaming. So, um, so are you, are, but you're down for the trailer. You're down for trailer. Oh, yeah. Watching. I'm crazy excited for this. Okay, great. Good. I, I got my tickets already for opening night. All right. Round two on Saturday. <laughs> That's the other thing. I'm getting messages. People are already getting tickets and it doesn't seem, uh, from what I can tell so far, it doesn't seem people are having the same issues that they've had in the past with busted sites and that sort of oh, thing. I got my tickets like an hour ago. We, I yeah, got, I, I got word that I we saw have, on Twitter. There was like a bunch of people saying they'd gotten their tickets. So. Yeah. I got yeah, word. Anything like shows are starting to sell out now. Fantastic. I got word earlier that we've gotten our tickets. So we're good to go. Amen. Um, we're going to go with friend John Eddie Lowe uh, over in Atlanta. And uh, he invited my wife and I to come watch with he and his wife, he and his family. So, um, oh, a little date night. Yeah, a little date night. A little double date for Star yeah. Wars. So, and uh, it's, it's going to be Steve's first Star Wars as a married man. Uh, when did Solo come out? Did Solo like come out? Like a year and a half ago. I, uh, yeah, I guess it did come out before we got married, didn't it? Yeah, I think you were engaged. Yeah, we were engaged, I think, maybe. Yeah. But not quite married. So, yeah, it will be our first Star Wars movie in the theater as a married couple. That's Now, huge. does she know that you hate Star Wars? She- <laughs> <laughs> Erish, uh, this is goal episode 250, and we're not hating on anything. Um... <laughs> Yes, we we watched them all. She's watched every single one of the movies thus far. Now, was she a fan before you guys got married? No, or? she thought she'd kind of seen them, and so she just kind of had a peripheral understanding of them. She thought, mm-hmm. and um, and then uh, when we watched through them, she realized she'd not seen but like two of them, four and seven. She said so. Uh, wow. She loved the prequels. She enjoyed the original trilogy. Return of the mm-hmm. Jedi was her favorite of the original trilogy. She liked The Force Awakens. She had the same concerns, some of the same concerns and issues that you hear from a lot of people with mm-hmm. The Last Jedi. Um, and that was unprompted by me. I, I really tried to go in as blank as possible so that she wouldn't be um, tainted with my personal views on it. And yeah. she come out saying, you know, she wasn't really a fan of what they did with Ray, and she thought Ray was more connected into like Luke and everything than she was, and mm-hmm. um, and that she could see. And, and what she said was, I can see where people like you talking about me would have a problem with this movie, and yeah. and so you know, she's she was very kind about it though, and she, and overall she enjoyed it. She loves Ray. She likes Ray, um, the character of Ray and stuff, and I did too in the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I guess I did in in the last year. I don't have I don't have a problem with Ray. I like Ray. Just yeah, fine. I like Ray. Um, so 
Yeah, so she enjoyed it, and so we're she's excited about old episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. Now, are we going to get her trailer reaction tonight? Uh, we can I try. Think the people, I think the people in the chat want that, and, <laughs> and, and the people's Mixoplex want her trailer they, they reaction. They want to hear your wife's. Uh, they want to hear your wife's trailer reaction tonight. Well, if she's not asleep when it airs, maybe we'll try to get that. So, all you in the Mixoplex, so. let them know. On the Mixel Plix and the People's Mix. But also, Erish. Let's get this trending. Also, Erish, <laughs> once this drops, once the trailer drops and we talk about it a little bit, I'm actually going to try to take the Goliverse and invade Rebel Force Radio. Wow. Because they're doing a show later on tonight and they're doing a call in show. So I'm going to try to call in as I'm live on Geek Out Loud. Nice. And, uh, oh, Roth in Wyoming says, I'd much rather hear her reaction than Steve's. All right, Roth. That's that's fine. I actually wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the Mixoplex feels that way, because you hate Star Wars. Oh well, I don't know, Eris. I don't hate Star Wars. I love Star Wars, and I'll be honest with you. Aren't you glad you brought me on? I am so happy I brought you on. Um, as I as we were watching through the saga again, and especially the other night we finished watching Rogue One, and and I love nice. Rogue One. Um. As we were watching through the saga again, and then Triple Force Friday hit, and I bought a couple of Star Wars figures, you know that little that little ember that still burns was just mm-hmm. you know was being fanned. That that flame was being fanned, and I'm just like, I cannot get into this like I was. I, I you know, <laughs> Dave, you saw the old Star Wars room. You know what it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's and that's not necessarily just a Star Wars problem. I think we all, you know, we have to kind of. You know, we have to dial back our, uh, you know, what we expect from it sometimes because, you know, two, three years build up for these things. Then you get in there and it's not exactly what you thought. And it's like, oh, I mean, dude, I had to do that with the Clone Wars because I remember and not the cartoon, but just the idea of what the Clone Wars was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. As a kid, I thought, man, there's going to be like evil Jedi clones running around and and, you know, all this stuff that just. Like, there's no way they could have lived up to any of that. So, you know, you go in, you see what it is. And I had to watch episode two several times. And, and now, honestly, it's one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Hmm. Um, uh, just well, the whole. You're a sucker for a shallow love story. I mean, I, you know, really, <laughs> I like I like uh, I like the investigation that Obi-Wan does. Oh, I mean, yeah, I always yeah. thought that's probably what, you know, that's what Jedi do a lot. Mm hmm. You know, is investigate whatever's going on, these clandestine things that are going on and try to uncover these plots. And, you know, it's kind of this like almost this noir type thing going on with how he tracks uh, Django Django Fett and stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's I think we have to curve our expectations a little bit, you know, in the realm of like we know J.J. knows the universe and. You know he's 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 made a solid film and he's made several solid films in his career, and I feel like you know this is uh, actually in 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 my eyes no one better could have done this and and just just offhand you know I can't think of anyone that I would have wanted in in that chair other than him as far as this trilogy goes mm-hmm. because he knows it so well I mean he was there from the beginning of what we got you know yeah. in many ways it's. It's it's like the Kobayashi Maru. It's almost a no-win situation. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's so much, pre- especially coming into Episode Seven. There is so much pressure on that. Um, and and no matter what you do, 
somebody's going to be upset with something. That's right. You know, it, it, it's almost impossible to put a product out that is going to please everyone. And honestly, this is kind of across the board in any fandom these days. You know, it, it, it's almost impossible to put something out that will please all of the fans. But in particular, just so much pressure coming into that mm-hmm. and to come in and deliver a story that was going to work and that was going to please the original fans. I mean, and you've got so many different generations of fans that all bring their own ideas of what Star Wars is into it. I, I just thought... I thought he did a fantastic job with the Force Awakens. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, look, listen, I I struggled with Force Awakens for a while, but after I watched it several times, I've said this already tonight on the show. I don't need to say it again, but I, you know, I came around and uh-huh. and really learned to enjoy and like the Force Awakens. Um, and they and had I, me at Chewie, we're home. Right. Well, I think they had <laughs> everybody there, and uh-huh. and I think I I'll be honest with you, my reaction, my initial reaction to the Force Awakens was a victim of my own expectations. Uh-huh. And and I did fall prey to my expectations for The Force Awakens. But once I got past those things and understood what it was, I really learned to enjoy it and like it. Um, I, I, I can't say the same for The Last Jedi so far in my life, but uh, it is what it is. And so rather than sit around and kick the dirt and complain about it, now we move forward and we say, here comes... Look, I, I've said it tonight on the show as well, this as well, that this is the last trailer of an enumerated Star Wars film we'll ever get. And and this is kind of a big deal, you know? Yeah, it is. And if this truly is the end of the Skywalker saga, it's a very big deal. And so I don't know outside of George Lucas that there's anyone better than J.J. Abrams because I think he did kind of deftly handle uh, The Force Awakens. I don't think there's anyone Mm -hmm. necessarily better suited than him to do this. So Exactly, yeah. I would have been curious to see what the beard would have done with Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I yeah. think everyone is curious for that. I, I I don't think there's a soul that looks and says, I don't care what George Lucas would have done. You know, um, I, I think there's many of us that are, you know, and, and Eris, we've seen that demand there. I mean, wasn't it Dark Horse? One of the last things they printed were like comic, comic book versions of like rough drafts of the script. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was John Rinsler working with uh, with George Lucas to uh, to take his one of his early scripts and uh, adapt it to the comic. It was interesting. Yeah, I, I, I was glad that wasn't the version that that wound up on <laughs> right. film. Yeah, yeah, understood. Uh, now that this is smart here. They're showing a Doctor Sleep trailer. <laughs> we're like two minutes before, but you know it's just all you and McGregor, so it's right. like getting you excited for Star Wars. Yes, you got you got Obi Wan up there, <laughs> guys. In three weeks, we're getting the first live action Star Wars TV show. I know that's I know. amazing. It's that is amazing, and it looks so good. It looks so. Classic Star Wars. I just, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it looks um, like a western. We're going to have two Star Wars shows going on TV at the same time, leading up to Episode Nine, plus a new video game coming out that looks really cool, mm-hmm. plus comics, novels, like all this stuff. I mean, there is something for everyone who isn't into Star Wars right now. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, for sure there is. 
And and I gotta say, I'm really enjoying the season of Resistance. And I've not, I think they're I, doing some cool stuff on it right now. And and I haven't. If I, I mean honestly, I've not watched a frame of Resistance. I just uh, you know it. Uh, from what I saw, it didn't appeal to me, and I just was like, "Well, I'll let it go." This will be one of those first, you know. This will be one another, one more thing of Star Wars that I just kind of don't get into, like some of the comics and stuff, you know. And so the first season, I was really slow to come around to it, but by the end of the season, it started getting me. And this, the three episodes that we've gotten so far—is it been three episodes? Two or three episodes that we've had so far this season have been really good. And it's yeah. right in there in that po- like the last week's episode, the Colossus, which is the the space station that this group is on, they show up at the base, the resistance base that got destroyed at the beginning of the last Jedi. They show up like right after that battle. Oh wow. And so like you see the aftermath of everything, that big First Order Super Star Destroyer destroyed. They actually have to, they, they, they get into the remnants of that to get fuel for the Colossus from that. Um, but it's just, it's really smart what they're doing with it so far. Yeah, it's good, especially leading up to the to the new movie to have all yeah. that stuff that was happening post Flash Jedi. I, I was like you, I mean, it took a while for the first season, but... Um, there were some one-offs in there that were pretty good as well, and I always loved it when Poe would show up and and uh, and you know help out Kaz and whatnot. And um, I haven't dove into season two yet; they're all on my DVR so far, so I'm gonna watch those pretty soon. But you know, like you said, it's a little bit of something for everybody out there. So we're getting a good look into some of the inner workings of the First Order, also, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool to see that different side of things. Yeah, and and uh, Commander Pyre, I believe, was his name. Uh, he was a gold uh, First Order trooper. I thought yeah. he was awesome. I mean, that was like classic. That's like classic stuff there, and uh, you know, getting a lot of. Uh, I mean, getting a lot of the First Order, like you said, and and some character development on there, and uh, you know, there is some stuff for kids too, and I think that's okay. We have to remember that's okay because for Star Wars to continue, you know. Star yep. Wars has always been for kids. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that that's what's hard for us. It is, you know, absolutely. For, especially us older dudes who have had it in our lives our entire <laughs> lives. But that's right. Every iteration of Star Wars is for kids. Yep. I'm not and, sure about the Mandalorian. Maybe it is though. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, we'll see. Well, we'll we see. speaking of, we'll see. Um, not even uh, that's a terrible segue. That's a terrible segue. By the um, way, I think we're at the two-minute warning right now. This it, should be coming out of the, the break of the two-minute warning in, the, in a minute. Indeed. And we're also in the two-minute warning for adding one more party to this party. Um, let's see if he's ready yet to come on. And uh, we'll have to sing along. Oh, is it, is it DJ Chazzy Shaz? Nope, no wrong song. That gummit. <laughs> Come on, Glosson. Man, I thought you were closing us out. No, like, no. Yes! Shut up. Ladies and gentlemen, 
he he arrives just in time, like any good superhero. Shaz Bazaar. Shaz Bazaar, Shaz Bazaar. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. He's driving Steve crazy. He's driving me crazy. Every time I look around. Every time I look around. <laughs> Just bizarre. Late oh, to the party, man. Sometimes happens. But you know what? You're here, and that's what matters most. So, welcome, Shaz Bazaar. Hello. How are you, buddy? I, uh, I I'm catching up on Resistance talk just just a little bit. Well, yeah, these guys have seen it. I've not seen a a, a frame of it, and uh, you were I've like, seen all of it now. Nice. What do you think? I thought it took a really long time to get anywhere. Uh, maybe the last couple episodes of the first season started being really good, and, and I'm really enjoying this season. Well, maybe, maybe Shaz, I'm going to say something to you that no one said probably ever. Maybe you're a little too mature for the, <laughs> for the resistance. <laughs> no, nah, I still D- like droids. DJ, <laughs> DJ Shazzy Shaz and I seem to be on the same page when it comes to resistance. Mm. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's well, Shaz, I don't like. know if you've ever met Dave Jones. Dave's on the line with us. I'm not. Hey, Dave. Hey, Shaz. How you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Dave Jones, formerly of the Vortex podcast. He's a techno retro dad, is Dave Jones. I am. Uh, I do, and, and I do listen. And so, uh, you know, and you know, Eric, so we're all... Well, acquainted. Haley's actually in the room and she's listening. So uh, maybe we can get her to swing that microphone around at some point and speak. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. The it's a lot. Pixelplex wants her trailer breakdown. The people demand it. So you don't know, put her I don't know. Spot, Steve. I'm just, I'm just hoping that uh, that I'm You're able to have. Yelling at her earlier about this being real life. <laughs> I'm just, it is real life. I'm just hoping I can. <laughs> I don't know what my problem is with this. I think I've burnt my board out, to be honest with you guys. I've got so many things not crossing again. over here and there. So not my computer board, my my mixer oh. board, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this mixer board I actually bought in Texas when we were out in Austin for The Force Awakens. And um, so it's been rolling now pretty steady for four years, almost. Good deal. So a little mixer like this, yeah, it doesn't have a lifespan of that long. So it's 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 done good for me. Thank you. I, I, feel, right, like, I feel like back in the day, like things like that lasted longer. But anyway, we're closing in on f- under fifty seconds now. Well, where we're at is the uh, where I'm at on the streaming is a minute and thirteen. There's a timeout right now, so um, or the clock is stopped rather than a minute thirteen. The the play clock is rolling, so it's not a timeout. We're at thirty nine seconds right now. Okay, so. Willa. I'm having a terrible time trying to get it to play. My wife said 30 okay. minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes. <laughs> hey, she knows football now. That's good. Yeah, she knows football. She's She knows Star Wars and football. She says she's one of us now when it comes to the Star Wars. And she also <laughs> says that she would wield the Force well. Um, and she asked me if I would be a Jedi, and I said, not at all. I'd end up being like Dexter Jedstra. I'd be some diner running... Weird looking hey, alien. Hey, I love Dex. I man. love Dex too, man. That's what I'm saying. I'd I'd be the diner guy that knows everything and knows everybody. I always <laughs> wondered what happened to Dex and what happened to uh, Watto. So, well, Watto, I don't care. Dex, I hope got to live a long, ripe old age in in relative peace, even though he was there in the shadow of the Empire, there on Coruscant. Yeah. Like, 
Either that or I hope he took up arms and led an underground rebellion on the planet somewhere. I'd probably... I'd like to think I'd be something cool like a smuggler, but I'd probably just wind up being like a Gamorrean guard. <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out in a little fur loincloth, holding the big axe. Or be like the uh, the fat bosk that um, found R2 in the space, in, in the debris field that time, and tried to keep him. That's what I'd be. I'd be. Smart enough, I'd be smart enough not to stand on any trap doors, though. Yeah. Well, you'd make a mm. good... Uh, I, it, you're like me, Eric. So we'd make a good meal for an old Rancor down there. I, I feel like I'd be That's like... That's why I wouldn't stand on any trap doors. Indeed. I, I feel like I'd be like the guy that was serving uh, drinks at Mos Eisley, who's just like, we don't want their kind around. <laughs> you know, like I'm no blasters! Like, no blasters! Just yelling at the cloud, anything I could find. You know, just really bad mood all the time. Just Those yelling. podcasters, they're not welcome here. Just yelling at the clouds. Yeah. yeah. Either him or like Uncle Owen. He's just like the most pessimistic person you'd ever seen in your life. I mean, well, he better have that repaired or there'll be hell to pay. It's like, my gosh. Well, my I gosh. guess I guess I'll let him go do that. Yeah. Uh yeah. The um the the what's the guy's name? Werher? Is that how you pronounce his name? Werher. Yeah. yeah. When Luke tugs on his shirt and he just turns around and gives him like this disgusted <laughs> look, like I totally hate my life. What do you want? You know, <laughs> like, what do you want? Get out of here. Uh, I'll have one of those. One yeah. of what? I love it. It's like one of those. One of what? You yeah. stupid kid. <laughs> Go drink. There's some- lots of pipes here. That's right. Yeah. It's I, mean, not- I mean, I feel like he's overworked. I mean, I didn't see anybody else back there helping him. Oh, so. not at all. Yeah. He's definitely overworked and probably underpaid. Oh, what's her face? She doesn't pay. She doesn't pay him what, what he's worth. <laughs> what's her face? That's a character from Rock and Rule. You didn't know that? No. What is uh, what did who was B. Arthur? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Acmina. Acmina. Yeah, I bet she didn't. Nice. She didn't pay well. Yeah. Nice. This is from <laughs> this, this game is such a boring snooze fest. Y'all, I wish you could see my wife's face. Not only because it's beautiful, but because of how confused she looks. <laughs> She's like, "Who? What are y'all talking about? It's the Star Wars holiday special. I haven't shown you that yet. It's one of the greatest things ever made by Star Wars." Yeah, she yeah. loves B. Arthur. And you've learned to love Star Wars, so this seems like it'd be the perfect thing for you. Now, Steve, nope. am I correct that I provided you? Yes, uh, the Christmas yes. Special the copy, you? the copy of the holiday special I have came to me courtesy of one Dave Jones. Uh, commercials awesome, and man. all. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yes. Yeah. I, actually, I, I, I bought know, it at a. I don't know if I'd be thanking him for that. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Listen, the Dave Jones special was a long sought after thing by me. I, I, I never knew anybody else who had seen it, and I had yeah. almost been convinced that it was a dream. Dave Jones yeah, I, has given me many gifts in my lifetime, but the greatest gift he ever gave me was that that burned DVD <laughs> with right, halftime guys with Sharpie scrawled on it. The holiday special, Star Wars holiday special. I've still got 16 seconds left where we're at over here, All so right. I must be way you, behind. You lose me, it's because I've muted you, so I can That's turn fine. the volume all the way up. That's fine. They're they are honoring Lou Palmer, 1935 to 2019, mm. right now on screen. So where are you, Shaz, on your viewing? Dave, do you have ESPN pulled up perchance? I do not. You're I just going to do the smart to... thing and wait for it to hit YouTube. Yeah, that's what I'm planning to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm on some commercial and it doesn't make any sense. It's played the same thing three times. It's I went in there. Be, and... It's going to be meet Joe Black all over again. With as soon as this trail yes. airs, nobody is going to watch the rest of this game. Well, not when it's 24 to nothing going into <laughs> halftime. 
so bad. <laughs> Did you think it would be better than this? I mean, really? No, well, I don't know. I don't being, watch the NFL, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. Being from Atlanta, I'll tell you, I'm used to bad football right now. So, uh, Dave with a Falcons joke. I mean, dude, I'm a Falcons <laughs> fan, but my well, God. You know what? <laughs> I think what I'd like to do, that just I would like to take podcasts and start just commenting on them as they go through the show. Like when Dave just did that Dave with a Falcons joke, you know, and just keep going. What a hit there by Dave. <laughs> tell them about it, Steve, Dave. Go, tell them, Steve, Dave. Yeah. You know what? We, I wish we, Dave, I honestly wish we'd have stolen that name uh, we before, before the tell, actual tell them Steve, Dave guys did, because that, that would have been perfect for us. That would have been great. We'd, we'd have a hit show right now. I know. On YouTube and everything. My wife thinks I should jump into the YouTube sphere. I don't know. I don't know that I have the face for it. I don't you either. Do, no, I don't have a face for it. You have a friendly face. 24 nothing. Goodness. 24 zip zip. Did, did you just tune into that? No, I'm actually uh, I'm trying to watch it live on my phone. I don't know if this is going to work. We but. talk about the rule changes and safety has made the game more. All right. So uh, maybe, my, maybe my poppiness will stop now a little bit while... Once the trailer comes up and we can dissect it and such as, um, so prayer hashtag prayers for Steve's board, everybody. <laughs> hashtag prayers. Also tonight, as we watch this trailer, look for opportunities to call upon our friend Stuffity to make a parody video out of it, <laughs> as we are wont to do. Hey, he's hey. done a couple brilliant ones. He did that Karate Kid one. Okay, wait. I think we're going into it. And it looks like it. We got a little Scott Van Pelt with the uh, logo in the background behind him. Okay. Well, now, Shaz, I mean, uh, Erish, I'm about 30 seconds or so behind you. So once it comes on, I'm going to just take my headset off for a minute. So. Okay, everyone. The moment is upon us. We've done this. All right. Here we go. Okay. Erish is getting it. So that means in 30 seconds, I'll have it around here. And uh, and we'll try to watch it and listen to it. We won't comment on it, and then immediately it'll probably be up on the YouTube, and that's when we'll really start the breaking it all down and uh, and trying to make things happen with it right now. We're still getting uh, ESPN football commentary. I don't know who Scott Van Pelt is, but they're still standing at a desk there um, on the field. Here's Scott Van Pelt. Here's Scott Van Pelt. Susie, thank you. All right, it's time. Oh, this guy looks like Lobot. Are you ready? Would you like me to stop talking so you can see the exclusive, highly anticipated world premiere of the final trailer for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker? Yes. Okay, I can do that. Sit back and enjoy.
What, uh, what are you doing there, 3PO? Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Confronting fear is the destiny of the Jedi. Your destiny. I don't know what I watched. Holy shnikes. (laughs) That was epic. I don't really know what I just watched, but I know that, um, Dave, I've texted Dave Day. I will not get excited. I will not get excited. I will not get excited. (laughs) But I almost choked up watching this thing for some reason, and I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, I'm not Googling myself. I'm trying to get to the Star Wars channel on YouTube right now. Um, So... Here we go. Let's see if it, when it's up nothing's on. Nothing's happening on YouTube right now. Oh, my Atlanta. Um, nothing's happening yet on YouTube. Great. Well, guys, that. Wow. Okay. I uh, watched it. <laughs> I just, Leia at the end saying always. Wow. That was awesome. I got to say, man, the score. I love the use oh of the gosh. Star Wars theme. Love fantastic. That was unbelievable. Loved the use of the Star Wars theme. Um, it was it was absolutely perfect. Yeah. Um, and uh, gee whiz, the uh, you know, there's been some concern. I've had some concern about whether they're going to do the three PO. I still do. Uh, it has not occurred to me that three PO will die. Um, but when he says, "I'm taking one last look at my friends," and my wife loves 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 C three PO. So, how are you feeling right now? Choked up, she says. <laughs> yeah, I'm with her. Erish, <laughs> um, what you got, brother? Guys, I think that's the ghost flying next to Millennium Falcon. Yes. That big group of the fleet. Yes, it is. Yeah. we, we uh, It's at least a ship like the ghost. Um, are we going to see Hera and Jason? I'm, yes. I'm being told it's up. Is that what it's I'm... It's up. Okay, I I don't see it yet. Just click on the Rise of Skywalker whole section, and it'll show up. Uh, I don't understand what I'm clicking on where. Um, if you go to the Star Wars, it, if you just go to StarWars.com, it's probably the, like the very first. Oh, okay. Thing. Thank you. I didn't think about that. I was just sitting here refreshing YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely up because Star Wars is going slow. All right, watch trailer. Is this it? Is this the one? Yeah. Right, are we gonna try and sync the final this up? trailer? Uh, no, that's too difficult. <laughs> All right. Well, if you press play on it, we'll get the audio, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then we'll all wait. This out is where not. This is not that trailer. Though. I can't find it here. Go to the Rise of Skywalker section. 
Oh my lord, the the side is the Star Wars is crashing. It should just be on the homepage. Well, it wasn't, Arish. I don't know what's going on here. Well, Steve, based on this whole conversation, you're like a minute behind the rest of us on everything. So, your mom's a minute behind us on everything. <laughs> I, I, I've already watched this like four times now. Well, okay, if you if you go to the homepage, Scotty, it's, get that warp drive going. Watch trailer. All right, I just Dom, clicked watch Dominic Monahan and the crowd. But all it gave me was the teaser trailer. I clicked watch trailer, and all it gave me was teaser trailer. No, 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 no. Go to. Go go back to the homepage of StarWars.com on YouTube. I, that's what I was trying to do. And it should should the first topic title should say Rise of Skywalker, and oh, I'll have a couple it. of the trailers listed there. Okay. Click where it says Rise of Skywalker, and I'll give you all three. I don't. I love that. Here we go. Final trailer. Here it is. Great. There good, it is. Good okay. news. All right. Finally. All right. So let me <laughs> move this over. Can I close out ESPN now? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no more point. Great. The Jets will not use the Force. All right, no. so I'm going to pull this now over here and do this mess here. Enlarge that there. All right, so here we go. We're going to watch through. I'm at the beginning of this YouTube video, and uh, we're going to watch through it one more time. And I will I will count us down from three to play, okay? All so right. We're not going on one. We're going on play. So, so ready? Three, two... One play. This opening reminds me of the opening of the uh, um, episode one trailer with the the woods yeah. and everything. Yeah. It's an instinct. together. No, I think that's legit, and I think this she's is on legit cut. No, I don't think it's. Yeah, a I think it's her training. Okay. I disagree. I'll tell you the why. People will fight if we lead them. I love that that Carillion Corvette over the woods there. Yeah. No one does. What a great reveal of Kylo Ren. What are you doing there, 3PO? Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Running down some hallways, shooting some stormtroopers. It's the destiny of the Jedi. Let's remember that line. I want to talk about that. Your destiny. Why wing? Horses. There's a bean wing in there. The force will be with you. There it is. <laughs> I'm still not sure what I just saw. 
Well, here's the thing. Uh, th- let's let's go from the beginning there. You, Eris, you say you think she's doing some training through the woods. Yeah, I think that I think that that's what that is, and I think that ties into that first teaser trailer we got with her out in the sand and the Tie Fighter coming in. I think that that's all training. Yes. And again, that's... I have to preface: I know nothing. I know as much as no, you guys do. I, it, it looks like training to me, too. I, it's and, all training. I think that TIE Fighter is part of her training. I think yeah. this is all training we see her doing. Mm-hmm. So do we think that's indoor? Yes, okay. I do. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I yeah. think it is. And I think the cut to her, she's obviously, I think, inside the guts of, I'm just going to assume it's that Death Star. Mm. Um, and it's very much a throwback. You know, we talked about symmetry. It's very much a throwback to our introduction. Or maybe it's not. Maybe she's just in a in a in a burnout old ship doing some training. But it's very much no, a throwback that, to that her time a, on Jakku. That was Death Star. You think so? Yeah, yeah. And I, um, I'm not going to rewind it at the moment. I'm going through the whole thing again. Mm-hmm. But I, it something about it just screams Death Star. They are in the Death Star together later. Now, Obviously, Steve, you got the, the playset, don't you? Open it up and tell us. <laughs> the playset? <laughs> the old vintage Death Star playset? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah hang, sorry. With, with, the, I'm sorry. with the rope hanging down everything. It's yeah. possible that that could be the Death Star that she's in. I think that that particular scene is just meant to evoke the first time we see Ray and mm. TFA. Oh, I think so, yeah. She's inside the Star Destroyer, like, salvaging stuff. Mm-hmm. I right, think that's right. just, you know to tie back to that but Mm. the stuff with her uh, the stuff with her running and things like that my guess if i had to put money on i'd say it's her training okay so what we need then is um because it ends on her face you know with that eye of the tiger (laughs) stuffity Now, wait a minute. What about the Rocky Four training song? Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, I'll take either one of those, Stephanie. Okay. Um, if, if we're going to do training again, we're going to do... Since she's running while she's training, yeah. you know, it's either going to fly now, Eye of the Tiger, or the Rocky Four, you know, synth montage. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Stephanie, you got this. We believe in you, Stephanie. What about Lando holding court there at the Rebel base? Like, there's a shot... I'm not there yet, but there's a shot of him just kind of, there's that whole grouping of people, and mm-hmm. he's kind of, you can see his bright yellow shirt there in the middle. It's like they're just gathered around listening to him. Well, you have to, man. I mean, listen. Let me tell Lando. you. <laughs> let me tell you about he's, my little maneuver at the Battle of Tanab. That's right. <laughs> I was coming out of that Death Star. <laughs> And I didn't think I was going to make it. I blew up kind of reminds me of sitting around the campfire with the Ewoks in Return of the Jedi right there. That's indeed, indeed. He's telling yeah. Chewie all about it, wasn't he? Yeah. Those furry little bastards could party. Wait, oh. <laughs> Look, we've got these horses they're riding. I need to get yeah, a, I'm going to back dude. up real quick. Hold on. And I need. That was wild. Okay. Eris, you with us? Yeah. Do you have knowledge of? Uh, but I, I'm going to you before I go to Shaz because I feel like Shaz is going to be like, "Oh, sure." Do you have knowledge of the um, the battle for Endor? What do you mean, knowledge of the battle for Endor? Well, either one of those Ewok movies. I I've seen them. Like it's been ages. Because I'm wondering if this is a group of people riding through that Death Star that that Death Star um, on some on some Ewok horses from those movies. 
Like I'm wondering. Uh, maybe I think we gotta get away from this Endor stuff. Oh, it, no, no, come on! You're it, all. Everybody's just jumping the Endor. It's way too obvious. Do you think I'm it's just, Yavin? No, I don't think it's, it's a got planet. The throne that room. I, I really hope it's a planet we haven't been to before. Okay, well, let me ask you this: Is that a blowed up Death Star in that water? Yes. I don't know. I, I, I I'm assuming Maybe. so because. In the previous trailer, it looked like the Death Star. Okay. So could we be on a different moon around Endor? Could we be on Yavin 5 or 6? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. All right. No. Nope. No. All right. No, here's why. We, we, every time we go to a new planet we've never seen or heard of before, it's a desert planet. It's not a forest <laughs> planet. So therefore, it must be Endor. Well... I, I just assume, because we do see that shot of someone in some chair looking that Ray's looking up at, and it's got a hood. Mm-hmm. He's got a hood. And, I mean, it could be Kylo, but mm. look, everything... Uh, uh, that, listen, there was a lot of dialogue going on that sounded a lot like old Palpy. Well, sure it was, yeah. As you come together, it will be your undoing. Yeah. yeah. I guess it could be one of those robot things that Eris was talking about. Right. I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, okay. The thing that Ray and uh, the Horcrux that Ray and Kylo destroy together. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you think they destroy it together on purpose? I think they're just fighting and they actually hit it. I think it's like collateral oh, that's damage. That's interesting. Yeah. I thought it was Vader's. I think they're helmet. trying to keep Voldemort from coming back. They've <laughs> already got to deal with Sidious. Yeah. If Voldemort shows up too, forget it. Mm-hmm. Everything's lost. Well, let's. Uh, <laughs> Let let let's. Can I just say this this ice asteroid situation? Oh man, is is yeah. really neat. That's something I don't feel like we've ever seen in Star Wars before, which is really cool. And then just all of these star destroyers just coming up out of the ocean, out of out of the ice or whatever they're wherever they're at. There's this whole big old fleet of star destroyers, y'all. This is some scary stuff. And oh, mm-hmm. I've got it paused as we see a bunch of them, and those people are on those warthog horses. Riding as well on long Not something from indoor. One one minute fifty four seconds. Um, you can see them down at the bottom of the screen. So, I mean, this feels like a good night. How long is this are they, movie? What are they on? Are they on a star destroyer? That's what it looks like. Well, they'll last longer than they will against that Death Star. <laughs> I, I I love Lando Steve. This is good. He's just going to keep throwing out Lando quotes. And they might just take a few of them with him. Ayers <laughs> is having none of it. He's just enthralled with I was, the imagery. I was I'm just <laughs> listening to you guys, and I keep rewinding and watching it over. And I'm on. I got to be close to a baker's dozen. By <laughs> okay, two minutes. At the two, I was standing there, and Chewie started choking me. <laughs> this is Lando telling his stories. Yeah, I was like, "What is he doing?" I was like, "There's still a chance to save Han at the East platform." Yep. That is palpable. Uh, yeah, you two can minutes. Still save Han. Two, <laughs> two no. minutes. Han, Han, Han. Yeah, yeah. Han. I was all like, and then this guy with a with an ice cream maker ran by me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so Palpatine, that that's the Emperor, y'all, at two minutes. Yeah. And it does it. It's not a robot. It's not he's a robot. He's got some tubes running into his chair behind him. Well, there. yeah, because he's practically dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's keeping alive. But she appears to be on a rocky ground. 
That's that ice throne, maybe. Okay. No, it doesn't look like the same ice throne. Mm-mm. I've not watched it in the slow motion yet. So, and she's looking at something. This last shot of her close up on the face. Um, uh, you know, it... It goes so well with the music. It I mean. does, it does. And, and here's the thing, and I want to be careful not to speculate too much based on what we're seeing in the trailer because if it's anything we've learned... From these new Star Wars trailers, it's like you can't piece anything about story mm-hmm. together from any of them. No, that's the fun of it all. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but like, just it, this feels like to me that moment at the end of the Force Awakens when when uh, Kylo's like, "You need a teacher to show yeah. you the ways of the Force," and she's like, "The mm. Force," you know, and she kind of clears her mind and 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 is able to to come back in that battle against him and the Force Awakens. It seems like there's a moment of clarity that's taking place for her there. Um, well. You know, are we supposed to take something from the fact that it's a blend between the son and daughter who are saying that to her? Well, You've got the son saying, the force will be with you, and the daughter says, always. Yes. Well, hello, Mr. Mortis. Wow. wow. Yeah. Uh, our friend John Eddie Lowe says, Ray and Kylo were in Death Star 2 throne room in one scene. Yes. That's true. Yes, yeah. that is Death Star 2 throone room. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you guys? Do you guys think the throne is in the Death Star? Well, not no, the, but there's a the, there's a the shot of them. There's a shot of them in in the throne room. Well, I just mean the one where uh, Ray's looking up at the what we think is the Emperor. Well, the floor the floor doesn't look metallic. It's like concrete, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of stone and concrete. Um, you know, I guess uh, Erish said earlier that um, Palpatine had an observatory on Jakku. He had observatories what? all over the galaxy. There was, I think, there was twelve or thirteen of them. So maybe this is yeah. canon. Yeah, uh, aftermath stuff. This is from yeah. aftermath. I forgot all about. Yeah, this. it was in Empire's oh, End. Okay. okay. So, um, all right, gang, if you're listening to us live at mixlcom slash Goliverse and you haven't bumped over to Rebel Force Radio yet, could someone <laughs> go over to Rebel Force Radio and get that number for me? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to dial in with all of us on here? Yeah. Good Lord. You don't think I won't? Watch, no, I'm sure you will. Watch me. that's a good idea. Watch me now. I um, think I'm going to dance now. <laughs> I'm waiting. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I am... Uh, I, I, Anybody surprised we didn't see Luke? No, I'm not surprised at okay. all. Okay. If you recall J.J. Abrams' uh, Force Awakens... Trailers. We never saw Luke in any of those either. So, right. Um, or the movie. We, we hear him a number of times. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wait, where is this Ray looking up scene that you guys keep talking uh, about? Two, two minutes in. Two, two minutes, minutes in. At the exact two minute mark. Yeah, I'm not watching this on YouTube though. So, well, uh, what are you watching it on? Uh, on my TV. Uh, it's right after the scene. After they destroy the Horcrux or before? <laughs> after. It's just there, there's before. There's scene of all the Star Destroyers in the sky. And then, okay. Yeah, it's just and before the end of the trailer. It switches to her looking up. Yeah. yeah, it's just before her face with the lightsaber. It's the last shot Oh, they, those Star Destroyers are in atmosphere. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. If you look down at the bottom, like if you pause yeah, it. Yeah, you see them all on the horses. Yeah. That is cool. That's pretty wild. What am I getting it, here? Let me ask you this. Will it be better than the battle uh, at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith, though? Oh, I see what you guys are talking about now. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's somebody sitting in a chair there. Right. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am trying to see what we've got here. I, I would love to. That. I think we are going to get. Has a curve to it. I think we are going to get the most epic space battle ever put awesome. on screen. I hope so. Uh, That'd be great. I In think that shot with the Falcon and the Ghost. Yeah. You know, to, yeah. To quote Gary Oldman, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> they, just every ship in the galaxy is going to be involved in this thing. Well, that's what that's I'm saying. When I see all of those Star Destroyers, it really evokes me like we're get, we're about to get a final battle. We're about to get a Star War. Well, oh, we yeah. thought we had gotten the Star War at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just like the amuse-bouche for what we're going to get in this. That's yes. my guess. Now, Steve, I know uh, one of your favorite shots is uh, Return of the Jedi when the TIE fighters are all coming in. Yes, that's a great yeah, shot. Falcons. So you, you wonder, man, you might have to replace that shot if something... You know, you never hey, know. I'm going to tell this? you, I love the shot of the Falcon coming up center screen, surrounded okay. by all those other ships. I, yep. I that's a that's a glorious shot to me. Yep, and, I love uh, whatever that ice asteroid is, or whatever yeah, the yeah. the yes. thing from the Never Ending Story yes. floating out yes. there. Yes, Eris, yeah, welcome, awesome. Is that a reflection of it in a sea? No, it's tell. it's de- it's an asteroid because the the bottom doesn't match the top. Eris, welcome ma- to the conversation about the trailer, buddy. So glad you're here with us. I- I'm sorry, I've been watching this over and over and over again while you guys were debating whether it was Endor or not. Well, no, you put us on that debate. I didn't put you on the end debate, debate. Was coming you guys were way. talking about that before me. All right, did you see Dominic Monaghan in the background? Yes, Just on the road in the road shot. shot. Rose. Yeah, and you okay, can see me... you can see Billy D and the big crowd shot. Right yes, before that, that's what we were talking about. Where he's holding court. Oh yeah. yeah, he's sitting there holding court. All right, Ray is training on whatever forest planet that is. Um, because that first shot of her running with the lightsaber, that is a training ball up above her. That she's oh, yeah, I forgot oh, that yeah, from the earlier yeah, trailer. Yeah. And the, the other thing ab- ab- about that, the sound before it even kicks in is very rem- reminiscent of Dagobah. That's true. It which just, made yeah. me immediately think of, of Luke training. Yeah, but well, I don't... That, that ties into the previous trailer where we saw her throwing the lightsaber through the tree. Right, mm. right. She's Did training, we, and maybe with, uh, you know, assistance from Force Ghost Luke. I hope so. Did we I see? I would Car- love to see that. Did we see Carrie Russell's character or no? Yes, I, I saw a glimpse of her. Where, yeah, the scene where three PO says, she's "My friends," mm-hmm. she's standing on the, the right next she's, to Poe. Yeah, she's over okay. to the left there. I don't think three PO is about to die. I think three no, is about I, to I go sit die. I think he's getting ready to go do some murder. Yeah, I think that's what's fixing to happen. Guys, really quickly, Haley, what do you think? And silence. Turn the mic around, please. <laughs> Be on Geek Out Loud. Turn the mic around. I'll turn you up there. Ladies and gentlemen, my wife, Haley Glosson. Hey, Haley. Yay, Haley. Welcome to, welcome to Geek Out Loud. Thanks. Thanks for being here so much. Um, Haley, meet Arish. Hi, Eris. Hello. I don't know if you've ever talked to Dave Jones before. Nope. Heard about you, though. Yeah. Hey, Haley, I hope it was good. It was. <laughs> yeah. And then you know Shaz. 
Of course. Um, Hi, Haley. Come on down. So, <laughs> Haley, what did you think of this trailer? I mean, I think it looks pretty epic. It does indeed look pretty epic. You the um, the C three PO moment. Um, mm. I teared up the second time you played it through. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what well, you love C three PO? Oh, I do. Yeah. Why? I feel like I am him. <laughs> Because you speak six million languages? No. But I'm a rule follower, and I like everyone to do everything correctly. That's right. Does she always tell you the odds, Steve? She does. Well, if if it's worst case scenario, yes. Yes, she does. I was going to say, I always like 3PO's like, well, it's our lot in life. We're doomed to suffer. Like, everything is just so... It's the worst of the worst. (laughs) Yeah. Why didn't anyone tell me they were going to Scarif? Yeah. Um, No one tells us anything. Um, so Haley, you're, do you have any theories about things you've seen thus far that you want to put forth at all? Maybe I don't want to put you on the spot. Was that Finn talking in the beginning? Is that what people are saying? In the beginning? People in the chat were saying that was Finn's voice in the beginning. Yeah. About destiny and and Mm. instinct and everything. It did sound like Finn to me. So maybe he's giving a pep talk or something. I hope that, yeah, it looks like, I don't know. Do you think he's going to have a big role? Finn? I hope yeah. so. Yeah, I, think I think he's got so. a bigger role oh, than he's had before. So. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. think I think that he and Poe both are going to have bigger roles than what we've seen. I think they're going to be... Well, he's he's well, on po the Death is, Star ruins. Poe is basically the Resistance leader now. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think they're going to be front and center in the story. What do you think will happen with Finn and Rose and their drama? <laughs> Side story. <laughs> I think that you've got a potential love triangle. Finn only has eyes for Ray. Because no one ever looked at him like that before, mm-hmm. and I think Rose, I think Rose is going to fall in love with, um, uh, not Mary Doc, but Pippin. <laughs> oh, Dominic Dominique Monaghan. It's Mary. Yeah. It's Mary. <laughs> no, Do- Dominic played Mary. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I thought who played Pippin. Uh, that, other, that other guy. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, the guy that played Mary in Lord of the Rings. Oh. Yeah. And he played uh, Charlie and Charlie. Lost. Yeah. Not Penny's boat. Not Penny's boat. That's right. Oh, come on. Now that that's that's going to tear me up right there. What a scene. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert everybody. Not Penny's boat. Um this little they're on another rickety ship going over the waves by the way, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, come on, guys. Can we get a decent <laughs> Can we get a decent ship to go around places in? Another no, that was your your the last Jedi um reminder. Mhm. That's what that was. Another happy landing. What is the deal with this little dude reprogramming three PO? What is? What do y'all think that's about? I wonder if. I wonder if three PO is like using his power to do something for them, and that's why he's all like, "I'm taking a last look at my friend." Like he thinks he's gonna die or something because. Because with three PO, it's always worst case scenario. Right. Right. Yeah. Die, Jedi dogs. Well, right in the background, (laughs) looking concerned. And right. she doesn't know him, right? She doesn't know him that well. No, she doesn't know right, him Right, so well. why is she concerned about him unless something important is happening? Okay. Well, and also there's been a lot of time passed. Uh, wh- how much time do we know? Has it been said? Mm, I don't know. I think maybe a year. Maybe more. Surely is, more than a is year. Is Arish still with us? I am. Do Arish you, doesn't do know speculate? anything he said. I'm not going to say anything on that. Oh, okay. He, okay. Yeah, yeah, he can't say anything at that point. I got you. My bad. Okay. Now I feel bad. I better. I'm gonna head out, guys. Are you out? What? No, no, no. Don't let that change. I'm, I'm kidding. 
No, I, I don't know for sure, but right. I don't remember if I've been told or not, so I'd just rather not say anything. Okay. Safe. Gotcha. Okay, uh, great. What do you think, Steve? I mean, we had what? We had five years between New Hope and Empire, right? Was it five? Three. Three? Okay, it, thank you. Was it only three? Yeah, it was only like a, a couple months before Jedi, I think. Okay. Yeah, there were just months between Empire and Jedi. I think you're looking yep. at three years. Oh, see, I thought it was a like six months. No, no, I, th- I think it's got some space. Yeah, I it. think I think there's got to be a substantial time jump to give Ray time to train, to give them time to rebuild the Rebel forces. Yeah, and no, stuff. I was talking about all that in Jedi, Jedi from Empire. I thought that was like six months. All right, guys, I here goes. Just our- figured out that scene where Ray is looking up. Yeah, yeah. She's on Canto Bite in the stable, and that's Broom Boy that she's looking at. <laughs> All right, on that, I'm going to now we're going to try to invade Rebel Force Radio. Let's see what happens. We'll see. I don't know. It may be busy. It's unavailable right now. Yeah, they're probably getting mad. Man, I I really would love to uh, to take take over their show to Goliverse bomb been? them. Yeah, just to bring like, hey guys, I got three people with me. Well, if Kyle's on the phone over there, they, they might as well forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kyle. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, Kyle's probably giving a dissertation on the yeah. trailer right now. Yeah, I don't. He's know. getting his PhD just based <laughs> on this. What is Carrie? What is Carrie Russell's character's name? Sio Zibo. Uh, looks cool, and will sell more toys. From uh, the Rocketeer. The Rocketeer. The female <laughs> Rocketeer. Rocketress. Rocketress. Yeah, God love him. By, uh, by the way, well, never mind. I won't do that. But what, what you talking about, Willis? Uh, Rocketeer is coming back in cartoon form. Oh yeah, that's right on the yeah. on the Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting stuff. Her name is uh, Zori Bliss. I'm sorry. People are Zori Bliss. Zori Bliss. Thank you. Mm-hmm. People are asking. I look at the chat. I'm sorry. They're not live now. They have technical issues. We are doing better than Rebel Force Radio. <laughs> so, um, we are in control. Steve, look at the chat. Enough time to undo. We have te- they have te- okay. Thanks. That's not a regular thrown toward the end. That's what Erish was saying. Christopher Lutz, um, Team Steve's in the chat. All right, look at there. Saw the ghost, but no rebels characters. That's right. Yeah, um, but see, Resistance is running simultaneous with this. Yeah, or or it will be well riding shortly. Up, is it is it going to run simultaneously? Okay. Well, we we've passed uh, we've passed um, um, the Force Awakens at least. Yeah, and I figure Last Jedi is right there too because those actually happened together apart, practically. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're that's that's where we are, um, and and there is a lot of training for battle going on on Resistance. I'm not going to get deep into spoilers but okay. we might this might be the beginnings of getting this this uh, uh this massive new, this amount new of ships together guys someone just said it in the chat hold on i need to find who said it because i want to give it i want to give them a give them a thing um darth hound yeah about the about the chair mm. oh no someone had mentioned about the throne moving christopher lutz says the throne that ray is looking up at is moving and it's true if you go to that shot, it's moving like the walkie throne, like the walkie thing in, in the Phantom Menace. Good eye, Christopher really? Lutz. Yeah, good eye, Christopher Lutz. It's 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 subtle, like you just kind of gotta um just pay very close attention. And there's a little oh, bit of movement. It moves yes. up and down, yeah, like it's coming toward her. 
Wow, so, good job, Christopher. I am walking on a chair toward you. Is it moving or is the camera moving? It's the chair no, no, that moves. It's, it's very slight, but it looks oh, it like is coming towards her. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's a walkie thing, like it's stalking her, kind mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. or a floaty thing. Mobius chair. Okay. Oh, and she's backing off from it. Wikipedia. Okay, so y'all read this. Wikipedia shows a year between the Last Jedi and the and the Rise of Skywalker. I'd be okay uh, I don't, with more I don't know year. if that's where I read it, but I, I thought I'd heard that maybe when I was reading about the novel that's about to come out, mm-hmm. the um, Resistance Reborn or something, I think is what it's called. Yeah, um, it is called Resistance Reborn. Thank you, sir. On, on sale November 5th from Delray. Well yeah, done. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Well done, Dave Jones. Way to plug that, man. <laughs> Thank you for that plug, sir. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, anytime. Yeah, patreon.com slash geekoutloud, Dave. Way to go, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Amazon leaks at geekoutonline.com and geekoutpodcast.com. <laughs> go, go use the Geek Out Loud link to Amazon to pre-order it now. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Exactly. Well done. Well done, yes. everyone, all the way around. <laughs> um, so here's what I want to do. We're going to try to do this while I've got you guys on. And you guys, if y'all need to go at any time, feel free to bow out. I don't, I don't want to hold any of you too long. My wife looks like she's getting ready to... No? Okay. Because we're going to be going for a while. You're going to be all right? Okay. All right. Um, she has to get up early in the morning. The number is 706-383-3019. That comes to us. 706-383-3019. If you want to, uh, if you want to call in, um, we'll, we'll see if we can add you to the call, take your call, and, and see what happens, see what you have to say about the trailer. That's, I believe There the, may be a new poster out. Shut your mouth. Does it have the toy Palpatine in the background? Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm check, I see. I'm getting some texts from people that sound like they're describing a new poster. Mm. Oh boy. Where would we see that? I don't know. I'm on StarWars.com right now. I love that other one too. By the way, the other poster with Palpatine, kind of. Okay, we we we. Can, can yeah, Star Wars up. Rise of Skywalker poster revealed, but wait, this looks like this is the D23 one. We've got a call coming in from down in the old 912. I used to live there. Let me see what my options are. Whoop. Uh-oh, I just cut them off. Up. I didn't mean to. Call back, Coach. Let, let me see if I can add them to it. Did I lose all those guys? I did. Who's calling? Hey, it's uh, Christopher Lutz. Hey, Christopher, what's going on, man? Oh, nothing much. How are you doing, Steve? I'm doing well. I just lost Ooh. everyone else. Did I lose you now? No, I'm still here. Sorry, I wrecked the show. No, you didn't wreck the show. I'm going to bring everybody back in. We're going to have to figure out a better way to do this, I guess, and see if we can uh, see if we can bring everybody back. Uh oh, Skype crashed. Everyone, Skype crashed. Skype crashed. Well, that's not good. Is Mixler still rolling, folks? I'm seeing a new poster here. Link uh, from Darth Hound. We'll check her out. Ooh, that looks a lot better than that other poster. Wow, we just I just killed Skype and didn't mean to. I did not mean to. Okay. Ba-doom. All right. Let's see what's going on here now. Join this call. Sir. Hey, guys, I'm sorry. Everything dipped out. So it's not going to work for me to take calls while everyone's on the line. Oh, okay. And then, oh. and then my Skype crashed. So that was interesting. 
Well, Steve, there is a new poster. I'm looking at it right now on Twitter. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's classic Star Wars. I'm getting excited right about Star Wars again. And Zori, Zori Bliss is right there yeah. with the guns. That's yep. cool. We're going to bring in old Scott Rifen, guys. I'm oh, sorry, love- Christopher Lutz had called in. We had a call from down to the old 912. And I don't know who that was. Hello. Rifen, did you were you trying to call in from 912? Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't gotta, know. We got to talk about this. Yeah. This is a cool poster. The poster's awesome. Who is, the poster's uh, great. Who is on I it? I like all the Star Destroyers up in the top corner. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like the, the Kylo Ren over to the side. This evokes a lot of that um, uh, Force Awakens poster, but also yep. it feels very classic Star Wars as well with the with the people looking and shooting and stuff. Who's Very the, much like uh, Empire Strikes Back. Who's the tiny you know. person to the right of 3PO there? That's, yeah, well, that's, that was Ro- that's Rose Tico, isn't it? Is it? That's Rose, I yeah. That's Rose, yeah. That's Rose. I need to get a picture I can zoom in on. Yeah, I can't in Biggin mine. In Biggin. Listen to you <laughs> from the old days. Listen <laughs> to the Ain't It Cool guy. Ain't It Cool days. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Ain't It Cool over here. All right, I'm going to save image as. Come on, it's very Fair. fitting that. Which one are you? Ain't It Cool in. I mean, it basically was born from the Phantom Menace. That's true. true. Which one of you is Windows. Sorry. Which one of you is Windows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Rose. That's Rose? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Good. Who's the lady on the horse thing? What's her name? Father. Is that a father? No, no it's, it's not, not a father. father. It's, it's, it's not a father? No, I really do think it's... I Look, I'm, I'm holding out hope that this was something that was in the rise of Endor. I mean, I, Battle I for Endor. Don't... Remember battle. these from Battle of Endor, but I will be watching that in a little bit. I think I want to also. All right, I'm looking at something right now here because those weird guys that aren't quite weak ways were writing something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and are. it looks like something that would be Endorian from, from oh, the poster. Uh, well, I pulled up there. a trailer. I pulled up. A tra- I can't believe they killed all of uh, Sindel's family right in the opening minutes of Battle for Endor. Right at the beginning. Yeah. Spoiler I know, alert. I know that. That was rough. Even uh, wasn't her dad the principal from Breakfast Club? Yeah, he looked like him at least. Man, I mean, how how come you killing that guy? Come on, oh, he this... was raiding Barry Manilow's I, closet. I need to pull. <laughs> I need to pull this movie out and watch it. I hadn't watched it in a while. Man, that looks like some Ray Harryhausen mess right there. It looks great. The dinosaur. Dinosaur. And then there was a little fast <laughs> thing. Yep. Wasn't he Wilford got... Brimley in this? He... Yeah, yes. uh, yeah, yeah, he was. In one of the Endor movies, yeah. Yeah. Second one. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Wilford Brimley. Yeah, and that's the one where they had these horses. Oh, y'all, she's but just these... riding a straight-up horse. It's just a straight-up oh, It's just a straight up horse. Yeah, they didn't, know, have, they didn't have budget for alien horses. They in put the a... cartoon, they had this little, little horse um kind of donkey looking thing like a mm-hmm. Shetland pony or something. Well they got yeah, they some did. they got some two legged lizard monsters they're riding on. The Blurg. Wasn't uh Sheral was like a night sister, wasn't she? They're very similar. Yep. Indeed. Superb Sean, Sean Phillips played her. The Daily it Variety was... says of in Ewoks the Battle for Indoor superb special effects, clashes of near epic proportions and imagination run rampant. I mean that's the way I remember it, but uh... <laughs> That's, that is the way I remember it. Yeah. 
I mean, when that came on I TV, that was a huge deal. Like I remember the, the Wheats did, wasn't it? Ken and Jim Wheat. Good night, Haley. <laughs> Haley's yeah, headed to bed, everybody. Good night, Haley. It was the Wheats. I'm going to make a quick adjustment. Oh, there's stop motion. Yeah. Brothers Wheat. <laughs> and John Cordy from Twice Upon a Time did the first one. I can hear you all again. Did Ron Howard have anything to do with these? For some? No, Willow. Willow, yeah, that's yeah. right. Uncle Ron. I tell you what, the faces of those bad guys still haunt me in my dreams. It's this. creepy. They yeah. are creepy. Yeah. I'm watching yeah. them right now. Yep. So the, fir- the first one's pretty good, too, I think. But I'm watching Wicket and Sindel on the run. Anyways, we were talking about this poster for a minute. Scott, real quick, what'd you think of the trailer? Because I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> against all odds, I-, I love it so much. I'm just going to go uh, ahead and say it. I love it so much. All right. I, I, I love this trailer. But I'll tell you the part that just got me the most is, and and Arish will get this, you will get this. You know, since 1977, we've been watching these movies, and the droids have been our window to that world. Mm-hmm. You know, we follow the droids. The story is essentially told by the droids, and to have three PO be the one in the trailer to say, "You know, I'm taking one last look, sir." At my friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. That just knocked hit me in the gut. I mean, it would have hit me in the gut regardless. Except he's the guy that's been showing us our friends, right? And now he's more or less shutting it down. He's saying, "This is it. I've been showing you this this stuff for forty something years. Mm. Uh, We're closing it down now." And uh, yeah, that's. there's so much to love in that trailer. Scott, you have yeah, to say there. this now. This should be the last statement of the show. Can, can you wait? <laughs> no, yeah, we've got so many. We, I got to figure out how to bring multiple people in on a call and let people call in without hanging up on you guys or sending you guys to another. I was glad you guys stayed together somehow um, when that happened. That was an interesting well, situation. We're better than the Beatles. Well, you weren't there yet, Scott. You weren't on yet. It's no. not 1970 no. yet. That's true. I you know I do like I I really do and I liked it when they kind of released it as a as a teaser for the trailer, the shot of all of them coming into the cockpit of the Falcon. Yes. Um. That oh, is yeah. That's a really cool shot to me. It is, you know, it is the passing of the torch moment more than anything else we've seen so far in in this series of of sequels. Yeah. Um. Big fan of it. Big fan. Very much gives you that family feel that you had in the original trilogy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah for sure. Just, just, just uh, from a visual standpoint, if nothing else. So, what is this uh, desert? They're on a desert type planet, though, on that skiff thing, and that's the thing. Yeah. It's like that's, that's that weird that, they fly the that village that they visit. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this. I mean, there have been parallels. Uh, the the first. Obviously, the Force Awakens had a desert planet and basically a Death Star, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. The second movie had Crate, which was kind of kind of hothy looking, kind of even hothy. though it's salt. Mm-hmm. Um, do we so, start this one on a desert planet and segue to Endor? Erish says no. Yes. We're not going to Endor. Yes. What? Really? He's held I, to that a long time. That's just <sighs> my own personal belief. That's just, not knowledge, I, right? I, from the from the from the the foliage to me, and then the helmet. And she drops the helmet, and it's so evocative of Leia's to me helmet. Of those rebel, yeah, the Leia helmet from from Endor. 
I just can't That's believe true. that wouldn't be a visual cue that was that was on purpose. Yeah, or was I, I, actually I, I hadn't thought. I thought the helmet looked familiar, but I didn't make the connection to Leia's Endor helmet. Well, and you look at their outfits when three PO's being repurposed or whatever looks a lot like Han Solo's poncho or uh, mm-hmm. or, or it's, trench coat. It's very possible that all of this is Endor. The, mm. the desert, the forest, that's that true. is all Endor. The that's damage from the Death Star landing. Because the damage from those pieces would be like large, like meteors but, coming yeah. in. We had do some like kind of apocalyptic sort of damage. Well, and also, yes. also in Ewok Caravan of Courage yes. and and Thank in you. Battle of Rendor, we saw different desert. types of uh, stuff. Yeah, we saw desert on. Yes, we did. On indoor, so we are going to mine the Ewoks movie to, to discover <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. I love this. Forceology I mean, point Forceology <laughs> point zero five. Are those? I mean, e- oh wait, are those e- those Ewok movies aren't going to be on Disney Plus? Are they? Unfortunately, not. I don't think. Oh, that, I don't know. they're really I, missing out there. I bought them off of Amazon. I own them in my library. So yeah, as I do got, I. As I do I. Yeah. Uh, look. I, Y'all, Caravan of Courage is not good. I'm sorry. The Ewok Adventure is uh, I think the end of it's pretty good. Oh, yeah, fighting, with the big monster? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Scott put one of those in his uh, Halloween comic books. Oh, no. Nice. Kevin Scott's uh, got a knack for that. Tales from Vader's Castle or whatever. Mm-hmm. He loves yeah. Ewok movies, evidently. I interact with him on Twitter sometimes. I like Sure. Him. He's a cool guy. Please understand. We didn't get any Knights of Ren in this trailer. Yeah, yeah you're right. Aha. Uh-huh. There's a we lot had like a, it looked like a little quick shot of one or two of them in the teaser, but nothing mm-hmm. in this. There actually wasn't a lot of, of First Order stuff in this trailer. There wasn't, yeah. I was going to say I didn't see Richard E. Grant either. So um, I know he's playing a, a First Order uh, general, maybe, I think is what I'd read. So. Well, the, the, buddies or something. the aforementioned Matt Smith is mm-hmm. nowhere to be found in this trailer. Um, y'all, I've paused it on the YouTube trailer at one forty nine, and yeah. and I mean the it's no it's the uh, it's the throne room from yeah, the Death Star, and I mean it is just it yeah. is it is it has the same evocative. It evokes the same feelings as Vader's melty helmet, almost. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. a busted There's up throne. Yeah, the chair and everything is there. Yep. It's uh, it's really cool. Now, if you go to one fifty two or so, mm-hmm. uh, and that shot, tell me that's that's got to be a vision, right? Where they're they're, they're where they chopping this Vader looking thing into. Sh- Shreds. The Horcrux. That's the Horcrux. The They're Horcrux. Trying to keep Voldemort from coming back. <laughs> but it's 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 uh, it's very Star Destroyery looking. You think it's Star Destroyer? It, it well, is, except it's white. It's all it, white. But out the window, it looks like Cloud City too. But if you look straight, it looks straight like back Vader's, in the middle, it looks like Vader's meditation Vader's chamber. Vader's meditation chamber. Yeah. Yeah. It well, but he left a garrison on. Oh, I didn't Vespa. see that. Hey, dude, I didn't. Oh, that was unfortunate. Chaz, I didn't see that. You're talking about to the right, being out, out the window. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Is that a window or is that just like console pieces and yeah, pieces think, of equipment? I thought that was just console pieces. Yeah. Oh, is it a set of Buck Rogers? Yeah, it's like I, a Buck uh, Rogers set. I feel like they're fighting Scott, 
And it might just be their the leftovers of their dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like they're fighting and they are in and in the and in the battle that they knock that over is what we're seeing. I wonder if this is real. I mean could that could that be Vader's helmet? I it looks like it to me. I mean I freeze frame it and it just looks like Vader's helmet on the top, yeah. Wait, where are you guys at in this? Or is it go 152? 152. It might be it might be a vision. I can I can see where you're coming from with that. I feel like it's Kylo's room and he's built him a little Vader shrine and mm. is there fighting. Or it could be a that vision. Could be. But I don't feel like they're destroying that together. I feel like that is like they have they but have now, lock sabers and then in the release, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's gone over that way and and, and but you know, the, thing down. the other interesting thing about that is she's not she's got a saber in one hand, but she's got a knife in the other. Is that, is that so? a knife? Yeah, she's got that's a knife. Not a knife. That's, that's not, not a knife. That's not a knife. knife. That's a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> she does well, have something. She asks Kyle. Oh, wow. Before they go into his room, she asks if she can sleep over, and he says, okay, <laughs> but he gets to be on top. Whoa. Oh wow, that's a big oh, reference, no. ladies and gentlemen. That's a big reference. That's a big reference. Get your mind out of the gutter, yeah. Ryphon. <laughs> it is. A knife. Yeah, hey, uh, one fifty-three. There's uh, Finn, three PO, and Poe, and it's kind of a fading out image. It's really quick, but is Finn's eye jacked up? Yeah, let me get there because that does. I had to slow it down think, to the point twenty-five speed. I think that's the trick of the light. Yeah, I think it's I okay. what you're the, saying, the mix between the yeah. two yeah. other images. I thought, maybe, I thought, well, maybe he got a battle scar over the year or whatever it's been since Last I think Jedi. It's just, I think well, he's looking on, off to his left. On the okay. poster, it looks like he just smelled a fart. <laughs> Does Kylo Ren keep his, his, his like scar Billy in the same spot, I wonder? Drinking a little bit too much yeah. Colt 45. Nice. <laughs> Does Kylo keep his scar? Let's see. Does he keep it in the same spot? I don't know. I think they actually do a mix of both spots. Ladies and gentlemen, Darth Hound says battle droid spotted one. Oh, the one to the right of 3PO? At 119. All right. Now, we know that that little dude working on 3PO is a droid expert. Yes. So it's very likely that if they are in his like workshop, that he's got all sorts of droids in yeah. there. There's yeah, yeah. Be back there too. Yep. Oh, yep. If only Master Bones was back there. Oh. Oh. That's, that's who that's the battle droids needs. They need Mister Bones. Really, they got Snap coming back. Bob I'm so Fritz. happy he's about def- that too. He's definitely not Mister Bones. Yeah. No, Mister Bones is dead. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Snap, snap, years. Snap makes me think I could be a pilot. <laughs> he's the Porkins of the new generation. Yes, he is. He's yeah, but he's only he's only like halfway to Porkins though. Is he? Yeah, I don't I don't feel like he's. Uh... Uh, you get him sat down and reclined in one of those X-wing seats, and <laughs> it's... no, he doesn't. Remember, he doesn't fly an X-wing. He flies a double X-wing. Mm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Doesn't he say he says I'm Bruce and Blasters? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lord, Mm. Porkins X-wing costs more than everybody else's too. They had to pay the fat tax on it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He had to buy two seats on that (laughs) X-wing. It's the real reason for the revolt against the uh, First Order. It's always so funny in the X-wing books 
how they talked about Porkins like he was like this huge hero. He was. He was. Huge. He was huge. He was a, a hero. hero. Rebellion. He was a yeah. hero. I will a have no blasphemy against Porkins. No, 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 no. I don't. I'm just saying. I always thought it was funny because you know. All my friends joked about him. Well, well remember no. the Marvel adaptation? They actually, one of them actually thinks of him, thinks of him as Piggy. Yeah. <laughs> well. Well, look. Wow. <laughs> look, Red Squadron was at the Battle of Scarif. Porkins was at the Battle of Scarif. Yeah. So he was. is the hero yeah. of the rebellion. So I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> Top men. Then he shows up in, in Raiders of the Lost Ark and Superman 4. So. And Talk. Batman. Yeah. And Batman, yeah. And Batman, yeah. And Eckhart, yeah. And, and uh, no, is he? No, never mind. Wow. He, I wonder if he was like a big geek. He was in all that cool, those cool movies, but minus, I don't know. All right. I think I've figured out how to help people join in if they want to call in. And we're going to have to do it one at a time, but I'm putting a link to the Skype chat in the, this may be a big mistake. This is a big mistake. I've put it in the chat. I made a huge mistake. At mixer.com slash Goldiverse. It was at this moment, Steve. No, I'm just kidding. Well, you know, used to with Skype, I could take, I could add a call. If someone called in, I could add it Steve. and keep it going. I remember, yeah. I, remember. I, I think I can add a call and keep everybody here. He couldn't. No, I couldn't. You're right, Scott. You're exactly right. And it's they not told me they fixed it. It's not my fault. It's not, it's not my fault. Listen, there was this time I was I was on the Falcon. <laughs> we thought they'd kept the I told my men to fix the hyperdrive and we're trying to get away and nobody fixed it. I thought they'd fixed it. What they told fault? you they did. <laughs> they told me they fixed it. I mean that really messed up my maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think that explosion is? Yes, there's a question. Where are Which we at? Explosion? Like, I there's... keep trying to around a buck dying into it. Eric, I love it's you like so much. Like isolated off to the right. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I remember seeing it. I, I have no idea. What All right, well, is. I've slowed down to point .25, and I'm right now in the, sh in the shot with all the various and sundry rebel ships. Uh... Zooming in okay. on, on the Falcon. I have it. I have it frozen, and it looks like that little. What what are we calling the X wing on water thing? The X water wings. The uh, sea sled. Okay. The it she looks shed. Like that is riding a wave, and the, <laughs> is the there like a cobra so eel riding the sea sled? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> At, no, Eris, I'm going to dis oh, I'm going to respectfully uh, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you. Uh, because as I watch this in super slow motion, the, 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 uh, the explosion comes on right after we have a shot of Kylo and Ray lightsaber yeah. battling and it's, yeah. and it's an explosion in space and there appears to be a star destroyer off. It to looks the like side. a star destroyer yeah. left. So I feel like the star destroyer has blowed up some ship of some sort. That's not a ship. And then we dissolve like that. Then we dissolve into the into the she shed, the sea sled. The, yes, the cobra sea sled. It it has kind of a shear on those wings. So oh, I see. I see the sea. sea sled. You're right. That's that's what the wing is from. You're right. The sea sled looks like something out of Waterworld. It looks like Kevin Costner is going to be piloting that thing. Ooh, underrated movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I love you, Dave Jones. <laughs> if it's on, I'm watching it. I, I watch it every time. That's yeah. the first. Here's some truth. That's the first movie I ever saw in like an IMAX type theater, like a stadium seating. Oh wow! Yeah. Now, when 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 it goes over that wave, the sea sled. Mm-hmm. That's definitely the Death Star in the background. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes, I think so as well. It's a big curve, big curvature there. All right, I'm checking the chat real quick. Did anyone try to use that link to join us? Maybe. Join us. <laughs> and together, we will discombobulate this trailer. <laughs> we are on Skype right now. I was on Skype one time. <laughs> I had a I had a maneuver with Skype and Scott messed it up. <laughs> this game is a disaster. I want to I want to start reading the chat in bad uh, Landoese. It's a Please. new empire. What a park. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a fathom event? I, I came out of that Death Star. And they told me to come <laughs> down on this planet, and it was these bears running around. Uh, those teddy bears sure knew how to party. <laughs> Oh man! Oh well, guys. Um, I love the Y wing. I do like the Y wing. Yes. I thought they were all gone in the universe, and here's there is one. So, and it's a great shot of it too from the rear. It's just well, that's its best angle. Well, <laughs> dude, B- BB-8 can freaking haul. Yeah, he can. Oh yeah, he's like running right alongside those horses. Yeah, of course he is. He's BB-8. Those horses, which are on a spaceship. Yes. Right. We, we've established that earlier. Um, now, Scott... That's, that's their crawl moment. Scott, at, one, <laughs> at, what point, at what point, Scott, did we decide we were going to abandon the cause for P3L3? <sighs> that's a good question. I think shortly after everybody said BB-8 and went crazy about it. Mm. I, I still feel... P3L3 is the better choice, but it doesn't roll off the tongue like BB-8 does. Agreed. Okay, uh, 141, some big gun, some big gun under oh. the Star Destroyer. Yeah, oh yeah, wow, guys. If you pause it at 141, there sure enough is. It It looks like a it looks like a Nerf gun. Uh, we're finally getting the Nerf gun version we're of a Star Destroyer. But that... that if if you watch that in your quarter speed, Steve, mm-hmm. tell me that doesn't look like an original Star Wars Ralph McQuarrie concept drawing of that Y wing mm-hmm. coming in. Yeah, yeah. That exa- mm-hmm. it really does. It truly, truly it's, does. Well, it, it's kind of reminiscent of that famous piece that is always shown upside down. Yes, of the Y wing and the Death Star in the background. Yes. Yeah, and it's kind of the oh, John man. Berkey John Berkey look. That is not your typical Y-Wing. No, there's a new, I mean, if you look at the, the Lego set that came out on Triple Force Friday, it's a slightly modified Y-Wing. Okay. Okay. It's, Chris not, says, it's not the Y-Wing that we know of from the original trilogy, and it's not the Y-Wing that was from the Clone Wars. It's slightly yeah. different. It's from the holiday special. <laughs> <laughs> I would have bought that toy line. The holiday oh, special too. toy line? No, I don't know. I tell you, I, <laughs> I went to this cantina. 
Krellman from the cantina and drink the throne the empty shot of the throne on at 55 seconds in mm-hmm. the ice throne i think so is that is that a do you think there's any easter egg there like was that an old concept painting or anything like that it, maybe you or? know what uh, you say that and i may be just reading too much into it and all my star wars giddiness but it does kind of evoke the feelings i've been using the word evoke a lot uh, the feelings of that Macquarie drawing of the lava planet originally, where they were originally right. in the first. I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. original throne room. Throne, yeah. In, that's in what that's what I thought. Yeah, where he takes Luke into the underworld. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. man. It well, also there was going to be a big epic battle in there that was going to have Force Ghost Yoda and Force Ghost Obi Wan. Helping Luke out, right? Coming to and, and I mean, but coming into um, corporeality. Corporeality. Yeah, they were going to be corporeal. <laughs> they were. In, they were going to incorporate. They were going to have corporeal. flesh. They were going to have flesh. Yeah. Um, they were going to form an LLC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> they were going to be incorporated. Right. Uh, <laughs> reading this is the Emperor's throne. What? What if? What if there's scales behind that throne? What if? What if we got Mortis? Well, I was about to say, Shaz, doesn't it look twisted, Mortisy? It looks somewhat like the Suns. Yeah. Or, I was never a big fan of the Smiths, so. I'm... Or it could. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I didn't get that. It right. could be Snoke's throne from The Force Awakens. That's true. Oh. Yeah. Good call. Who I has joined us? Hold on. Someone just absolutely joined us, just out of the blue. Hello, hello. Who's here? Please turn on your microphone. We see a video. Turn off the Mixler chat. But I hear no audio. No. There we go. Is it working now? There it is yes. working now. Can you hear me no, now? I can hear you now. Who's speaking? Jacob Roth. Hey, Jacob. How's it going, buddy? In Wyoming. Jacob in Wyoming. Wyoming, So you guys were just talking about corporeal beings. Do we think that anybody is going to maybe come back? You know, I've held out a little bit of hope in my heart that I'm ashamed to say that Luke would actually pull what George had originally intended in, uh, in Return of the Jedi but couldn't pull off with the with the coming back to life, so to speak, of Obi-Wan and Yoda. But I don't, I'm not banking on it. I'm just, it'd be nice, but I, I don't bank on it. No. Yeah. I think I, we're going to see, see I think we're going to see a Kiati Mundi force ghost. <laughs> Yariel Poof. I for Kit Fisto. Yariel Poof is what we'll be seeing, hopefully. So. <laughs> That's his throne. That old long neck joker showing up with a, <laughs> hey everybody, I'm Yariel Poof. What about Mace? We didn't see him land anywhere. That's so. true. I want my hand yeah, back. Anakin would be the coolest to take down the Emperor, right? That would be yeah. great. Well, I, mean, I, I, think, I think Anakin shows up in some Anakin. way. The I thing is, too. there are only I a few that it. know how to do that. Not all the Jedi knew how to do that. Right. No. right. But, and, I mean, the chosen one you would think would know how. Well, he, he did. Yeah. saw him at the end of Return yeah, of the we've Jedi. We've already seen mm-hmm. him in Jedi. But could, but could Anakin be the one who rises? Sort of being for whether it be just Ooh. for a fight, and then kind of disappearing, disappearing back. Yeah. Uh, now, Shaz, Shaz for fifty. What did Shaz say? Could Anakin be the the Skywalker who rises? Well, he's the only one in any movie that it that was told to rise. <laughs> he was told to rise. 
Lord Vader. Rise. They do have the concept art, right, of Anakin Force Ghost from The Force Awakens. And we know that they're oh my using gosh. a lot of Force Awakens concept. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, th- okay, I should not have shared the link in the chat. That is that is what is becoming clear to me. Are the floodgates open? The flo- yeah, guys, I can't, everyone can't join in. I thought that How I would have to approve you. How many people can we get on there? Shut up. It's Shut up, Harrison. Is that Thundercam? That is Thundercam. Like what was it, that Calgon commercial or whatever, where it would just be like two people and then four people and then and eight. And so on and so on. Exactly. But these people well, you guys can't come in with your cameras and stuff. Cam, aren't you supposed to be broadcasting right now? I'm waiting for shorts to uh, stop. <laughs> I gotta go live here in a second. You, are you serious? You're about to go live? Yeah, this is at the, the first time. lights on, so I had to step out of the studio, but uh, I gotta go back in about 30 seconds. But I'll oh, are you honest. the weather dude? Yeah, yeah. this is Thunder Cam. Yeah, all right. Cam, what'd you think of the trailer? Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I'm so I'm sitting here and uh, comparing someone in the studio to Chewie's grandpa from the holiday special. I kid you not. Trailer starts up and uh, it was unbelievable. You know, it's hard to hold back tears when you're in front of a bunch of your coworkers, but uh, <laughs> it worked. It, it worked. worked. So unbelievable, yeah. guys. Absolutely See how many Star Wars references you can work into your weather report tonight. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, um, buddy. I'm doing it. All right, fine. I got a show coming up here. At 10 o'clock, I'll do it. Uh, I'm going to try to get as many as possible. Are you it's going to the- be wetter than a Death Star drenched in the sea. It's going to be terrible. Everyone's going to hate me, but I'll, I'll, I'll love it. Cam- we, got a but- Ky- we got a Kylo front coming down from the north. <laughs> <laughs> Rainfall like the forest moon of Endor. There you go. Or rainfall. Are you leaving, are you leaving the weather center and headed into studio right now? Now I got to go back here in a second. We're about to go back. I got to do last weather and then I'll pop back on. Oh, uh, don't you threaten me with a good time, Cam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. All right. Uh, where'd Roth go? Thunder- I'm still here. Oh, good. Hey, good, Roth. Good. Listen, Thundercam is just like leaving us on. He is. I, oh, yeah. I would do no such a thing. No, no okay, Cam. We're going to get to hear his voice. No, Cam, we so- need you to. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Cam, we can't do this. I've got to kick him off. How do I kick him off? The ceiling tiles, really? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cam wow. Hoffman, what a jerk. <laughs> Guys, that was a great, great trailer. I've got to go do news now. I'm just going <laughs> to... He just gave us a wave. I saw it. There's a bright light and some ceiling tiles. What a jerk. Oh, it's so funny. And he just left us there. Yeah, we're just now staring up at the ceiling. Gee whiz. Golly, geez. So, Roth, what were you thinking Sorry, about? Sorry, Roth, the, go the ahead. Yeah. No, I was, my hope, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of hope for it, but I hope it happens, is Anakin coming back to yes. finish to finish the whole, because if Palpatine comes back, well, him, like, sacrificing, it's not for naught, but it kind of is. So have yes. him come back for whether it just be the battle and then be like, all right, well, I'm done here. I'm going to like not even be a force ghost anymore type of thing. Hey, like my goal in life has been accomplished. Yeah. Hey, not and not to quote the last Jedi, but darkness rises and light to meet it. Mm-hmm. You know, does it get darker than the emperor? I don't think so. So that may be that may be the case. What just happened? I just took a screenshot like an idiot. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> This is 
new Skype. <laughs> oh, there's you, there's a picture of the. Did I just send it? Ceiling. Did I send it to you guys? Yeah. Yep. That's so stupid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid thing Skype has become. <laughs> I'm just trying to get back to the call. Got to get back in time. Um. Roth, that's a really good. That's a good theory. I like the idea that Anakin may come back, but again, I I don't want to get my expectations up for something like that. I right. Really, Schwa just jumped Schwa's in. Is, oh, I yes. is Jedi Schwa here? Yeah. Y'all, I've, my wife's telling me I got to go to bed. No, <laughs> We're keeping her up. <laughs> she likes the Anakin theory, Roth. Oh, thank you. I thought you were going to bed. Okay, she just kept listening. She's one of us. Is Schwa here? Schwa, you with us? He's he typing was. in the chat anyway. Hey, weatherman's back. And Cam's back. Hold on, Cam. I've got to unmute you because you left your, uh, your, uh, your. Yeah, we, you just gave us ceiling tiles. It's not going to let me unmute you, Cam. Cam uh oh, Cam. Cam, we got. What is yes? What is this? I'm very confused. With what's going on? Oh my, Lanta. How do I now unmute him? I have muted myself now. Okay. Up in schwa. Okay. I don't know how to unmute Cam. Um, What's going on here? Cam, I'm going to remove. You're just going to have to call back. He Cam. is the walrus, evidently. There's some walrus going on. Schwa, can you not? Can you not? I'm be here. Heard? Can you hear me? I can hear yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, this was the greatest idea I've I'm ever around. had in my life. I'm around. Stephanie says this is amazing. Should we lose everyone else? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still hanging on. Talking. I hung up on Cam because I lost his Steve. Well, no, we got you, Schwa. We can hear you. We can't. You guys hear me? We got Cam. Can you guys hear me? Can yes, yes. Can okay, everyone. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I muted my mic. You can hear me, Steve. Oh, you guys are great, Mrs. Wiggins. I muted Steve. I muted. Welcome to Can You Hear Me cast. This is. I'm about. All right. I'm about to shut this show down. No, no. You guys. This is this is Geek Out Loud 250, and you will not derail it. I am the derailer. You people. Is this really episode 250? This is really episode 250. Yes. Nice. Yeah, you people are not the derailers. I am the derailer, Jacob. I don't understand what's happening with you right now. You're, what is happening with me right now? Uh, your well, your camera's on and it just keeps stopping. Um, I know. I, I think he I'm lives next to, out how to Adam. Turn off the camera. Yeah, uh, this yeah. is great. Skype has derailed Steve. Roth and he lives, <laughs> Steve he derails everybody else. Next. Skype. Wait, hold Steve. on. I'm seeing there's nine people in the call. Cam, <laughs> Dave, are you still here? I'm here. Good lord. Eric, Jedi Schwa, you're here. Yeah. And Bill Belichick just Skyped in the sideline. They've got such a large lead, he had time to call in and say hi. Oh I am here. Gosh. Eight of nine in the call. Sweet Lord. Um, Schwa. Nine people for episode nine. Jedi, Jedi oh. Schwa. Schwa? Nope. The Fellowship of Trots. He's here. Yes, I'm all He's here, but it takes a while for you to hear me. Yeah, you've got a big delay going on, huh? I, I wonder if it's because we have eight people in the call. That couldn't possibly be it. Steve. Yes. Posted their Skype number. I'm about to send you an image. Okay. 
that's gonna knock you out. Is this can... the Macquarie drawing? Never mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> Darth. <laughs> Darth Oh, he's off for now. He's dropping. Okay, Darth Hound sent it to me. And wow. What the hell with Darth Hound. Yeah, well it's in the chat here. Oh, okay. So yeah, that is that is that spot is the on. Throne. Yep, that is the throne, guys. The throne from uh Macquarie? Yes. Yep. Where's Mixler? Yeah. Wait, oh, what chat? It's in the the Mixelplick chat. The Mixelplick chat, yeah. Darth Hound sent it. Say it backwards, Irish. So all right. Okay, we've got. Let's see. Cam, are you? Wow. Cam, are you still here? I'm still here. I didn't get to play. Okay, I didn't get to play your intro music, Cam. Feel the thunder, lightning, the name, the name, and the thunder. All right, Thunder Cam is here. So. Hey buddy. Hey buddy. <laughs> All right. And and Roth in Wyoming is still he's just here. He's like, I'm just sitting here watching the mess happen. Golly. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm I, I, I can drop off if you want me to. No, it's fine, Roth. I I like to hear this. Uh Anthony says he sent it to uh, what's yeah. going on here? There's a lot happening. Phil's Phil Sostack okay. apparently uh uh tweeted it. Phil really Sostack. Nice. I probably should get back to the show to go do my Star Wars forecast, but I do want to tell you my favorite part of the trailer really quick. Is that yes. cool? Yes. All right. So at the very end, you know, the Force will be with you always. Obi-Wan's uh-huh. line. We've heard it on RFR a million times. Luke says the very first part of that. He goes, the Force mm-hmm. will be with you. It's Ray's face. And then it's Leia that says always. Yep. yep. And that just ended me. Right at the end of the trailer. Mm. Unbelievable. Nice. Absolutely unbelievable that we got that. We're getting Carrie in this movie. We're getting Leia in this movie. It's going to be unreal. Hey, we're getting Lando. I once told her she certainly belonged with us in the clouds. (laughs) Lando Lando holding counsel. You know, know, I could have married her. (laughs) (laughs) Mary Hill. Well, how many people do we have here? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Steve, <laughs> never wear your yellow shirt when you're going to podcast. No, yeah. Everyone just jumps on the bus, don't yeah. they? <laughs> Everyone's like, taxi! Um, all right. Well, okay. I'm, Cam is gone. Okay. Uh, I, I Scott. still here. Oh, he's still here. Cam, you're still here? still here. Yeah, oh, maybe. I thought you had a show to do. I mean, technically, I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a show right now. Cam, you understand You understand that being the big honking show weatherman doesn't pay a dime. <laughs> I mean, he pay 10% more. I mean, Why don't you start I mean, paying him out of your uh, big honking show budget that we give you? Yeah, yeah well, to tell you, talk if, to you about that, by the way. Yeah, if I did that, he still wouldn't get paid a dime. <laughs> so, looks like RFR is up and going. Yeah. All right. Well, well, hey, gentlemen, I should probably let you go. I got to get on here. So I will see. You. I look forward to hearing what everyone else has to say. But uh, uh, have a good show, day. dude. All right, Cam, I'm yeah, hanging up good. on you. See ya. All right. All right. All right, Cam's right, going. Hang up on him, or you hang up on the rest of us? Um, no, I just I've hung up on him. Okay. So <laughs> you're we're not still allowing here. him back. So he's gone. 
He's gone. If you don't, if you guys don't behave, you're next. Um, <laughs> Here's a question. Yes. Do we think that three PO and R two are going to get more screen time than the past They've two movies? Already gotten yes. more screen time. That's than true. The past two movies. I hope at least R two is an actual part of the movies for like well, more I mean, than two minutes. Three PO. Three PO plainly plays a part in the caper. And it sounds like his end comes, but again, that's that's still the part that gets me the most. Mm-hmm. These guys are our porthole to this thing, and it, and he just said it's over. Hmm. One last look at my friends. I gotta turn my fan on. I'm about to burn up up in here. It's yeah, hot. it's it's definitely has. I'll say this about the trailer: it had a finality to it, and yeah. maybe that's just because I know it's the end. But I got it. I remember at the beginning of Smallville season ten, they played like. And now the final season of Smallville, and they played this huge trailer. And from then on, you just felt like this ending coming, just like rushing up toward you, you know. And that's kind of the way I felt watching this trailer. Just You could just feel that it's just around the corner. You know, although we know that they're, you know, they got uh, some movies in development, and obviously TV show and stuff, it still feels like, you know, it's going to be a piece of our lives that um, it's not there. However, I mean, you know, people in the dark times and after the prequels and stuff, it's not like we knew that we were going to get more anyway, but right. still, still, it's, it's definitely, well, now that we've been told this is it, you know, for the, for the Skywalker saga, it's definitely feels like saying goodbye to a friend. Yeah. 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 Well, mm-hmm. that's, that's true. But, you know, like, as we said earlier, we've got a lot of Star Wars to Look forward mm-hmm. to with the Mandalorian, with the Kenobi show that sure. we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's these other movies that are out there in the ether that are supposed to be happening. You know, so um, yeah. But as far as the Skywalker saga goes, the story that we all bought into, you know, forty plus years ago, it, yes. yeah, it this is this is definitely finale. And and look, that's I think that's the thing about this trailer for me is the epicness of it is is it is it has the proper epic feel of something very special taking place so um yeah so i'm i, I like i say i i know it sounds weird after a year of hearing me just kind of be very cool about star wars and to but th- there was nothing about this trailer that i did not like and did not think was great and i hope that the movie lives up to what we've just seen in this trailer yeah. So. Um, and I, and then you wonder too, like I had read George that they had talked to George Lucas before they sat down to write this thing and stuff like that. And I wonder, you know, you wonder how much of that conversation made it to the film, you know, or, or, or what we're going to see, you know, it's just, I told him I didn't I, want anything to do with it. <laughs> Retired. I'm trying to see. Okay. I told him to get a job. I paused the, the, <laughs> The the shot of the Falcon as it comes into view, yes. it yes. looks like Just on that myself. It looks Beautiful. like well, you can kind of see into the cockpit a little bit as you let it if you let it go really slow. Where's that one? Uh, I'm at 102 right now, and I think that's Lando there in the pilot seat. So this is Lando and Chewie, maybe leading the fleet. So did someone leave? Yeah, it's just Cam saying thanks for being on. Cam, stop messing up the show. <laughs> he's not on. He just sent a message. He can hear me. He knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. 
He's holding me up for money. He's like a like the ultimate warrior or something. So, um, by the way, I will also say uh, the good news front for me is I decided when everybody was talking about buying tickets, I wasn't going to buy tickets because you know I just because it's Brunswick. Mm-hmm. But I decided to try it anyway. And uh, Georgia Theater Company, for those of you who are availing yourselves of them, I went straight through. Had no problems, no lockups, no hangups, nice. no waiting line, no well queue, done. no nothing. Great. Yeah, I got on the Cinemark website and I was the same deal. I, there were a couple showtimes in the super like XD one that were already all sold out, but yeah, we'll different showtime, just we'll kind of standard 2D was had no problems. Bought four tickets. Well, I haven't been um, I haven't been monitoring things very much, but it does look like um, I haven't seen anyone uh, complaining about problems with tickets and that sort of thing. Oh, that was, it was, uh, when I was talking to Riley earlier, uh, uh, Bruce apparently was stuck in a queue that was, had him like 25 minutes or something oh, Bruce. Come on, before he could buy the tickets. No. Someone says they see, okay, I do see what looks to be a U-wing underneath the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. And someone said they saw an Outrider. They saw what looks to be the Outrider. The Outrider? The Outrider? Really? Yeah, that's a de- I see E.T. ship in the background. You know that well, that kind a, of there's looks a like board a, cube. Well, they left from the Senate. It could be the Outrider. And Serenity from Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> the Sulaco is in there. If you you go underneath the cockpit of the Falcon, yes, that and there's that right hammerhead looking thing. Yeah, and then below it, right below it, that could be the Outrider like or the something out- similar. Yeah, a ship like the Outrider for sure. Enterprise. Well, yeah, bring it, Dash listen, Rendar. The the shot the the ship just above the the Falcon there, right over the radar dish. Oh, that yeah. It looks kind of like the Twilight to me. Wait a minute, Wait. the radar dish. The, the radar, radar dish, dish is, is round. round. Yeah. The radar dish is right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so, so immediately, I love this movie. <laughs> we are such nerds that we're talking about the radar dish on the Millennium Falcon. Oh. Well, we were talking about Ewoks earlier. Yeah. Least, uh. <laughs> are they going to change it at Galaxy's Edge? Probably oh, not. Oh, that's a fine point. Probably not. I'll let you guys know. I'm going in February. Well, that's going to that's gonna change attendance right there. They put the right dish on there. You think so? That'll get, that'll get them in. <laughs> like, well, I wasn't going to book a trip, but now I've got to. Yeah, I'm get. I'm doing the whole like build your lightsaber and everything. Nice. Oh, really? Yeah, we'll cool. We'll be there Dave. December 13th through 15th, so we should be able cool. to do both rides. I'll probably be 2021 before I'm able to go down. And next oh. time I get offered a free ticket, I'm going. I'll just drop what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, this is uh, it's my anniversary weekend, where I tell all of you to come join me. All right, guys. I'm going to try one time here to bomb yeah. RFR and see what we can do. See what happens. Bump them? Nope, it hung up on me. So Steve, Steve's <laughs> trying to invade. I'm trying to invade RFR. Like, Steve's trying to get in. You think Jimmy Mac's like listening and he's like, darn it, Steve, he ain't getting on my show. Like, no. You're not letting Steve Glosson on. We're not letting Glosson <laughs> on. All of my radio personalities sound the same. Yeah, that does. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much you're me there. That's yeah. right. Well, Glosson's trying right. to call. That's right. That's right. When Jimmy does you, he's actually doing Terry Bradshaw, I've noticed. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Steve's, uh, Steve John Luke Picard sometimes sounds like, uh, you know, Sean Connery. So. <laughs> well, yeah. It was here, number one. Uh, <laughs> Money Penny. It was here, Money Penny. 
Uh, make it show. Make it show. <laughs> Junior. Engage. All right. Well, guys, uh, Scott, you have to be up early in the morning, don't you? I yeah. do have to be up at 3.15, four hours from now. Mm. Wow. All right. Well, I'm going to hang up on you. <laughs> that just is not right. Scott, that, seems, then, that well, seems an inordinate amount of time between the time that you get up and the time you go on the air. Well, I have to be there at five. I have to prepare the news for all the other stations, mm. and I have to have that done before six. Mm. And then I do show prep from six to seven, okay. and then seven I go to the air. Well, God bless your heart, man. Tomorrow's news, a fleet appears within the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ghost of the Millennium Falcon scene leading a resistance. They're riding and maybe the Outrider. They're riding those see, horses. Yeah. Horses riding on a spaceship. Thank you, Eric. You stole my line. <laughs> It's going to be all Star Wars-related news tomorrow morning. That's great. It may be. Mm. Well, Riven, I am going to We just got Tatooine on the weather report, by the way. Oh, really? I I didn't have him pulled up. I'm tuning in. How did he get Tatooine on the weather report? Dry conditions. (laughs) Nice. Dry like Tatooine? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go. Dry as a mummy's pocket. All right, Riven, thank you. Thank you Uh, so much for taking time, Scott. Have a good night, brother. All right, you too. Be All good. Right. Rifen's out. All right. I'm, I'm going to sign off. I was going to say, Eric, well. I thought you had to be up early as well, don't you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, not until five, so it sounds late compared to Rifen. Indeed. But. Indeed. Well, buddy, thank you so I, much. I'm up way past my bedtime. Eric, thank you for taking time, brother. It's always good oh, to have you on. A, this is a blast. It's always Yeah, man. To thanks. For, nice talking to you, Eric. It's yeah. good talking to all you guys. All right. Peace. I'll follow their lead and hang up and listen too. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see you, Roth. Thank you, Roth, for jumping Roth, on. Roth yeah, from Wyoming. Course. Thanks, guys. It was fun. Yeah, Roth from Wyoming, everybody. Thanks, man. We'll see you. I accidentally hung up on Irish a little too soon. So, <laughs> uh, don't forget that book that's coming out November fifth. What was it called? <laughs> Resistance Reborn. Thank you, Resistance Reborn. Thank you, Dave. Yes, sir. Dave has got the knowledge tonight. I want to say this, and I'm not just saying it because Dave is here. Dave is a better friend to everyone than I am to anyone. Oh, come on. It is a true story. I didn't remember the name of that book. True story. What you do? I'm looking forward to it. Oh, man. All right. Well, guys, I discovered earlier that that I can't take calls while we've got everyone on the line, so... I'm going to hang up with you guys and reopen the phone lines for people what? to call in. Yeah, yeah. Um, as much as I want to talk the the indoor stuff, and by the way, thank you guys so much for going down that road with me. Oh yeah, on the, on the Ewok movies. on the Ewok adventure and the battle for indoor. Yeah, yeah, well, there's always the cartoons. Yeah, indeed. All right, Steve. Well, thank okay, you Steve, thank for having you. me, my Thank man. you guys so it. much. I enjoyed Good it. And loved having you all. all right, so, nice talking to you, Chef. Hope, hey, guys, we've got some... My wife is wanting to do something pretty big for the marathon I'll have to tell you guys about. So Okay. Yeah, yeah awesome. I heard something about that. Yeah, so I'll get with you guys. <laughs> Why well, did you hear it. something, Shaz? Uh, it was on Big Honkin' Show. Okay, great. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you guys so much. Sincerely. Thank see you, Steve. All right, love you, see bud. you guys. Love Bye. you guys. Bye. All right, uh, so we're about to take some calls, um, but first, I'm going to try one more time to hit up the uh, Rebel Force Radio show here, if I can, Um, 708-866-1737, is that right? Is that right? Let me me just pull this up here and see what's going on here. Um, What I'm going to do is I'm going to copy this and paste it. (laughs) 
Nope. Copy this and paste it right over here. Fingers crossed, everybody. Oh, it's unavailable. All right. The number to call me if you want to give us a call is 706-383-3019. While Rebel Force Radio has hundreds of people listening, we have dozens. And so you're going to be more prone to be able to get in with me to share your thoughts about the trailer, share your thoughts about what uh, we've talked about, uh, to try once again to derail me if you'd like to. But I'd love to hear from you if you're still around. I don't even know how many people are still listening um, it's 706-383-3019. So, um, let me put that up in the chat. 706-383-3019. Or if you have me on, um, if you have me on the old chat, you can give me a call. All right, here we go. Let's see. We Hello, hello. Hey, I'm calling back here again, Steve. Hey, Christopher. I'm so sorry. Everything got screwy a while ago. Oh, that's okay. It's no big deal. I'm just glad it's all working out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's let's hear it, man. This trailer, I'm going to tell you as I've as you've heard me say, I've kind of gushed over it. It's been an exciting thing for me. So, um, uh, what? How about you? Uh, you seem to be really pumped up in the chat there. Oh, absolutely. It takes me back to 2005. Uh, wait for that Revenge of the Sith trailer. Mm-hmm. I think it was the OC back in the day, and just. You know, back then, I believe that was the last movie. Right. And, you know, here we are again. Now, I thought this would never happen. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and so it's just, it is, it does kind of have that same feeling of that old, of the Episode 3 trailer. It really does. Um, yeah, and then, like you said, with, with Geek Out Loud, it's just how many, you know, years have passed. You know, you know little, my little son is, you know, with me. He was watching, watching along, listening along tonight, and just how far we've come, and yet Star Wars is, is still there, you know? It's crazy. It is It is wild. And, and well, in all the Star Wars that's been, you know, in the last 12 years, we've gone through the Clone Wars, we've gone through Rebels, you know, and now we have this whole new era coming with the different television shows and everything. Um, it, it is going to be pretty amazing. Let me ask you this. What do you think of the Ewok movies? Well, uh, I've watched, I think, half of the first one. And okay. That was years ago. I think I got it at... I rented it when I was in college. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, I got some holiday special vibes, which I've only seen that once. And I thought I'd better stop, you know, quit while I'm ahead with that. <laughs> Listen, they 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 have their merits. Um, the Ewok Adventure, especially, is, is the first one. It's kind of hard to get through. Um, but it's like Dave said, at the end, it's actually... Uh, it turns into a pretty cool adventure with the big monster they fight and everything. It's very George Lucas. Um, and well, then, if they drop if they drop those on Disney Plus, yeah, I'll definitely try them. Oh I'm yeah, there. yeah. And then the battle for Endor is it, to me even better. It's really sad at the beginning, but it, it becomes just a better uh, movie than you know than than what the Ewok Adventure was. It's got a lot more action and stuff to it. Is that pre or post Return of the Jedi? Who knows? I I, I sincerely <laughs> don't. Yeah, I sincerely don't know. I've heard everything from 150 years after to 150 years before. So, um, so I'm not sure. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so real quick, Stephanie in the chat. We said uh, with Ray training and running around and everything, I the tiger. Um, so that's that's what that's kind of what we called on you for, Stephanie. But don't feel like you have to do it, buddy. You know we just joke around with you. Uh, favorite moments from the trailer, Christopher? 
Oh man, all the space battles, all the ships. I mean, been freaking out about that on Twitter all afternoon, mm-hmm. and just seeing ships from I mean, the Clone Wars and you know, the, the Ghost. I mean, it's just I can only imagine how many more ships we're going to see in the actual movie, and just seeing so many on screen at once. It is. It is. Um, it's exciting because you do get the sense that uh, Lucasfilm, JJ, and company are really trying to truly bring everything full circle. Um, with yeah, which with was that things. was kind of missing from uh, the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi for me, especially some of the new designs. You know, some of them work better than others. Yep. But seeing uh, pulling from the entire saga with you know the battle droid, which you know, I didn't notice until it was pointed out in the chat, but just, just bringing everything together, it's really going to just reward us for all the years we spent watching and reading all these different materials. Well, yeah, just to have these things sprinkled in is really really cool. You know, even if even if it's not, I mean, you know, because the, these ships. For example, to have them on screen is amazing, but they're not necessarily going to be, you know, you're not going to zoom in on a Clone Wars ship and they're like, this is a ship from the Clone Wars. I mean, it's just going to be something there for us fans that we know, we recognize, and we appreciate. And Yeah, it just gives us that, that smile in the theater right, while we're watching. Right. Yeah. It's like seeing the big juggernaut tank in Rogue One, you know, um, <clears throat> that, that Ray was on when they, bro- when they broke her out of prison or what have you. It's that same yeah, kind of it's thing. Not gonna be, it's not going to be the the mall in Solo either, where right. you know, kind of jarring. Because I was explaining to people in, in the row we were sitting at, what's in the you know, Clone Wars and Rebels and all this and that, and they're just kind of looking at me like, what are you talking? About? Yeah, what what do you, what is this Clone Wars and Rebels of which you speak exactly? Yeah. So, <laughs> oh man, well, Lutz, thank you so much, uh, and I, I think that you were on board with wanting to do this thing tonight. So. Yeah, this is partly yeah, hey, long time, long time, first time. I've been listening for years. And I've never called a podcast. Well, I figured it was a special night. Well, thank you so much for letting me be your first man. I, I appreciate you, and I appreciate your activity in the in the Goliverse group and 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 being a part of the the Guardians, man. So thank you so much. Hey, thank you, Steve. It's a pleasure. All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good night. Hey, you too. Take care. All right, the great Christopher Lutz, everybody. Ooh. Uh, chiming in. Christopher, very active over at uh, geekonline.com slash group. From the 315, who am I talking to? What up, Steve? What up? It's Andy. Hey, Andy. Why didn't you call on Skype like you normally do? Well, I, you told me to call on the number. But you know if I if you have Skype, if you got me on Skype, just call me on Skype. This is what I get for following the rules. Good Lord. <laughs> How are you, Steve? I'm, I'm well. How are you, Andy? I completely forgot that this trailer was happening today. I woke up from a nap and I'm like, why is everyone screaming on Twitter? And I'm like, oh, well, there you go. And there you go. It's been a long Monday. So um, I, you know, you know, Steve, I, you know, I'm nowhere near as the vote, you know, like, you know, you know, big into Star Wars as you have been, you know, because I only got into Star Wars. A couple of years ago, you know, with them um, when the new movies came out and so right, on. Right, right. With all the Johnny um, come lately's, yeah. But for me, I I still get the chills of seeing things like this, and this trailer was no exception. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know, I you know, I mean, because I haven't, and I I kind of feel like a hypocrite to the fact that I'm getting this like you know emotional and you know this this moved by. You know the end of this of this particular story, even though I've only maybe spent what maybe when did Force Awakens come out? What is it? Two thousand fifteen. Two thousand fifteen. So I've only really been, you know, part of it for four years, mm-hmm. and 
but yet it still gets to me. Yep. Yep. It's uh it, look, here's the thing. It I don't think that's hypocritical at all. I think that that's the power of Star Wars. I mean, we, part of it was look, Disney did a great job in 2015 of marketing The Force Awakens to everyone who hadn't been Star Wars fans before. And there were a lot of people who rediscovered it and a lot of people who discovered Star Wars for the first time through Disney Star Wars. And that brought a a ton a ton of fans who got connected to these characters. And when you see that this is the end of this particular trilogy and these characters are now going to kind of exit our lives, it, you know, no matter how long you've been a fan of star Wars, if you've been attached to these characters, then of course you're going to be sad to see them go. Um, you know, that's the great thing about star Wars is every generation has their star Wars and in in this generation your 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 group is no different Andy you know like you latched on to this sequel trilogy and you've enjoyed it and you've followed it and and have loved it and that's a great thing and and so it becomes in different ways as powerful to you as it does to us 40 plus year you know fans us lifers um cuz I'm kind of a lifer you know like I I've had Star Wars oh, yeah. in my life as long as I can remember and so you know, it, well, you be- leave and breathe. You leave and breathe. You live and breathe Star Wars. Well, and- I, I used to, and then I got my priorities straight, and so <laughs> you know, and then I and I just decided that I would enjoy Star Wars rather than be obsessed with it, and um and and that's a better way to live, to be honest with you, is to just enjoy it and and not get completely wrapped up and enraptured in it. So life lesson, everybody. Life lesson. So. My, I just want to say my favorite moment, and uh, you know, uh, you know, aside from all the great action sequences and all the, you know, I mean, it's there's just so much, but you know, but for me, I'm I'm always the guy who looks at, you know, and I don't I don't want to, you know, I don't want to limit it to being like a small moment, but like for me, like just seeing, you know, almost all the the principal cast members together and with C three C- people just saying, just looking at you one last time, like for me, that's like. Those are the moments that I always that I'm always here for, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah. look at what we're about to get in, get into, and yep. you know, as I was saying this before, you know, like, we, you know, th- this year has been a really good year for nerds. Mm-hmm. You know, we started, you know, started because it was in April, but we really started with Avengers and Avengers Endgame, right? You know, this right. big, you know, ten year plus culmination. Mm-hmm. You know, we're about to get into, you know, on the on the small screen, we're about to get into Cries on Infinite Earth, and we get to end the year with Star Wars. I don't know about you, Steve, but this, for me, this is the definition of being blessed as a nerd. Like, you know, we can have our disagreement, we can have our, you know, arguments on Twitter and the Instagrams or whatever, so on. But for me, like, when we can, when we're living in an age when we get this much, like, I can only be you know, grateful and appreciative of what we're getting, and I'm just, I'm just ready for it. So that's what I will leave leave you at. So. And uh, more people can call in. But Indeed. Steve, thank you for doing this tonight. Andy, uh, happy, happy, uh, congratulations to 250 episodes of Geek Out Loud. Andy, and so I want to, and I want to say this: this is your, this has been your best call ever. Thank you, and uh, to all the listeners, they're awesome for tuning in. So I, I can't wait to hear who calls next, and I can't wait to talk to you soon, Steve. So all have right. a good night, Thanks, and Andy. we shall speak soon. All, all right. right, see you, bud. Have a good night. Andy calling in. Best call ever from Andy. He kept it on point. He he followed. Y'all, Andy, let's give it up for Andy because fantastic. He did a he did a fantastic job. So um let's see here if I can 
We're going to try to call in again. I don't know. I've got them pulled up on the YouTube and no one responded to me in the chat. Um, so let's see. Yeah. No one's responded to me in the chat to see if RFR is calling. We are going to once again, try to call in to the RFR and see if we can get on there. We'll see. I don't think they're taking calls quite yet. RFR is unavailable. Man, all right. We're gonna we'll keep trying. We'll keep trying. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Our number is 706-383-3019. Or if you have me on Skype, you go ahead and hit me up. I'd love to hear from you. If you're still hanging out in the chat, we're gonna give you a little more time to um to to chit chat with us. And uh Cam says, wait a few more moments and he'll call in and have a proper conversation. You got it, Thunder Cam. All right, calling in here now from the two one zero. From the two one zero. Hello, hello. Hey. Hey. Steve Bennett. Oh, Team Steve. Team Steve, what's, how are you? I'm well, man. How the heck are you, brother? Oh, pretty good. Um, I got to kind of keep my voice down. The family's asleep. I understand. Um, and I'm sure within a couple of minutes, I'm going to be hushed. But <laughs> I wanted to call in because we were having a conversation on the chat mm-hmm. uh, earlier. I was thinking about, you know, Anakin's beats over the course of the three trilogies. You know, and in the third episode was his fall, and then in the sixth was his redemption, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you know, and so now we're at the ninth. What would be an appropriate beat for Anakin's story um, that that would would follow? I think it was Mark uh, Hamill mm-hmm. said, "You know, duh, it's the rise mm-hmm. of Anakin." Yeah. Um, but then how, how that plays out, yeah. you know, as a force ghost, does he come back and say, kids, 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 come on, <laughs> it's, let's get our head together. Right, <laughs> you know? right. Um, I just didn't know if you had given any thought to that. Well, we talked about a little bit earlier. In fact, it was uh, Roth in Wyoming that brought it up. And I don't know if you brought it up because you guys have been discussing in the chat, but the idea of Anakin being a major player here and being the one to resolve this whole thing. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic idea. I, I think that, you know, I, I don't want to, it's like I said to them, I don't want to get my hopes up that it'll happen, but I think that's a, I think right. that's a fantastic idea because it, it brings the story back around to Anakin Skywalker, you know, and, and yeah. I think that then, you know, any questions about Ray's parentage and everything, I think end up taking a back seat to the resolution that Anakin brings to the whole situation. Um, you know, in in balance to the force and and that sort of thing. So yeah, I think that's I, I love it. Hey, I also yeah, want to say Shaz is on here saying resurrection or resolution. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So what what were you saying? I um I also wanted to thank you because the the last couple of times I've gone down to South Georgia with my wife to visit my family, um, on, my wife doesn't like to ride in the car very long in long periods of time, and so she always needs some stop to look forward to on the way back. So uh-huh. w- one time on the way back, I knew to stop in Jackson, Georgia, to show her downtown Hawkins, and then the, uh-huh. and then the next time we went over to Stockbridge so I could show her Hawkins Middle that was still there with Hawkins Middle School on the school and everything. So, and we oh, uh, we I didn't walk around it with her, but I did drive around it. Um, yeah, well, we we walked all around it. I, I was there. <laughs> <For sure>. uh, 
<laughs> I was there. <laughs> that was a good time. So I wouldn't have known, to, but I wouldn't have known to go to those places had it not been for you. Uh, so. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad we had that experience, and I can't wait until we can pull something off again like yeah. that. Oh, it was. Um, but I, I, I tell you, I had been looking forward to this um, trailer dropping yeah. you know, for the better part of the week, mm-hmm. and um, you know, for. And I'm switching back to Star Wars real, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. real quick. Um, this, for me, Star Wars has always been um, less of the of the drama with the with with the humans. Mm-hmm. It was always much more the eye candy, the, um, the 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 aliens and the creatures. Right, right. And so, um, I, and I, I think it's because I got introduced to the whole franchise when i was four mm-hmm. and it was all about you know the, the action figures so i was looking at the uh the aliens in this one and uh i, I think my favorite was a little guy that was tweaking 3po i um uh, wondering if he's got any story at all or if he's just there for that scene but um I'm, i always got my eye out for the uh the creatures. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I love. Are, are you talking about the little the droid control? What's his name again? They no one that not not the droid the the little little tiny creature right that's the, sitting on three PO's shoulder. Yeah, he's the droid. Like he's a droid expert. Like he can reprogram droids and right. stuff. It's like Bobby yeah, yeah, Frick yeah. or something like that. I didn't know he had a name. Yet. Yeah, he's got a name, Bibbo or Bibu or something. I I, I want to oh, say Bobo Frick is what Roth is saying. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah, it's not uh, yeah Bobo yeah. Frick. Yeah, I was thinking Babu, but that's from Seinfeld. <laughs> Babu, um, so. or Bobo. Yeah, Bobo yeah, Frick. Uh, yeah. Time ba- uh, uh, no, that's uh, Clash of the Titans. The owl. Oh, is that was that the owl's name in Clash of the Titans? Was Bobo? Bobo. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, it's it's. Um, Oh, it is Babu Frick, according to Garrison Rife, and he knows his stuff as well. So, yeah, Babu Frick. Uh, Babu Frick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, Bubo. Uh, and Bubo. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it all figured out. So, um, so but yeah, anyway, I just, I, just I, I was over here listening to everything, and um, and uh, I thought I'd just chime in and give my 10 cents. Well, and, I, uh, well it's good. listening to you. Well, man, it's good to talk to you. You've got my number. Don't be a stranger. Absolutely. All right. Take it easy. Team Steve, everybody. Steve Bennett. We'll see you, man. (laughs) All right. Bye. bye. Steve Bennett, ladies and gentlemen of Team Steve. Now, Team Steve was initially begun in Star Wars Celebration 5 with my good friend Steve Mitchell from um, up in Michigan. And uh, we were hanging out. at We met and started hanging out at Celebration 5, and that's kind of where Team Steve began. Team Steve continued uh, or was kicked into high gear at an RFR meetup in, uh, in, uh, in, in Orlando. And, uh, Jimmy and Jason had left the park and it had rained and it was like me and Steve Bennett and the, um, Blanton kids from star Wars report and a few other people. I believe Thomas was our friend. Thomas was with us. Scott found his way in there somehow. And uh, we just started running the what I called running the loop on Star Tours. We would get off and we'd go around. I think we rode like six times in a row. And um, and it was just Team Steve. And so then it was Steve Bennett who Shaz and I, he, he was gracious enough to um, rent a vehicle, put us up as we went on the uh, Stranger Things expedition back a couple of years ago. And what a good time that was. And um, I, they, they were filming... Uh, 
some scenes for Black Widow here in Rome, Georgia, recently. So um, we may see uh, we may see some things happen around this area. We might have to get back into at some point. So uh, let's see what's going on over here with the with these people. Um. That uh, you know, long have I waited. So it it it, it kind of you know. They're taking calls. They're taking calls on RFR. How do I get in? How do I get in? I thought I was their friend. They they know how to bring me in. I want to crash so bad I can't stand it. They're unavailable. I'm going to have to listen in right. a little I bit. I kind of want to get your thoughts on that. Uh, uh, all right, Jim. The law. You know, Palpatine is always in it for the. Listen, this episode 250, we're going to keep trying, guys. We're going to keep trying. But for now, I'd love to hear from you. 706-383-706-383-3019. And uh, you know what? I do actually have them on Skype. I, I might try to message them and um, and see what they see if they will. Throw me any love here. Rebel Force Radio. Has it really been a year since I chatted with them? Any love for a fat southern guy? Let's see. Maybe it'll go through. They're, they're marking themselves as busy, but we'll see. We'll see if they'll bring us in. Who knows? Talk about pirate radio. Um, listening to go, listening to Rebel Force Radio. What if I did this? Let's do this. You know, I joked while ago about... Just commenting on podcasts, so let's let's do this. And that was all he needed. But little did he know he would be toppled out of power a mere three, four years later. You tell him, Jim. I don't think that was part of his plan. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. That's right. Well, I'm gonna build this. It's almost like he could hear planet me. Planet destroying weapons. That's so right. I can rule for three, maybe four years. <laughs> no, 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 that was not part of the plan. He does a pretty uh, good temper. I think I do better. I think he often would do things to nurture a plan B. Mm. A guy like that who is always thinking. So it's many like I'm steps part of the ahead. show. He has to be thinking about. It's like I'm part of the, the show. Contingency plan. Yeah. And I think that's what we're going to learn about in episode nine. This is going to what make them so angry. I don't want to make them angry. I want them to be was. And the way it would be most effective yes. is if they found something in episode one to latch on to. Oh, that's what we were that talking about bringing full circle while ago. Yeah, full circle. In episode nine. Yeah. Something a Horcrux. did. Yeah, a Horcrux. As a senator. Yeah. Is there anything you could think of that happened on screen or could potentially have happened off screen during episode one but it would only be truly fulfilling is if we had well, the he evidence did, right there out in he front did of call us for a vote of no confidence time not something we all right well there there that is there uh, i'm going to keep trying to call them though let's see I, I think i've got the right number for them this won't paste and stay there all right let's try it No, it's unavailable. Daggummit. Well, all right. I don't think I don't think it's gonna work. I'd love for it to work, but our number's seven oh six three eight three three oh one nine. This is riveting podcasting when you hear someone trying to get on another show. Cam Hopman said he's going to call in and I don't know when he's going to call in. 
Um, what is this? Roth and Wyoming has posted a Star Wars tweet. You have ruins of the Death Star in your shower. <laughs> what is this thing? I'll be reenacting this moment in the shower. <laughs> That's funny. He's got Kylo. It's a picture of Kylo. It's John Kasdan. It's a picture of wet Kylo, and he's like, I'll be reenacting re re this moment in the shower momentarily. Yeah, that's some good stuff. Let's see if they're getting ready. Let's see if they're talking about me. It's a good question, and let me ask this. What, what do you think his endgame is, right? Like, if, if this is something he's been waiting for. How are these people getting in? I don't even understand it. How are these people getting in? I have no idea. So, uh, Cam was going to call a lot of unrest at the RFR call. <laughs> There's old Cam Hopman. Hey, Cam. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I can't hear you, Cam. What's going on with you? Why? I see you. You got that stupid camera thing going again. I've got you turned up, but you're not coming through. All right. What about now? Now you are. All right. Indeed. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. Sorry about everything earlier. I wanted to, you know, get on, but I had to work. Right. Which I, is unfortunate. I understand. What's funny is the first time you called in... And you set your phone down. You disconnected your... Well, no, I guess you left the headphones in, the earbuds in, but we could hear everything that was going on in the studio. <laughs> I think that's an FCC violation. And so, well, so I muted your microphone, that I or I muted you coming through the call, and then when you came back to the call, it would not let me unmute you. Oh, because Oh, I'm sorry about all that. Because Skype I is dumb. Well, I think posting the Skype call in the Mixler <laughs> chat was maybe not the best idea, although it did get nine people for episode nine. Yeah, it did. Yeah, we well. had we had nine. Yeah, that was I thought if someone came on, if clicked that link, they'd have to be allowed into the call. I was, oh, no. No, I no, was no, wrong. No. Yeah, no, yeah. no one warned me that people would just <laughs> click on it and show up. But I was glad. I mean, look, it was cool to have Roth in Wyoming on. And, yeah, you know, man. it was cool for you to click in and just suddenly be there. It was cool to have schwa. You know, no one abused it because we've got the greatest listening podcast listening audience in the universe. So oh, no, yeah. no one abused it. And I appreciate that from everybody. So, All right. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm on my drive home now. I wanted because I, I know you were having some riveting podcasting before I called. Mm -hmm. uh, just trying to get on I, RFR. Are you, do, are you here now because you want to try to get on RFR with me? Uh, if you want to get in. Yeah, dude, I'm in. I've only talked to Jimmy and Jason once. I was at the station, my last station, late one night. They were doing a show at like 2 o'clock in the morning. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, sure. Was it Force Friday? Was it a Force Friday? No, it was, they were, they were having, this is, maybe they were doing Mixler for one of the uh -oh, technical I'm... difficulties, like for two or three hours, and then finally started recording mm. at like 1 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Um, it was me and one other person, I think, listening. So, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I mean, if you want to do that or we can just chat, it's up to you, man. No, well, I just tried to call and they weren't there. Okay. Well, never mind. They were unavailable again. <laughs> too good for you. They know how to get in touch with me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they know how to get in touch with me. <laughs> All right. So, what did you think? I, and I, I kind of heard snippets and stuff. I mm -hmm. couldn't listen as intently as I wanted to earlier. And I know we're probably going to be talking about stuff that. You've already mentioned multiple times, but what uh, did you think overall? Cam, I'm going to is bring your faith back. Well, here's the, the thing. I'm going okay. I'll go back to when I initially watched the whole thing, the first time I'm through. It was evoking emotion. There's that word again. It was evoking emotion okay. in me that I've not felt about Star Wars 
in in a while and um the the music was everything i've wanted from a star wars trailer with these sequel trilogies to actually have the star wars theme um to to the the 3po line Uh, the 3po line caught a lot of people i think a little bit different than it caught me to me it fills me with dread um i'm really tired of seeing my childhood die off you know um when it comes to characters like 3PO yeah. and, and Chewie, I mean, these are characters that can live forever. And I just, it really makes me sad if, if like it really is goodbye for him. And I understand, you know, that may just be something to really push our buttons emotionally, you know, get us more emotionally invested in this. The, uh, the, I've got right now paused on, on the, on the thing, this, the shot of the Falcon coming up you know in the whole fleet of ships there oh man this is, is one of this is one of my favorite blush. this is one of my favorite shots i've ever seen in star wars it's the portals moment and jj's up in the ante man yeah and what i'd really like if if i could get it i'd love to have a high def um i'd love to have a high def version of that so i could put it on uh, my wallpaper you know, right. for the longest time, my wallpaper on my computer was the Death Star or the Star Destroyer going to the Death Star Two from the opening of Return of the Jedi, oh. and um, and so uh, this, I mean, this is what I would like to have there. It's it's I love it. It's so great. Um, what station is Thundercam on? He is on uh, WEVV out of Evansville, yep. Indiana. Evansville, Indiana. So I don't know what station that is. DMY is twenty three. That, that is the CBS Fox. The CBS Fox affiliate out of Evansville, Indiana. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But um, I'll, I'll start off by saying, yeah, your line, the 3PO line was, that caught me off guard. And that gave me the emotion uh, that, you know, your eyes get a little misty maybe at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I totally understand people. I don't think that is a last time we see 3PO. I don't think he's going to his death. What I think that is, is I, I, I really do think so in that the second trailer in the, the montage, the, what was that? The last trailer, whatever that was, mm-hmm. you see, um, you see three PO with the red eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that red eye moment happens very clearly right after that. I think three yeah. PO has some sort of that Babu Frick guy, the little dude, the droid expert guy, mm-hmm. he's either reprogramming 3PO because he knows something or there's some sort of, they're trying to retrieve the memory wipe or something like that, possibly, uh, is my thought. It may be like, oh, there's a chance he might not come back from that. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm at least hoping that's what that is. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, obvious, well, we've seen the picture on the on the poster, and we I That's think we right. saw yeah. it with, with Rambo the Bandoli- 3PO. Yeah, the Rambo 3PO. Three, how would we say that? C Ram 3O. C3 <laughs> Rambo. C3 Rambo. Um, C3. Oh, I like that. I just had to get there, man. Um, I think that he's being programmed to do that. It, we've seen a little bit of that before in episode two. Die, Jedi Dogs. You know, when his head got put on a oh, body, yeah. on the body of a battle droid. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that. Uh, that 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 that's kind of the case, but also if they're going to turn three PO into a fighting droid, and he gets in the mess, you know he could be he's dead. You know, I mean, yeah. like he he could die. So yeah, I hope that doesn't. I hope they. I really hope that they keep because it was good to see R two. We saw R two, and he's featured on the poster as well. Yeah, right. He's there. He mm-hmm. is there. He's part of this. He's part of this movie. He's in 
he's in with the rest of the group. So I'm hoping that these two are featured a bit more. And I'm going to go on my music nerd moment for a second. Um, I really, really would love, I, from everything we've get, heard, is that Williams is going to bring back virtually everything he's ever used in any of these movies <laughs> for this. I would love to hear the droid theme from Empire. Mm -hmm. he, he, we only heard that in Empire. It'd be good to hear it again. Mm -hmm. But, um, uh, yeah, like you said, this is a, getting emotions out of it. It's evoking emotions you haven't felt. I haven't felt about uh, Star Wars movies. And I, I loved Last Jedi. I yeah. really liked it. And I understand why people had... Had 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 beef with that movie. I completely get it, um, but I have not felt this excited for a Star Wars movie since Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. After that, that Thanksgiving trailer or the Black Friday trailer, Force Awakens. That was that got me hyped a year and a month before that movie came out, and this one just waited up until a month before it came out. But I'm I'm as hyped for this as I was for Force Awakens, and I cannot wait, man. Yeah, I I mean I agree. I'm there. Like there, there's no. There's no doubt that I am I am there for this movie and um and and glad to know that you know we have tickets now and we're going to go see it with our friend John Eddie Lowe over in Atlanta awesome. and and, uh, and and so we're going to be seeing it with some good friends and having a good time and um you know look uh there's just so much cool about this trailer that I just you know, like you say, I mean, right down to bringing you back to moments of The Force Awakens. Well, that's one thing we talked about earlier. I tried to, I was getting talked over, um, was the whole idea of like Ray when you see her leaping inside that Death Star. It, you know, it brings you back to Scavenger on Jakku, yeah. you know, that we saw. Um, Lando sitting around in this hangar, you know, just holding court uh, as it looks like with all these other rebels and stuff. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a brief shot. You see him sitting there and, um, you know, we, we've got the, the shot of that Carillion Corvette, you know, just over, Isn't that the, beautiful? over the tree line there. It's just amazing. Isn't it? It is. It, it literally looked like if you, this trailer, you could pause most any frame of this trailer and it's a legitimate work of art. It's beautiful. Some of the shots like you were talking, the shot with just the, the field of fighters behind the Falcon. Mm -hmm. um, that's unbelievable. That's yep. something that's something you 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 took your A wing, you took your X wing, you took you took your your any fighter or speeder you had when you were a kid, Steve, and you pictured that moment. Yeah. Playing yeah. with those toys as a kid. And now it's there. Mm -hmm. We're going to see it in a what, two months. Yeah. Yep. It's it's uh it, it's amazing. Dude, I'm getting excited. I'm getting emotional now just talking about it. <laughs> I'm so excited for this movie. Yeah. I'm so excited and and I didn't think I could be more excited uh than I already was cuz I mean, I talked to you uh when, when uh, my wife and I met uh, you and Haley for lunch and talking about how oh man, I'm just excited. And you were you were, you know, rightfully down. You 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 kind of fell out. Uh, not fell out, but fell out, uh, not as not as taken with it. And again, that's I don't know, man. I just I didn't think I could be more excited. And I see this trailer, and here I am. Well, I mean, I'm I'm going to say this, and and this is something. This is a very mi minor thing. Um, having been out on Force Friday and and seeing a Black Series Ray and a Vintage Collection Ray on the shelves, I was really disappointed with her wardrobe. Um, yeah, because in the package, those things look just like 
Um, just like whatever she wore in in the Force Awakens. Yeah, she didn't. It's not much different. But uh, I, I, it's. But when you actually see it on the screen here, and you see it in motion, like it's white. She's wearing white. She's the. Yeah. She is the good guy in white. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know why on the Kenner on the Hasbro. I don't know why with these Force Awakens characters they're doing like paintings, basically. You know, these weird Photoshop paint jobs rather yeah. than just a good photograph of them. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, so like suddenly I'm like, I really dig this outfit that Ray's got on. I dig this costume and, you know, it was one of my criticisms like, well, she doesn't change enough. You know, Luke Skywalker changed and she basically had the same outfit, everything. But now though, though it evokes her look, I love that white look she's got going, you know, and in, in, yeah. in that clothing, because again, like I say, it just, you, especially when that scene on the, on, on that over the water there in the Death Star or whatever, you know, the Kylo all decked out in black and Ray in her white. It's just, it's good versus evil. It's what Star Wars is, is supposed to be, you know? It is. And her, her, uh, her, I mean, you know, you talk about themes and stuff like that. Luke went from, you know, starting, starting Empire Strikes Back, all white. He's, you know, in snow and whatnot. And then goes to Dagobah, things getting a little darker. His wardrobe's getting darker. He faces off against Vader. It's all gray and charred and everything I'll, like that. He shows I'll do up you in one Jedi. better. I'll do you one better. In in Star Wars, not Empire, in Star Wars, his original outfit in Star Wars, white shirt over those tan pants. Yep. Yeah. Completely yep. white. And yep. he goes he goes from that to the to the tan. Um, yep. you know, the more earth tones to that black outfit. He had that cool black yep. outfit in Return of the Jedi. Ray kind of takes a similar. You're right. She kind of takes a, a almost a reverse view of that, except she was in much darker clothing there in, in the Last Jedi. But yeah. but still, it's kind of the same thing. It's almost that ring storytelling in a way, with it little is. with little subtle vis visual nods like that. It's 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 yeah, man. It, you get and even with Kylo, I mean, I don't know. There's something his so his whole wardrobe. Obviously, he's full on. Mm -hmm. He is full on dark in this obviously she is the light he is the dark mm -hmm. but there's something about i don't know man i i don't i'm i i'm not 100 for redemption i'm not 100 against it i'm kind of just excited to see where his story goes because it's it's the one thing i'm not truly um like i have a general idea where ray's story is gonna go mm -hmm. you know uh, dark gray is probably a vision. We probably, we've kind of figured that one out. Yeah. Um, Ben, I don't know. I, I honestly do not know where this is going. I, I, and I'm really excited to see, um, oh, where his something. story goes, um, where his character goes, because, you know, it's not going to be, Hey, welcome back. You're, you know, you're part of the Rebel Alliance or the Resistance now because, you know, he killed Han Solo. So right. no one's going to welcome him back with open arms necessarily. Mm -hmm. No, I, just, I, I, I agree. I, you know, it's hard to have redemption when you've killed a hero, just as with Anakin. And Darth Vader had to die. Darth Vader couldn't show yep. up and, and be part of the Rebellion or the New Republic. Um regardless of what those Star Wars Infinity books do with him or anything like that. And and I think as you get into this situation with Kylo, I, I think that even if Kylo sacrifices himself in the end, 
I, I don't think I don't know that a Vader esque redemption is in the cards for him. No, I think it might be only redemption in Ray's eyes, possibly, and that might be enough. Because um, I don't think he's ever going to win Finn or Poe over, or much less anyone else. Um, but I think maybe a sort of redemption in her eyes uh, would be enough for that character. Um, See, it's I, exciting though. Well, I come back to the Anakin discussion we've been having. That should Anakin Skywalker show up, that's going to send that Kylo's not going to have a good response to Anakin Skywalker showing up. No, because he, I think that he hates Anakin Skywalker. He's embraced, he thinks, what he wants Darth Vader to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, you know, I think that if Anakin shows up, then that's an affront to what Kylo feels is everything that should be. You know. Um, yeah. And so I, I don't think that I just don't think redemption is in the cards room, and I don't say that because I don't want that to be the case. I, I I think that's a that's a that's a smart way to subvert audience expectations. Um, is to is to just not redeem him. I think everyone kind of expects it, and yeah. I, and I think that if you if you don't do that, then you I think that's a smart way to maybe subvert some expectations. But what do I know? I'm just a, you know, I just commentate on these things. I don't, I couldn't make one to save my life, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I think you might be on to something. I think it might, you know, maybe have that moment again where, okay, this is, he has the choice now. Is he going to make the right choice? And he might just go back and make that power grab again. Maybe mm-hmm. at some point the two of them, knock out Palpatine or something like that. And it's, well, it's, it, you have that opportunity to go good again and he does it. And then maybe you get that, uh, I don't know, Obi-Wan mall moment kind of between Ray and Kylo where it's just, it's over quick or something. I don't know. Well, it's almost, I mean, it's almost a settled, uh, deal in, in the last Jedi, isn't it? Uh, you know, where, where you think he's turned and Snoke's like, Oh, I've just been manipulating this situation the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you think you, you think, and I do love that moment. I love that moment so much. And you, you, it gives you so much hope just for, gosh, just for what, five, 10 minutes. And then just pulls the rug out from under you once again. So good. Well, I think, I mean, I think we deserve to have the rug pulled out from under us when we, if you want Kylo to be whatever, you know? Yeah, you're right. And I, and I, yeah, that's, and that's why, that's where it's it's kind of difficult as far as where that character is headed, and that's one of the reasons I'm excited. I mean, I Ray's wardrobe paints it very clearly. She is the light. Um, you know, everyone else around her. Uh, it's it's good to see that that rally uh, that Leia put out at the end of Last Jedi was heard by some. Um, I want to know where Broom Boy fits into this film, Steve. No, you don't. <laughs> Broom boy and his magic ring. Well, now look, you're you're really putting my. I, I know it's been four hours now <laughs> since I began, but you're really putting my my initial rule of not dogging the last Jedi to the test. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just I'm just kind of yeah, of course. I'm not trying to bring up any sore subject here, Steve. That's okay. I think they're closing out over on RFR. Are they already? Well, let's find out. Like and review us on iTunes. Yeah. Just yeah, remember. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. 
Well, I mean, Make it favorite shot in this whole thing. Ah! Was it the... Was it the field of, of starfighters? You know, I think so. I, I I don't think that for me, as far as just a visual go, I don't know, man. I I love the ruins of the Death Star in that ocean. There's just something about that whole visual. Isn't that incredible? That's also something we've never seen in Star Wars. Well, I guess we saw it in Camino, you know. But but yeah. but the idea of these rough seas and being right on. I mean, there's a, there's an element of danger to that. That mm-hmm. is that is classic Star Wars. Um, these th- th- this uh, those star destroyers that are coming up out of the water or the ice or whatever they're coming up from is is amazing yeah. to me. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, well, there's that one shot where you have the large explosion in the background, mm-hmm. and then on the left side of the frame in the foreground is a Imperial star destroyer. So right. is that maybe a flashback to the destruction of Death Star Two, and maybe they're kind of because we. Death Star 2 explosion was pretty definitively everything, you know. Right. It vaporized. There was a large ring of fire, you know. So are they kind of rewriting that from the point of view of the Star Destroyer? Then you see the debris fall. Uh, I'm trying to figure that out. But as far as, like, beautiful shots go, uh, Rey and Kylo standing inside the uh, throne room is, is something special. That's uh, yeah. That's, that's well. Yeah, that's we we talked about thing. that. That that feels that has the same, almost the same feeling as that burnt Vader helmet from the uh, from the Force Awakens. Yeah, uh, situation for sure. Um, <sighs> well, we didn't get to invade Rebel Force Radio. They've gone off the uh, the air, and uh-huh. and once again, I've out podcasted those guys. Um, <laughs> so there's that. There's that a little uh, pat on the back there, Steve. You know, maybe just a little bit. Maybe it's a bit for me. Maybe it's a touch. <laughs> so yeah, I even I even <laughs> snuck in some Marvel Cinematic Universe music talk in this bad boy. So um, <laughs> yeah, you it it strayed a little bit here and there. I did like the Iron Man discussion though. The Iron Man uh, motifs. That's something I had not caught before you started <sighs> talking about it. So that's kind of makes me want to go back and watch that again. Oh my Lanta, Stuffity. Ladies and gentlemen, Stuffity has provided me with a wallpaper for my computer. <gasps> High definition. It looks great. He's oh, the man. man. Stuffity is the man. How in the world do... I don't understand how he is just magic. He's magic. He's magic. Look right. at it. You ask and you receive, Steve. Thank you so much, Stuffity. I appreciate it. It's coming down to cloud convert. I'm going to convert it to... Why would I convert it? Why can't I just save it? I don't know. Oh, here's a, here's something, Steve. Star, uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker outsells Avengers Endgame in first hour of pre-sales on Adam tickets. I got to tell you something. And, and, and... I love... You know I love Marvel. Oh, and yeah. You know I've loved the MCU. Uh, I'm just going to tell you straight up. I... I've always loved Star Wars more, and I feel like that is appropriate. I, I'm glad to see it. Yeah. I think it's. I was really hoping that I don't think this. I don't think this is going to eclipse largest movie in history. I don't think. It's oh, gonna, I don't. And I don't think it needs to. I. No. I just. I'm glad to see it performing well. You know. I. I, I haven't nosed around too much on social media. Mm-hmm. Um. To uh, to to see what's up, but I I just think that um, 
that this is just a great, great thing. And, and what I have seen seems like, you know, that fandom isn't really, fandom seems united over this. You know, from, from yeah. the, in the initial in the initial moments of this trailer being out, it looks like you know there's there's a there's a healing effect on fandom. And, Feels um, pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. You know, and so it's it's just great. Um, all right, I have now set this as the background. Let's see what happens. <gasps> it's every, beautiful. It's everything I wanted it to be. <laughs> so <it's> glorious. <laughs> Thank you, Stuffy. I want to just thank you, Stuffy. That's a great birthday present to Geek Out Loud. I appreciate that. So, two hundred and fifty um, in a new background. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> Dylan Newhouse says I'm away for a little while, and Stuffy's the man. So, yeah, sorry, Dylan. Um, yeah, I sold two hundred plus three and three quarter figures in exchange for six inch Black Series. I wish you'd have told me, Dylan. I'd have traded you all my Black Series for your three hundred three and three quarter inch figures. So. Anyway, well, Cam, buddy, it's good to talk to you, man. It's good to talk Star Wars with you. you, Um, We we're going to need to talk soon about the marathon situation, um, and see what we can work out because uh, my wife is wanting to do something pretty big with that. So okay, we're going. Let's 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 talk and try to figure something out. All right, buddy. I'll get with you. Hope you have a great night. Tell your wife I said hello. We'll do, buddy. All right, we'll see you, man. Hey, man, thanks for having me. All right, thank you, brother. Cam Hopman, ladies and gentlemen, Thunder Cam. Now, you can give us a call. We're going to – we'll stay on a little bit more. Um, 706-383-3019. 706-383-3019. Or if you have me on Skype, just hit me up on Skype, and uh, and we'll chit-chat a little bit. Maybe you've got some stuff you want to say about the trailer. We're coming in on, right now, currently a four-and-a-half-hour episode. If we don't get any calls, we'll shut her down. Feels like old school big honking show, doesn't everybody? Back in the old late night, um, late night BHSs that we used to do. Remember, we'd stay up together and, and party down um, with some fun times and fun stuff. Uh, I, I don't see why this should have been any different. This was, this has been um, to me, outside of we didn't get Teresa on and she was doing Fangirls Going Rogue. Um, she's the only thing that could have made it kind of the, the perfect deal. Derek Russell texted me a little bit and I couldn't uh, get him on. Oh, we got someone calling back in here. Let's see here. Answer two, five, four. What's going on? Is this Steve Glosson? Last time I checked, it sure is. This is uh, Dylan Newhouse over in Texas. Steve, how you doing, man? Dylan, how do you feel about snakes? <laughs> that is really like you pulled that from like three years ago, Steve. That's remarkable, Dylan. I pulled that you from like that. Dylan. I pulled that from like four years ago. That that's a Hazelhurst bit, sir. So it, wow, yeah, because yeah, you're yeah, because you moved since then. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, I, you know, I I wished I had been listening to you uh, and your show all night. I was watching uh, football, Steve. Yeah, because the Star Wars trailer was on during. Uh, the American football show. Yeah, yeah. And I watched that, and I wished I had been listening to all the great uh, Geek Out Loud tonight. I really do. Well, I tell you, it'll be up sooner than you think. Um, Ever since I got this new machine, things mix down pretty quickly. So, um, so It was exciting. I'm still subscribed to the feed, and I can't wait to hear it. Um, 
let me ask you this, Steve. I, I look forward uh, to I look forward to being asked, Dylan. <laughs> Did you, okay, Rebel Force Radio. That's how I first heard about you. Was uh, mm-hmm. back in the the old uh, oh. Jason and Jimmy Mac days. Yes, uh, sir. They had a conversation maybe like last year about have you ever uh, cried? And I'm a I'm a guys guy, Steve. I'm not proud of weeping or crying at anything. Yeah. C-3PO tonight, mm-hmm. Steve. You know, he was talking about his friend, taking a last look at his friend. Yep, yep. Did it tempt you to, to, to roll a tear, Steve? You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. It did not. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, what I'll be truly, 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 what got me more than anything else was the music. Um. That was the one of the best versions of that main theme. I've, well, yeah, and and I, I was imagine, yeah. and I was so glad to see them use the main theme outside of like a little piano note at the end of the trailer, um, <laughs> be, because because that the Star Wars theme is the theme to end all themes. It is epic. It is powerful, and and when used in the way it was in the trailer, that's what really began to move me and break the ice around my heart. Um, that has been there with Star Wars, that uh, coupled with other things over the past few weeks and everything. But ultimately, that that moment, the three PO moment, is. I, I, and I said this a little bit earlier, but you weren't on because I don't know why. Um, it's just fine. I, I, it's not. Football. I'm not I a, you, right. I, that's I had right. To watch football. That's right. Well, this was after the trailer, Derek. I'm I'm not dogging you. I'm just saying, like, you weren't here yet, and and I had said that moment more fills me with dread than anything because. As 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 much as I understand bringing things to an end in certain ways, I am tired of watching childhood heroes and beloved characters die, and and so knowing you know, and if C three PO is truly going to be gone, as we know him, that breaks my heart. But it also, you know, it's one of those things. That's like I I just don't want to deal with that, you know, and um. I don't say yeah, that. Yeah, I don't say, and I, I don't that. say, and I, I don't say it too. angrily. I don't say it angrily or bitterly. I just say that that's not something I'm prepared to think about right now. So no, and, and if I thought there were there was anger or bitterness in your point of view on Star Wars, dude, I, I wouldn't e- even be listening or calling in. Yeah. That, that's why I'm interested in, in your point of view. Uh, to me, uh, he's, he's a droid. He's mm-hmm. not going to die like biologically, right? I feel like what we may be seeing, my guess would be like uh, a reversion to whatever 3PO was there before Bail Organa had his memory wiped mm-hmm. at the end of Re- Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. So you think maybe, that- the, maybe the reason we're doing this is, is to, to get back into that sort of deeper memory, right? So you think so they, may be, they may be reaching back into the oldest of C3PO's memories trying to undo mind wipes? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think there's some stuff in the in the Marvel comics to sort of suggest that uh, that mind white didn't take entirely, right? Mm, okay. So, so you, uh, and I and I wish I could cite uh, chapter and verse on that. But I, yeah, I think I'm going to trust the Marvel. I'm going to trust you on that. Uh, no, I think there is, but mm-hmm. regardless, no, I, I don't think C three zero is going to die. I think that he is going to sacrifice. Uh, his memory of maybe the sequel trilogy characters, and maybe in, in order maybe to show Kylo, to show Ray, but, but would that uh, would, his experience of the prequel trilogy would that then 
See, here's if if they if they have to like so basically to use modern day computer talk, <laughs> he's doing they're doing a restore point. They're going back to a restore point on a computer. That's exactly yeah. That, that's my guess. And, and wouldn't that but wouldn't that undo? Yeah, maybe wouldn't that undo everything beyond that that mind wipe at the end of episode three? So in other words, he forgets Luke and Leia and Chewie and Han and Obi Wan. You know. Yeah, 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 and it's tragic, but for a children's film, uh, which these are, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think sometimes we need reminding. But but the, but that's a kind of, of sad that that kids can can cope with. Yeah, like Trivia is still there, but if that's if that's to show Kylo what really happened with his grandfather, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, then maybe maybe that's a plot point that makes sense, and it's sad. I don't know. I, I'll tell you, Steve. I am. I'm a sequel trilogy supporter and, and a fan. Mm-hmm. I think uh, more so than you have been. Right. Uh, and that's not not a judgment. You know. No. no. You. There's an ugliness that, that's popped up in this whole fan community, and, and mm-hmm. you're not on the bad side of that because there, there's some bad, uh, bad will uh, towards. You know the well, things that have, have come about ever uh, ever recently. since ever since everything went down and people began to choose sides on this thing that no one made. Uh, uh, my my whole stance has been I didn't like it, and when it's all said and done, I didn't like it. But I don't want to rain on anyone else's parade. So I'm, no, but, but, but wait, wait, but, but for Force Awakens, I, I think you were on board somewhat, right? Right. Yeah, it took me a minute. Like it, it took me six viewings before I finally got it. You know, and and kind of, okay, and, okay. I, and I said earlier, we were talking about that earlier, and I said I was a victim. Force Awakens, I was definitely a victim of my own expectations. Um, I had a little bit of inside baseball knowledge going into The Last Jedi that I actually did not go in with heightened expectations. I actually went in with some trepidation um, and, and and hoping to be pleasantly surprised on all fronts. Well, you know, I wasn't spoiled for either of those films, but in as much as I had, you know, uh, uh, some knowledge about what might go down there, mm-hmm. uh, either you buy into Ryan Johnson's idea of deconstruction mm-hmm. in that film, or you don't, yeah, right? Right. Like that's what it comes down to, I think. And 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 for me, is that deconstruction of those characters of Luke. You know, that's difficult. It was difficult to watch. It was difficult to, to kind of digest. But it all comes down to this. This film can redeem that film for a lot of people who didn't like it. I think nine can really set eight in a new light. I, I, I truly I, hope so. I truly, truly hope so. Um, I, you know, I'm not, uh, I've never been one that wanted Star Wars to fail. That's, that's the thing that's kind of disappointed me about fandom coming out of The Last Jedi is there seems to be a sect of fandom that I think they started out just saying, look, what's been done is not right. It, it feels wrong. There are, other, there are other forces at work than just trying to tell a good story. And it turned into, well, we just want Star Wars to fail. Burn it down. Like, we want it to be burnt to the ground so that it can be built back up right, you know. And that's not me at all. I don't want Star Wars to fail. I want Star Wars to be good. And no, you don't expect them to cancel the last three and have Jason and Jaina solo uh, in like an alternate version 
of the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I think that's what some people want. Right. They, they kind of want yeah. none of this to have happened and, and for the EU to be canon again. Mm-hmm. That, that that's like that that's the hard line approach of, of a certain sector. I know that's not you. No, not but at all. I just but I happen to be somebody who I, I've enjoyed your program, I've enjoyed Rebel Force Radio from back before the Disney sale. Like back in the Clone Wars days, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah. And and I, I find myself enjoying what they're putting out wholeheartedly. Yeah. So it, that's a weird place to be. But the point is tonight, having seen that trailer, I wanted to call in mostly to say uh, to, to kind of take your temperature on it mm-hmm. to see if you felt some excitement that maybe this uh, could be a, a rallying point. This could be, uh, you know, a, a point of agreement, uh, a, a bringing together of the fandom. And, and that's my hope. Oh, and, I completely, I completely, you know, look, my, unfortunately my expectations have been raised immensely for this thing. <laughs> I am now absolutely a hundred percent excited for uh, the rise of Skywalker. And, um, and 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 honestly, if if we get nothing but the Millennium Falcon in you know in front of a field of just starships from across the Star Wars saga, um, I, I think at this point I'm just happy. Uh, I was about to say if you're counting by the number of capital ships in one shot, mm-hmm. then this movie it's gonna it's gonna serve you well because well I'm telling you like. 900 ships in there yeah well i'm telling you looking at some of these things like you know the it looks like the outrider may be in there of course the ghost over there there are ships that look like they are the droid ships from like you know revenge of the sith those those ships that look kind of like the mon cal ships and everything so yeah it's a look i that's the thing it's like they uh, jj abrams has to wrap up a mythology and, you know, there's there's going to be other times to kind of talk about what I feel is the mistake of trying to deconstruct a myth. Um, and and it, it to, now's not that time. But I think what J.J. Abrams has to do is to put the cap on the mythology, to leave us with, with enough mystery to, to discuss and, and wonder about the subtleties of what's going on, but also to give us an end a true, if it's going to be the end of the Skywalker saga, it can't be the end of Ray's story. It has to be the end of the Skywalker saga. And, and I agree. You know, Anakin has to play in that. Anakin Skywalker must be mentioned by name. Would you Would you agree that yes. that just happened? Yeah, I think it has to be. I think I agree with you a hundred percent. You know, and and I wouldn't mind seeing Ray at the end. You know, with a bunch of dancing, you know, warthog horses or whatever those things are. <laughs> looking over his shoulder yeah. and there's ghost Luke and ghost Anakin and ghost Obi-Wan and ghost Yoda, you know, hanging out. Um, All of them. But, but, but I'll leave you with one thing, Steve, I've taken up enough of your time and you've been very gracious. And if there's one guy I wanted to talk to tonight after this trigger, it really was you. So thank you for taking my call. Oh yeah, man. But, but let me ask you this. If you, uh, and I didn't have this experience. I was born in 1980 mm-hmm. in April of 1980. So before, just before Empire came mm-hmm, out, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, sort of Return of the Jedi at three years old, mm-hmm. before I could really remember, that was my first uh, theatrical experience with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't somebody who walked out of A New Hope and sort of really internalized that and, and loved that myth 
that George told, wouldn't they look at Empire Strikes Back, potentially, and say, well, this is just a deconstruction mm. of everything George tried to do? I, I'm, no. Isn't that, you know, Vader's the bad guy. That's, a, that's the mono man. Mm-hmm. Right, Darth Vader's a bad guy. He's yeah. a good guy. Now he's his father. Well, what is that now? Yeah, I, I feel like we need. To, for me, at least, I give the benefit of the doubt to the Last Jedi in the sense that it challenged people in the way that the Last Jedi it didn't not only challenge it upset people, but I, but I think if there was an internet in 1980, I think the outrage about the Empire Strikes Back would have been the same. Okay. I do. I think so. I'll tell you this. I'll say this, that I was three years old when the Empire Strikes Back came out. It is the earliest memory I have of going to a movie. Um, and, and, and it's vague and it's choppy at best, but I know I was there with my older sister and my mother and some friends and Mm -hmm. I fell, I fell asleep. Uh, about the time that they were on Hoth and woke up about the time Darth Vader cut off Luke Skywalker's hand. Um, yeah. But I, I say all that to say this, that as a three-year-old child still, I was getting these Empire Strikes Back cards just to look through the pictures and everything, you know, and I carried them around in this blue tackle box everywhere I went, and I had the action figures and the toys and everything. And and um, and so when, when I'm six years old and Return of the Jedi hits, man, I was fired up to be in the theater. I don't know what it's like to have revealed that Darth Vader is Luke's father. That's something I grew up with, in all honesty. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what it's like to walk out of the Empire Strikes Back, considering the mythological ramifications of it. But I also know that by the time you got to Empire, three years after the phenomenon that was Star Wars, that I don't know that people were talking about mythology at that point very much. I, Lucas was, Lucas used the term fairy tale a lot in those early interviews. I know that Scott yeah. Rifen is someone who saw The Empire Strikes Back and, and loved it. I know that there are, uh, there's only one person I've ever encountered in my life who was there for the original and did not like the subsequent movies. And because her thing was, she felt like Star Wars was a complete story and didn't need to have anything added to it. And, um, and so though she's loved Star Wars, she hasn't dogged it. She hasn't treated people poorly because of it. She's continued to follow the mythology and everything, but she was not a fan of what came after because she felt like, and I don't want to misrepresent her, but from what I understand, she felt like the first movie was so perfect in everything and the way it did that it didn't need anything more after that. Now that's something I disagree with, you know, of course, with hindsight being 2020. I don't think that Empire was a deconstruction, though, because you didn't have... There was only one expectation subverted uh, when it comes to Empire Strikes Back, and that is not an expectation. It was an out-of-the-blue surprise. You know, no, Luke, I am your father. Um, or no, I am your father. And and the idea that, wait a minute, is this true? So people didn't come away thinking, well, this is just a messed up. They came away saying, do you think that's true? Do you think that's right? No, no, and, and Lucas went to uh, psychologists right. to ask about how children yeah. would, would cope with that, and they 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 all said to a T that well they'll they'll think Vader's lying, right? Right. So mm-hmm. so, but he wasn't. That's so right. It, 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 that's that's the thing. Like it, it wasn't damaging to children, 
because they walked away from that movie going, oh, this guy is so bad, mm-hmm. he is going to lie about being the guy's father when he actually killed him. Right, but it was uh, still, but there were still mythological beats with that. You know, the hero intertwined with the villain and, and all this stuff. It, it wasn't, again, it wasn't so much a deconstruction. It began to flesh out the myth. You know, like you begin to have pieces of the force filled in for you. You begin to have some theology of the force dropped on you in that movie. The deconstruction aspect of what Ryan Johnson did was to completely... uh, He broke down the character of Luke into something that was almost unrecognizable to me. Um, and again, I don't want to. I don't okay, want to get okay. on. And look, it's getting late. To, right. To, and you're being very sweet. It's sweet to talk to me this long, Steve. But let me ask you this: For Dylan, me, since when are you so uh, polite? I'm a, 30, I'm a 39-year-old man. Yeah. But but you broke down Luke. He, he, but he was unrecognizable. Was he relatable in any aspect? Mm, okay. And 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 I'll tell you, my wife and I have watched these movies lately, and she's watched them for the first time through, and she was kind of making fun of Luke through the original trilogy. To which I told her, I told her, I put my foot down. I said, this is not a home where we can talk ill of Luke Skywalker. <laughs> you know, as, yeah. as you know, you, you look at this dude who, I'm just going to say this, as a young man, as a young man in his early 20s, Luke saw the most evil man in the galaxy and said, I sense good in you. As a grown, wiser individual, he looks at his nephew, who is a young man, with darkness brooding in him and says, ah, oh, there's no good in him. I'm going to kill him. I'm tempted to kill him right now. To me, and see, we're doing what I didn't want to do. Dylan, you did this to me again. How do you feel about snakes? Um, the, you, <laughs> you, to me, to me, that... How do I feel about Snoke? No, Snoke snakes. Snake? No, snakes. Oh, oh no, snakes. Okay, to, okay. to me, what that did to that character is take him backwards rather than advance him forwards. And you know, I'm okay. I was okay with Luke disappearing. I was okay with Luke being betrayed and all this other stuff that, you know, his mentors had gone into hiding. That's what Luke knew to do when things got bad, is to go into hiding and wait on the force. But to go in the hiding and cut himself off completely and all this other stuff, it just to this day still hasn't set well with me. And it's okay that it sits well with other people. I ain't mad about it. You know, I just right, right. I just kind of walked away. Kind of you know, it made me sad. It made me sad to have something Star Wars that I did not like, because for the first time, for the first time, that was the case. You know, I hear you. But there's a tweet, and I wish I could attribute it to the right person. But I'll, I'll leave you with this. Uh, it was Leia in in the Last Jedi, and she was uh, there on crate, and and it was her saying, you know, uh, well, you know, we fought to the end but all the hope has gone out of the galaxy. And you see that shot. And then you see Luke's silhouette there on crate mm-hmm. with all those uh, uh, walkers. Yeah, yeah. You know, by, by himself. Mm-hmm. And, and this is four pictures, right? So you see Leia saying the things, and you see Luke standing there in front of the walkers. And then you see that shot from the trailer tonight of all those ships. Mm-hmm. And to me, that that's the story. We are the, the spark. We the are idea the idea that Luke standing there in defiance by himself leads to that armada of ships there to fight the force, the first order. Man, that 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 lights me up, man. That that, yeah. that gives me hope for this story. It gives me hope for this movie. 
and and so yeah, that that's what I would want to leave you with is that I hope at the end of Rise of Skywalker we can look back at this trilogy and see it as a worthy addition to to the whole saga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I think I, well, hopefully it'll be a worthy end to the saga. You know. Because everything else we get, all the other television shows and movies at this point are going to be side stories and supplemental material, basically. Uh, the, this is this is got to be the end cap to the saga. So um, I think it will be. I mean, you know, look, it, all we didn't get anything about a story in this trailer, as is J.J. Abrams' way, you know. But what we got was a lot of great imagery. We got a lot of great questions. We got... Um, we got the emotional punch we needed to, I hope for people who are like me, you know, who had a little ice around their heart about the, about the saga, you know, it broke the ice, you know, and, and, and it's funny Dylan, because I feel like me again, (laughs) you know, I feel like that, that part of me that was just kind of dormant you know, has been, you know, has, the force has been awakened in me again. And it that, just, that, that makes me happy. Steve. Yeah. That's it just feels wanted, great. Also, yeah. that's what I wanted to hear. Tonight, yeah. Man. Yeah. That for makes sure. Me very happy to hear. So Dylan, yeah. it's good to talk to you, man. It's been, it's hey, been too long. Too. Yeah. It's been too long, my friend. Well, thanks so much, Steve. Yes, sir. Take care. Have a good night. Thanks for your time. You too. Yes, Bye-bye. sir. See ya. Dylan Newhouse, Ooh. ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, we thank him for calling. Someone else had tried to call. So I don't want to, to to end this thing um without anyone with you know and miss anyone else before we go how long have we been going now almost five hours so we can round it out at five hours shaz bazaar had texted while we were talking my phone was silent so i didn't hear i didn't really get to see get to respond to him um i don't want to presume but i could call back regardless we never got back to luke's statement when leia and ray embrace well, let's bring that up right now. And Shaz, you're more than welcome to call back if you're still awake and listening, buddy. Um, I, I'm also I'm sorry for getting into a discussion about um, about the Last Jedi because I really I don't you know I I do have thoughts and I don't know that I ever really so many times when we have these big discussions and stuff we we don't really get into my thoughts as much as I'd like to. So I don't know that I've ever really broken down my thoughts. Shaz Bazaar? Yes, I'm here. Welcome back, sir. You, you said my name. I had to call. All right. Well, here I am. I'm going to pull this up here now. Let's see. Confronting fear. It's the destiny of a Jedi. All right. We never got back to that. Tonight Confronting when, when fear were... is the destiny of the Jedi. I mean, that's Forceology... Uh, five oh something, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get there one day. <laughs> well, you know, you but but this conversation mm-hmm. that you just had with Dylan, yes, brings this out. Mm-hmm. This is the last Jedi. Mm. This is Luke's lesson. But you know what? He failed to confront his fear. Mm-hmm. He just let fear take care of him. Yeah, he just let t- or, or 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 turn him to that spot. For just a moment, but it changed everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe you and I have mentioned this, and and and, and you've said it before. And and uh, again, the la- the bad, the worst thing about the Last Jedi is the great division among the fans, mm-hmm. right? Because older fans who didn't like it got some got very ugly. Mm-hmm. Younger fans who did like it got very uh, some got very ugly, and that's the problem. But you know, it's a bridge. 
It's a bridge. And at this point, that is the great thing that he's learned. And this is what he's going to pass on. This is, this is, and this is another, just on a very surfacey point uh, uh, that I didn't think about earlier. This is not dialogue we've heard in any other film from Luke or or a line. But it, it is uh, in uh, Forceology uh, 306. 306. Yes, we haven't done 304 yet. Steve, that's right. But that's right. That, in that's 306, this is going to come up. Yes. Well, Yoda, right. Yoda embodies this. That's true. For sure he does. Yes. That's, that's right. what confronting fear is. Yes. 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 So that's the destiny of the Jedi. Mm hmm. Well, and it's good to hear Luke talk about the destiny of the Jedi after he was so not about the Jedi, you know? Right. So this is a, this is an, again, I, there's so many things, Shaz, where you see and you just wonder story point, story point, story point. Like, like this thing where this chair is coming at Ray. Ray is taking a step back from it. You can see her kind of shying back from the chair with the, what, what I guess we're all assuming is the Emperor sitting in it on, in a place where we've not seen anywhere else like it in the trailer. That could, right. you know, we we're now back in this place. Is, is this a vision? I tend to think not, based on. I think this is the reality. Yeah, but could, it could be a vision. It could be the temptation of of Ray, and and that's what he's doing. And she'll see herself in that mm-hmm. black outfit. I the, I don't know with the double red lightsaber. Yeah, but I I love the visuals of this. See, now I'm kind of curious about these scratch marks on the ground. <laughs> is it are, not just is it angled. is it scratch marks not not the paving but there's there's some not there's some lines between ray and and the emperor that are diagonal through some of those and it's kind of reminiscent on the as on the back of that throne that we saw all right i'm i'm getting to there i'm at 159 okay i'm there paused are you are you talking about behind ray no, I'm talking about um, closer to the Emperor's Hood. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some like three diagonal lines going through a couple of those big yeah. squares. Yeah. You know, and on the yeah. back of that throne, there were some scratch marks through there, mm-hmm. that etchings, maybe yeah. I should say. Well, I've just noticed like those three, those that four square game board behind Ray. <laughs> the the, the <laughs> four square for giants back yes. there. Yes. Um, you know, that's obviously carved out. You want. Those I mean, are the pavers. I I guess we have to assume that this is in the same area as that big throne, the Macquarie throne. I think throne. so. Can I we call so. it the Macquarie throne until we know better? It's it's the Macquarie throne. Yeah. I mean, you can't deny that. Yeah. So it's lots of Macquarie in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's 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 only that can only be a good thing, you know. With yeah. all that, gosh, Paul's got to be up by now. You think? I just call him. I don't have Paul. I don't have his contact stuff. Oh well. Yeah, I probably do. I'd hate to. Uh, I'd hate to I'd step hate to on. just jump in, but he loves to talk. I know. I'd hate to step. I know. I know. We've been going for five hours now too. So my wife is probably ready for me to stop doing this. Um, I am. I'm just okay. I'm going to watch it one more time with the sound up, ladies and gentlemen. The whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna gonna so, get back there and get it off of quarter speed. I'm back to double zeros. 
And uh, we'll watch it one more time with the sound up. And, and Chaz, I think it's a good way to end with you on here with the final thoughts and and stuff after we watch this bad boy. One Let's more, do it. One more time. Here we go. Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi. Your destiny. You know what? We haven't broken down any of the things that were said. In- no, nothing. <laughs> There's but so I- many lines. We, we, hear from, we hear from Finn. We hear from Poe. Ray, everyone says they know me. So many people say they know me, but they don't. No one knows me. That I know you. I, yeah, except me. There's Kylo. Oh, my Lanta. And then, of course, Luke's line. And then, oh. dude, it's. Dude, it's only better after. These few hours. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's better after these few hours. You have done a masterful job on putting this together. Oh, I've done nothing, sir. Well, so. no, it's putting the right people together well, and having these so. calls in because this thing has gotten so much better. Yeah. Yeah. After this. A lot of great conversation. There's been a lot of great things pointed out in the chat. And so um, it's, you know, but I'm going to tell you that last watch through, I just did here, Shaz, I just sat here with a smile on my face, especially, it, yeah, especially when that music starts up, like I'm, I'm halfway between smiling and crying. Like that's just, it, it's, it's like I told, uh, Dylan, you know, like I, <laughs> I feel like the part of me that's been gone for a year or so for two years yeah, has, you know, has come back because of this it's, trailer. It, it's not just the trailer, Steve. 
it's not just the trailer. The trailer's big. The mm-hmm. trailer was the catalyst. It was the spark that fanned the flame that That's got fandom back. Exactly. I hope so. I really hope this so. This night has been fantastic, well, dude. It's been a good time. It's been great. And and I thank you for spending some time with me and uh trying to derail us earlier. That was a good time. It's always great to be derailed by your friends. Um I have no idea what to go out on here. We probably should have just stopped and not said anything after the trailer. That's true. That's true. But, you know, listen, I'm going to gild the lily as much as I can, pal. (laughs) (laughs) I've got so many plugs and everything to do. So, you know, listen, people are getting a five-hour goal. Everyone knows it's going to be January until we get another one. Actually, actually, I hope not. I hope that we can get together and um, once this movie's out and talk about it and break it down and break it down. Donnie D, break it down. Um, and really just kind of, kind of open it up. And I really hope I like it. Uh, <laughs> I really want to like it so bad. Please. I want toys. <laughs> Please give me toys. Okay. I'm just going to say this. I, I'm going to confronting fandom is the destiny of a, of a goal. Your destiny. <laughs> Your destiny. Maybe. Atterbury. There you go. Atterbury. Um, let me do it. Let me do it. this other program's not working. I've got everyone pray for my hard drive. I've got to salvage it soon because it's starting to go out on me and I've got to get it transferred. All my stuff transferred over this other hard drive. All my equipment is failing me, Shaz. Dude, it's going to take one last look at its friend mm. before you transfer it. Yeah, before I. Well, it'll. It, I'm only going to upgrade it, make it better. So here That's we go. That's what they told 3PO. Yeah, well. Have his mind wiped. I hope uh, they backed him up before that. I hope so too. I hope. I hope it's an R two getting blown up in every in in Return of the Jedi and in uh, A New Hope. You know, kind of moment where it's like he comes back in the end. I'm all. I'm better now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe maybe the the three PO we all know and love will be actually transferred into Dio. Yeah, Dio. I. I'm trying, buddy. I'm trying to like some of this newer stuff. <laughs> let's not make it too hard, okay? <laughs> let's, let's. I forgot about him for a minute. Maybe I'll like him. I like. I like how they're doing the. Uh, remember when um, the goal of all cell phones was to make them smaller? Yeah. I, ironically, I was thinking of that today. Yeah, that's I was like when that first one came came out. The the first bigger iPhone. Mm-hmm. I was like, who's going to want to carry that tank with them in mm-hmm. their pocket? And now I got a big monster. IPhone. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was that time when they were, they were trying to get smaller and smaller. That's how they're doing. They're in that season of droids in this era yeah. of star Wars, <laughs> the smaller, the better. So <laughs> <laughs> I think this is right. This is correct. This is good. Chaz, thank you so much. Everyone check out Techno Retro Dads. It's the show that Geek Out Loud wishes it was um, with with Chaz and Schwa. I hate that we didn't get to talk to Schwa tonight. Um, I'm going to feel like that was not quite his fault or my fault. It was the fault of 20 people trying to be on the same call at one time. So it would be my fault because I put the link in the chat. Um, so check it was out, Skype's fault. Okay, we'll, we'll blame Skype. So check out Techno Retro Dads. And uh, you'll love it and uh, as much as I do. I know you will. Um, I want to thank everyone who called in. Sorry to those of you who didn't get to. We'll have to do it again soon. And uh, geekoutonline at gmail.com. I'd love to hear for you, from you. We'll be talking about this for a while. Geekoutonline at gmail.com. 
is how you can email us. Join us on the Facebook in the Guardians of the Goldiverse group, facebook.com, uh, or just the easiest way is geekoutonline.com slash group. And then if you want to support us uh, through Patreon, it's patreon.com slash geekoutloud. We've got, uh, Shaz and I have got to sit down and do Forceology 304, um, and uh, that's season four of The Clone Wars. Uh, up today, uh, at the time of this recording, is this weekend's Big Honkin' Show, as well as uh, some discussion about G.I. Joe with myself and Adam Bray and Air Chernovice on the Goldiverse Super Saturdays. You can check that out on our Patreon, patreon.com slash geekoutloud. Thank you again, Shaz Bazaar. And thanks to Arish, to Dave, to Scott Rifen, to Riley Blanton, to uh, everyone who called in. Hope you all have a good one, and we will see you around the Goliverse.